Hi, beautiful sisters. This is Sasha from South Beach. You are the moon of my life. That is all I know and all I need to know. And if it is a dream, I'll kill any man who tries to wake me. Love you, sisters. Hi, sisters. This is Mary leaving my tagline. If you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. Hello, sisters. It's Bunny from New York. I'm calling in to leave my tagline. It's a quote from Sansa Stark. Oh, there are none. All right, can't wait for the podcast. Bye. Hey, sisters, this is Alex, the tax man, first of his name from Memphis. Chaos isn't the pit. Chaos is a ladder. Only the ladder is real. The climb is all there is. Hi, sisters and the Sister Speak family. This is Tammy from New Jersey. Oh, Vicerion. Regal. Oh, fuck. Hi, everyone. This is Christine from the UK, and you are listening to the Sister Speak podcast, Game of Thrones. A man is not Jack and Magar. He is no one. Hey, this is Ceci from Georgia. Oh, a monster? You should speak to me more softly then. Monsters are dangerous, and kings are dying like flies. Noble lords and ladies of Fan, you have the pleasure of being in the presence of J and K of the House Sister, the first of their name, the unhurried, occasionally inebriated queens of podcast, Khaleesi's of exuberant cachinations, breakers of long-ass emails, and mothers of long-ass podcasts. Hey sisters, this is Orande calling from Detroit. The Sister Speak family can be a bit like the free folk loyal to their own. Hi, this is Joy from Southern California. Cersei, the Mountain, Walder Frey, Marin Trant. People who leave their blinds open at night, don't wash their hands after using the restroom, and leave long-ass emails. This is Brother Ray from St. Louis. Did you dare rate the Sister Speak podcast? That's a five stars. You... Liar. This is Stephen from Oxford, England, and Bron was wrong. That's not Jamie fucking Lannister. That's the fucking Sister Speak podcast. Hi, this is Jackie from Silicon Valley. The night is dark and full of terrors. If you don't punctuate your long-ass letters. You are listening to the Sister Speak Nation with Sister Jay Lannister and Sister Kay Targary. I'm Robert from the Bay Baratheon. And I pledge my life and honor to the Night's Watch for this night and all the nights to come. And now my watch begins. How you doing, sisters? This is Abraham calling from Oceanside, California. I will be your champion. Hey, hello, sisters and Sister Speak family. This is Gabriel from Belgium. What is the closest thing to the sisters in Game of Thrones? Well, dragons. Why? They are awesome. You can't mess with them. And sometimes they throw fire at you. Hi, sisters. Monique from Pennsylvania here. Don't let them see their tears, he told me. They're nasty little shits. And nasty little shits aren't worth crying over. Thanks. Bye. Hi, sisters. This is Stephanie from PA. There is only one true god of death. And you already know his name. 
And what do we say to the god of death? Not today. Thanks, sisters. Bye. Hello, this is Chocolate Bill from Costa Mesa, California. And as Ned Stark so often said, the man who passes the sentence should swing the sword. Hello, and this is Solana from NYC, and you're listening to Sit the Sweet Podcast, Game of Thrones. So keep calm and demand trial by combat. Hello, sisters. This is Victoria from England, sending you my Khaleesi tagline. Very well. Do what you do best. Take off your clothes. Hi, Sister Speak family. Liz calling from Seattle. Welcome home, Lady Stark. The North remembers. He murdered my father. If I ever see him, I'll split him in two. And then I'll give him your regard. Hello, sisters and Sister Speak family. This is Eleanor from the DMV, which we lovingly call the District of Columbia. Maryland and Virginia. My tagline, and it goes like this, hypocrisy is a boil. Lancing a boil is never pleasant. Cersei, you're the biggest boil on the butt of Westeros. Bye for now. Eleanor from DMV signing off. Bye. Welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones where we discuss season five of the HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 37. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome, everyone. We are going to talk about episode six titled Unbent. Uh-uh. Unbowed. Unbowed, un- unbent, unbroken. Excuse yep. me. We know you kind of off because, you know. No, I'm not off. I just didn't have the title down. You got jet lag or something. No, I don't have that either. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to go. Well, first of all, you have to give your beverage of the week for that episode. Oh, okay. For, for this particular episode, I was drinking some Bailey's Irish cream. It was good, too. By itself? By itself. I like it by itself because I don't like to mix it with stuff. Lord. I just had it on, on some ice. It was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I like that Bailey's Irish cream. So anyway. Okay. So that's what I had. And it was I good. I don't remember, but it was not no alcohol. <laughs> yeah, we know. So what do we want to start with first, okay. Sister J? Let's go with Arya and Jackin. Get them out the way first. Yeah, and you know we see Arya is washing a corpse and washing several corpses. Well, yeah, but this particular one montage. Well, this particular thing, she's washing a corpse, and the other girl is in a different room washing a corpse. That's what they keep going back and forth to. That's yeah, the other it girl. Was all Arya. No, that's the other girl. Sister J was all Arya because okay. we don't care about the other chick. Anyway. Anyway, they showed her with, like, four different bodies. Right. And when we finished, of course, that, uh, whenever she's finished and she puts a little raggedy-looking sheet or towel or something, blanket over there. some cloth. Over their bodies and face. Then, then I two, the cloth was pretty nice. Mm, then two men look old and tattered and moldy to me. It wasn't moldy, but. Well, I know, but that's what it looked like. Y'all Any, TV must need work. Anyway. Anywho. Then two men come in the room, 
without nobody calling them or nothing or without her saying, I'm done. And they come in <laughs> yeah. when she's finished and they put uh, pick him up on the stretcher, take him out. Then two different men come in and bring her another body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so after she washes all them people and they do take her out, them out or whoever it was out, mm-hmm. they kind of leave the door cracked a little bit. Yeah, and because so their hands are full. Well, but no, there was a third guy outside the door who opened the door and closed the door. But he didn't close it all the way. And so they, um, she says, well, shit, nobody's here. Let me see what's in the other side of the door. Well, she don't say nothing. She just looks over so there. So when she walks over to the door and about to go out, then that girl comes in and shuts the door on her. Mm-hmm. So she can't, you know, so she's like, hey, uh, what? And that girl tells her, get to work. Get back to work. Well, I'm not washing another damn body till you tell me what the heck we doing. Mm-hmm. What they doing with them when they take them out of here. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> that girl says, you'll find out when it's time. And so Arya says, well, uh, it can't be time now. And so and what about us playing the name game or the, the whatever the name of the game was that she's talking about? The game of faces, I think. Yeah, or the something game of like faces, that. something. And she says... You're not ready. Get back to work. And she keeps telling her all the time, get back, get back to, to work. work. Get back to work. And finally, Arya and Sister says, well, who are you? Yeah. And then I love this part. I did too. I loved it. This that girl good. looked at Arya and she, you could just see her expression soften. Yeah. And then she told her this story. Well, I'm from Westeros just like you. Yeah. My dad was the Lord just like yours, but only... We only had one child, a single child. Me. Yeah, me. And, you know, my mama died when I was such and such. And my daddy doted on me, but then he got a new wife. The wife had a baby girl. She decided, mm, she needed to do something with me to, yeah. to, to secure her little baby girl's heritage. So uh, she tried to poison me, and I found out before. So I got the... Um, she said, I found out. Yeah, I and found now my out. dad's a widow again. Yeah, I said, I said Lord, have mercy. She, but she said, I sought out the, I sought out the, um, whatever she calls them, the servants, the faceless of, men, uh, the faceless men, and I've been serving them, ever and since. I've been serving them ever since. So we know she got her jacking too to go kill that woman. Well, but then she said, was that true or was it a lie? So I feel like that shit was a lie. Oh well, yeah, it probably the story. was. But Arya, the look on Arya's face. And that was the look on my face, too. I was that like, what? was so good. The actor playing Arya, though, that was so good because she said. Amazing. She didn't say nothing. She, the look on her face just was like, she was just like. What? Crushed and like, like what? You were lying? I never even considered the thing. Yeah, me neither. <clears throat> and then she says, well. And, and, you know, Arya just stood there. And she said, get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> and then she went on by her business. What I else said, Lord. Say? But that was an excellent scene, though. That was a really good scene. That was a very good scene. It was. Because I was believing because, the girl myself. I know. <laughs> but, you know, it could be true, but it probably ain't. Mm-hmm. Okay, so later, Arya is sleeping. Jackin enters her room. Oh, Lord. And they play the game of faces. 
Oh, I didn't like the scene. My, oh, I thought this was excellent scene. Oh, I did like he's the scene. He's trying to teach her. Yeah, I did like the scene. Oh, yeah. Because he's trying to get her to realize this is not what you want to do. Well, this is what I... You ain't ready for this shit. Because we seen you hiding needle and shit in the rocks. That's, what I, that's well, the one thing he didn't say. Well, I didn't take it like that. This is what I took it like. This was a learning experience to teach her... How to play the game because now the thing that was fascinating to me is how he knows she was lying because she was lying. I told you, Jackin is magical. He is magical because because he just shows up. Yeah, and as she was say, telling her story, and it, anytime she would tell a lie, he would whack her. Yep. with this stick, and then she'd tell the the true thing. Yeah, and, and well, and oh, I that loved, was so good. I did like this part because when she was telling him <laughs> what happened. <laughs> And she got to the part where she said, I, I left the hound for dead. I hated him. And he hit her. He hit her. And she says, I hated him. And he hit her again. I was like, you didn't hate him. No. She didn't hate of him. Of course not. She didn't. Of course she, she didn't. She wanted to, but she didn't. But that's why he kept hitting her. Right. I love that, though. And then she says, she says, yes, I did. I hated him. And he smacks her down on the ground. Wait a minute. Well, he smacks her. And Jack says... Uh, you're lying to me, to the many-faced God, and to yourself. Yep. And he, I mean, he had knocked her all the way down all to way. the floor. He knocked her in the face. He whipped her All in the, face. the way down to the floor. She fell to the floor. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, basically what he's trying to say is, mm-hmm. you ain't ready because you holding on to exactly. all this shit. You holding on to all this stuff. You're lying. And I mean, Jackin is hitting her, too. He is. He, I mean, it's not like he's just, like, tapping her or something. No. Later on, or the next scene, we see the Arya scrubbing some floors. Yep. And I mean, she's scrubbing, scrubbing. too. And here comes a man. He, this was a good scene, too. It was very good. All her scenes were very good. Yeah, I like that. But um, he, he's carrying her daughter, uh, excuse me, his, his daughter in. And he sets her down right next to the fountain. And he comes over to where Arya is scrubbing the floor and says, look, she is in pain every day, all day. I have spent every penny to my name trying to, you know, take her to doctors and stuff. Nothing helps. She, she's just suffering. Yeah, she's just suffering every single day. I don't know what else to do. I just want it to end. Yeah, the pain that's to what end. he said. I, I just want it to end. And I was thinking, first thing I thought of was, why are you going to go talk to somebody who's scrubbing the fucking floor? Well, because uh, she's in there. But still. But, right. She did, I mean, she did what she needed to do. And then second of all, I'm thinking, if I was Arya, how did you know, how'd she know what to do? I guess that's where the instinct because, clicked in. No. I'll tell you how she knows what to do. Because she was out there in the scrubbing, sweeping the floor when Jackin did it to the first dude yeah, that we saw. That's true. She know what to do. Yeah. And she learned how to tell the fucking story from, from the, the girl. girl. So, yeah, she knew what to do. And the whole reason why the man went to her is that's the only fucking person around. I know. I'm just asking, why would you go to someone scrubbing a damn floor? Because that's the only person around. She obviously belonged there. She dressed like all of them fools. Anyway. Anyway. But I like this scene. And so Arya stops what she's doing, and she walks over to the little girl, and she's talking to her. And the little girl says, it hurts. And Arya says, well, I know. The first thing, that, well, when she started talking at first, I was like, oh, this is true. 
all that shit's true. And then she got to the part where she said, and my dad caught every doctor around. He brought well, me to a place. From the beginning, I, like, oh. I knew it was going to be a story because just by the way she was saying of it. Of course you knew. Well, of course I did. You know everything. Because I do Jay. know every damn thing. Uh-huh. Just about. Yeah. Anyway. Right. I don't know why you, you keep resisting <laughs> knowing that, that shit ain't true. But anyway, it so is, uh, but she's I- telling her little story. And I did like the way she was telling her because she was so gentle with it. Yeah. She, she was, was so gentle with it. See. But I was sick like you. Mm-hmm. And my dad loved me like just like your dad loves you. Yeah. And he brought me, you know, to all the doctors and he brought me here and I drank from he drank from whatever the hell they call this. The thing. fountain. The fountain and I got better. I was like, good line to the girl. I know, but hey, that was the whole point. Yeah. That was the whole point of that whole exercise. Yeah. Because she is she is alleviating her suffering. So, yeah, it was. It was she is alleviating her suffering. And, and, and I knew this was going to happen because especially when the, when the father said, she's in pain every day. I've yeah. tried every single thing. Yeah. And I just can't. I, I just can't see her in pain anymore. And then when the little baby girl says, it hurts, it hurts. I said, oh, yeah, she's going to give her that water. Yeah, that's yeah. all you can do. And then right after uh, Arya gives her the water, then the next scene we see her preparing her body. Yeah, laid out. Mm-hmm, laid out, and she's, like, you know, Well, and that bathing scene made her. me realize that people know what they're doing when they bring people That's in. what I, didn't I, did, didn't I tell you that? Because, see, Sister Jay know everything. No, Sister Jay don't know everything. That was a good but guess. But I knew that. That was a good guess, Oh, please. Though. I knew uh-huh. that. Because you could tell. Uh-huh. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, so Arya is preparing her body. and she's, But Arya is really gentle with her, if you notice. Well, she's gentle with all the bodies. Yeah. but And she's kind of smoothing the girl's hair. And then Jackin opens that other door on the other side of the uh, room. No, he doesn't. He just appears there. Well, yeah, that's true. She don't, Come you don't to think hear, of it. You don't hear nothing opening. You don't hear no creaking. You know what? That is he true. He just appears there. Like, he appears everywhere. You know, that is a good point, though. It is. Yeah. So he's there. And... Because the door is closed when you first walk. Right. And then so. Jackin opens the door. That's right. And then he kind of... Looks at Arya and then walks away, leaving the door open. Yeah. And so she finally your, figures it out and, and drops her little, her, her little wet sponge. That's and, your cue to come yeah, up. Yeah, and she follows him. Down to some catacombs and shit. This was some weird, creepy shit. Yep. Okay. Mm. They in this huge, huge, huge chamber. Yep. And there's thousands upon thousands of stacked up little, look like squares. Heads. On top of each other where it's, it's, yeah, it's a head. Not the whole body, just the head. Just the heads. Or the it faces. looks like just the, the face. Faces. It may not be the whole head. It might right, be just, just the, the face. Faces. Yeah. Cause, because mm-hmm. the box each one is in is just the right size for that face. And there's not a yep. lot of other room in there. So. It was, it, it was, was creepy. Really, yeah. But I started thinking. A couple weeks ago, what else could they be doing with them damn people? Yeah. If they're laying yeah. out. Yeah. You know, if they drink water and they get laid out, what's it going to do with them? Well, evidently, take faces. they take their faces and what they do with the body then? Well, they probably, you know, 
do whatever they do with all the rice. Burn them up or whatever. Burn them up or something, I guess. But there's tons of them. It's thousands. Tons of them. And they're stacked so high, you can't even see the top of it. Nope. And then there's like... That was a really good boo-coo. scene. It, it, I mean, it's kind of pretty, though. And there's all these candles and everything. And every once in a while, circles. I saw a black one. Yeah, every once in a while. But only every once in a while. Well, only every once in a while. Mm. <laughs> anyway... So then Jacken says, a girl is not ready to become no one, but she is ready to become someone, someone else. else. So who's that going to be? I agree with you, Jacken. A yeah. girl ain't ready. <laughs> what he said was, are you ready to give up all of your hates, all of your desires, mm-hmm. all of your this, all of that? No, she ain't. No, she not. Because if she was, she wouldn't have hid needle, you know? That's right. And she wouldn't still be, you know, hating on shit. Oh, she hating on a lot of shit. And so, I think this is great. I love that, you know, he's like, you're ready to become someone else. So, I wonder wonder what that means for her. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wonder what that means for her. I wonder, too. Mm -hmm. But what I was going to say earlier is I, you know, I appreciate... (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me, that they brought Jackin back. What I don't like is the fact that he's still overdressed. <laughs> he only has certain things to say mm-hmm. and whipping up on folk. <laughs> you, you just didn't like him action. whipping up on Arya. Yeah, I want to see him fight somebody. Yeah, I want to see true. him in action. I want to see more interaction with him. Besides being in this dark ass fucking cave. Well, but and this shit. is supposed to be the, the spiritual quest. I know, so. but I mean, come on now. We done gone six episodes with this mess. <laughs> and not that it's mess, because I'm really interested to in finding yeah. out how they how they do what they do. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Jack just appears and he knows shit. Yeah. That I've always been he fascinated shit. about. Yeah. But they need to, you know, break off some clothes. And break off a little bit of action or something because... But even when he was helping Arya escape and stuff, he was fully clothed. But he had tight night shit on. <laughs> okay? <laughs> he wasn't as serious. That's what it is. He's too serious. Okay. I want to see the killer jacket. Yeah, and I do like the killer jacket. You know? hmm The one sneaking around and doing <laughs> shit. <laughs> Okay, that's all we see of them. That that's it yeah. for the whole episode. So let's go to Jorah and Tyrion. I like these scenes with them. I like it too, but um, I don't like how they're doing this shit. Well, okay. And didn't I say it'd be almost the whole fucking season before they get anywhere? Yep. <sighs> okay, so Tyrion and Jorah they are resting near the shoreline. And Tyrion is just jabbering away. Jabber, 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 jabber. And he tells Jorah that, you know, He's, we're traveling companions and, and why not make it more pleasant? And Jorah's trying to tell him, we ain't companions. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't traveling companions. Don't you ever shut up? You know. Well, he's also asking Dora a pretty good question, which I think all of us have said. Um, why is she the most qualified to become the leader of the of Westeros. Because he says, what he says is, okay, so a young girl who's never lived in Westeros is going to be queen of, of Westeros. Westeros. And how does that, how do you know she'll make a good queen? And he said, well, I don't. And then he says, and aren't the Targaryens all crazy? Yeah, I like <laughs> that. And he said, well, 
So then Jorah does say, when I did like this, he says, look, I was skeptical like you too. Have you ever seen a baby dragon sing? Well, no, that comes later. Because first of all, they're at the shore when we first see them. They're at the shore. Yeah, he, it's during this conversation. Well, it? no, no, no. Because this is the conversation when Tyrion tells Jorah that Mormon is daddy's dead. They are at the shore talking. And, and, and Tyrion says to him, you never asked me how come I was in that brothel. Yeah. And Jorah says, well, uh, don't you have a reputation for being in brothels and stuff? And he yeah, says, but not right. in Volantis. You're right, sorry. And he says, I can't, I can't even believe you've never asked me. He said, <laughs> I murdered my father. Yeah. And George just kind of looked this at This was him. a funny, this is funny. And he said, and then, because he was, he was trying to. Uh, so George looks at him and he's like, he well, said, he said, well, he was trying to convict me of a crime I didn't commit. And, and, he and then he said, and then he was fucking my, my, my. The woman uh, that I love. The woman that I love. And, and George, George kind of shook his head like, oh, hey, I, okay, now. Nah. Yeah, now nah, he said like, yeah. hey, I got you. I, hey, I understand that part. <laughs> I got what you're talking about. Oh, that was a little bit funny. That though. was funny. That was funny. And I then, like that part. Because Tyrion just be jabbering. Then he gets to talking about, you know, you're stoic like your father. You know, I didn't I meet love, him once. I really liked your father. Yeah, he was a and, great man. And Jorah says, well, where did you know my, meet my father? He said, oh, I was on, uh, at the on the wall. Watch. Yeah, I was the at wall. the Night's Watch. I, I went said, to the mall. He knew every guy's story there. He Every really guy. cared for his men. Yep. And then and he says, how does it go? Now your watch is ended or, you know, we'll never little, see the, anything like him again or something, or like, something that. like that. Whatever that little saying is. And then George <laughs> just looked at him and Tyrion, I felt sorry for Tyrion though, just briefly because he really didn't know. And he said, oh no, you didn't know, huh? Yo daddy gone. Yo daddy dead. Yo daddy so gone. So George demanded to know how and, and Tyrion said, well, I I don't know. It's just a rumor. And Jorah, how? He says, well, his his men mutinied and, and killed against him. Against him, yeah. Yeah, mutinied against him and, and killed him. Well, I mean, shit. Why is Jorah looking all down the because damn Because that mouth? is your daddy. I don't care if you was banished or whatever the shit you I was. I mean, could have been, you could have been, while you were sending shit to Varys, you could have been sending shit to your daddy. <laughs> his daddy's with the Night's Watch. The- they get mail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they get sh- ravens and shit. Well, that's true. That's true. I mean, I get it. It's your daddy. Yeah, I know, I know. But you could have been sending some shit to him as long as you, at the same time, you were sending some shit to Varys. Yeah. Okay, hello. Let's keep it on. <laughs> Real. Okay. And then, then after that. Then, yeah, you're right. Then they start then, walking. Then they start walking, and that's when. When uh, Jorah is saying to him, don't you believe in anything? And Tyrion says, mm, nah, nah, not really. And he says, yeah, I was just like you until I saw a little 14-year-old girl or, or a, a young girl step yep. into a fire, fire with, with three dragon, dragon eggs. eggs. And he says, and the Ooh, next... That took me back to the first I know. He I said, and he said, and then the next morning, I just knew I was going to see some charred bones. bones. He said, but, but she I stepped out of the fire with her new baby dragons. dragons. And then he said to Tyrion, have you ever heard a dragon sing, a baby, baby dragon, dragon sing? And Tyrion said, no. And he says, uh, he said, that's when I stopped being a cynic. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, what I thought of when he said that was, no, and, and we haven't either. How come they ain't showing us that shit? 
Aww. I'd have loved to hear them baby dragons singing. Anyway. Anyway. He was making a point. I know. Anyway, so, you know, and and, and I think Joy had a good a, a good point. He did. I it mean, reminded, damn. It reminded Tyrion, you just saw Drogon. It reminded us all yeah. of the wonder of Daenerys they fucked up in the show. Yeah, well, okay. And, that, that is true. And I do agree. At the time, I was thinking, why does Jorah even have to fucking explain anything to him? He has seen some shit beyond the wall. He's seen the wall. Yeah. He knows there's some shit out there. Yeah. He's done seen some shit. Well, he's been through some stuff. And then he done seen Drogon fly past. Yeah. And he's done seen Stone Men, which was yeah, always... Yeah, Stone Men would freak me out. Which was always a myth to him. Mm-hmm. So he knows that, that all that shit that he heard of is real, mm-hmm. and then he's going to be talking about, well, uh, no, I don't believe in nothing. Well, but that's what he said. He said, no, I don't believe in that stuff. You know? Well. Anyway, so suddenly, Jorah spots this, this ship uh, off in the ship anchored, anchored off the shore, so he, yep. he puts his hand over Tyrion's mouth and says, shh, there's a ship. He said, that's a slaver's ship. And Pirate he gets, ship. Uh, uh, no, he said slaver's ship. Oh. And it's not a pirate ship. They're slavers. That's what they do. Okay. And and he was just getting ready to say something else. And, and of course, the the slavers snatch him up. Yeah. Which I thought. And somebody on our Facebook family pointed out, oh, isn't it cute how they got the black... uh, The black people being the slave... uh, slave, uh, Enslaving the white people. (laughs) So, well, hey... They got to reverse it some kind of way. I guess they had to have some opening to get some black people in there. Yeah, they had to have an the opening pirates, to get some black people in. These guys. Mm-hmm. And that one dude, I don't know his name, but he done gained some weight. Oh, yeah. Ed, um, well, I call him Ed BC because uh, I remember him from Oz. So I don't he, know his he name. He will always be Ed BC to me. Yeah. But, yeah, he put on some weight. But it could be he put on some weight for just for that part. Because maybe that's what the part called for. I don't for. think so. And, and he shaved his head, too. His head was shaved. I don't think he gained weight for the part. Anyway, so <clears throat> when we see them next... Well, I, I didn't... He is knocking Jorah to the ground. Yeah, he is not. He is punching Jorah. Tyrion's standing there looking like, what the fuck? Well, he's already in chains. And, and they're talking about what they're going to do. They're going to sell mm-hmm. Jorah <clears throat> to the highest bidder yep. and kill Tyrion. And then they want to cut off his penis because it's supposed to be magical. Yep. And so Tyrion, he does his fast talking. Oh, uh, this was, was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, he was good. I like this. He's like, uh, he you need to keep it. it attached so they know it came from a dwarf. He said, because otherwise, hey, I don't like, believe no. you that it yeah. came from a door. Oh, he was smart thinking, though. I he mean, is he, smart. He thinks fast on his feet. He has to. He's always getting into some shit. I know. <laughs> That's the truth, too. Mm-mm-mm. So then he starts saying, look, because <clears throat> they talked about Daenerys opening the fighting pits. Yep. And they're going to sell him, sell Jorah. And so Tyrion quickly is saying, hey. You have one of the best fighters this side of Westeros ever. Oh, he's getting to talking. By this guy over here. And so they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And he said, he's oh, like, he's done he beat, fought. He beat uh, Jamie Lannister. He's done fought in, in this, this and such war. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at Jorah and they're like, is this true? And Jorah, it was funny how he did it like he didn't really want well, to say. Well, first of all, he says, him, 
uh, he's, he, he looks about, what, 60, don't he? That's true. And Tyrion said, well, he is a little long in the tooth, but I'm telling you, he's really good. And I thought, 60? And, I, hey, immediately I thought, oh, and this fool had the nerve to be trying to get with Danny? Yep. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew he was old, too much older than her, but no. uh-uh. That's just awful. Anyway. Anywho, so it was funny how Jorah was looking like. He didn't really want to say anything. He finally was like, yeah, it was me. And, and So he finally caught on to what Tyrion was trying to do. Because exactly. at first he was looking at him like, what the hell are you doing? I know. And so then finally um, Jorah get, catches on. He's like, yeah, and I've killed... Um, a Dothraki blood rider. Exactly. And so the slaver, which I don't think we ever got his name. I don't know what his name is. Edibisi, we'll call him. Yeah, Edibisi. So Edibisi said, oh, you lie. I don't believe that. And so then Jorah goes on to tell him, yes, I did. His name was Quotho. 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 And he he was was a blood rider to call Drogo. And he broke it down. He broke it down. So finally... At a BC cell. Okay, we'll, we'll take him. All right. Okay, so that's all we see of Tyrion. Uh, yeah, and... for this episode, yeah. Okay. So let's go to Little Finger. Peter Baelish, he done, he done landed in a King's Landing. And he, he as he's making his way to, to the uh, uh, Queen's Castle... He gets stopped. He gets stopped by Lancel and the Sparrows. I'm tired already of these fucking Sparrows. Hey, but they formidable, though. Lancel done got high up on the hog. Uh, Lancel got high on his horse. Yeah, He done stopped Peter Baelish. And the thing I... Now, everybody know I'm not a Littlefinger fan. But I got to... I love this scene. I like Littlefinger. Because... The thing that got me about Littlefinger in this scene is he wasn't the least bit intimidated at all. Mm -mm. Not the least bit. First of all, oh, I liked it. Baelish Littlefinger Pita Pita. has information. Yes. He always has information. He always has information. He always has something cooking. Yeah. And so (laughs) he does. He knows. That they, I mean, he he's supposing, but just by the look on his face is like, okay, he, he's looking around like, okay, what am I gonna have to do? We have seen him have to do nothing really because he's always he's like Tyrion, he's yes. always able to talk his he way, his way out. out of shit. And he says, he says, uh, Lancel says something about, well, you know, he, we, we he are says, cleaning up all the flesh peddlers he, and he says, stuff. Lord Baelish. And so then Peter turns around and says, oh, Lancel Lannister. He's like, just Lancel, or whatever he said. He says, I, we renounce our family names here. Well, And that's when uh, Baelish says, oh, what a name to forget. <laughs> anyway, he says something to the effect of, Lancel is telling him, look, we clearing out all the flesh peddlers and stuff. And I like what Bailey says to him. He looks him dead in the eye and he says, look, we both provide entertainment. He said, no, he said, we, we both provide a service or something like that. But mine is, mine uh, happens, to be mine happens to be entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty damn that was good. Pretty good. And then he looks at Lancel and says, should I send word to the queen mother that I will be delayed? Because he uh-huh. says, I'm on urgent. He says, I'm here at at, at the um, 
queen mothers. Insistence. Uh, I was summoned by the queen mother. Should I send word to her that I will be delayed? You notice how Lancel backed up. He did. He backed up. So then Peter Bates went on his way. Next I don't day, know. Go ahead. Wh- what? You don't I was know what? Say, I don't know why they got Lancel being the head dude, except for the fact that we know him. Because he just got stamped last. Yeah, last but okay. Look, wait, 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 wait. Let's talk about that for a minute. If you notice all the people that was with him, even though even though a, a little finger had two two guards with him of his own people, mm. bodyguards or whatever, but and the sparrows did outnumber them. But Lancel was the only one that had the tattoo on his forehead. No, the other ones didn't. No, there were others in oh. the background. I didn't see him with the tattoo. But he just got it, so there ain't nobody else who had theirs like two weeks ago. Well, okay, might be look at it this way. I think it's perfectly plausible because after all, he knows Lancel is yeah. a cousin to the Queen Mother. Yeah, he knows her thing. That's her nephew, ain't yeah. it? Or some shit it's like her that. Nephew. Cousin something. Cousin something. Yeah, it's, a relative. It's cousin. It's yeah, cousin. cousin. So, you know, uh, yeah. So I'm sure he, yeah, I'm sure Father and King said he, he can kind of semi run things or, or you I know, guess. run groups of operatives, you know? But he, oh, yeah. He needs to slow his road. Oh, but you know what? That made perfect sense to me because he, he is a cousin. Anyway, yeah. next thing we see, uh, Littlefinger's in uh, uh, talking with Cersei. And he's saying, look, don't you think it's kind of foolish to try to, to, to be antagonizing the Tyrells? I know. He's trying to tell her, look, I know, even though daddy might not have told you the whole thing, but I know y'all ain't got no money. Right. And I know the Iron Bank. Uh, uh, he does know because he used everything. to be the yeah. master of coins. Exactly. He, you know, so he was trying to tell her, look, don't you think it's kind of foolish? Because they provide all the stuff that King's Landing uses. Yes, and because they know, he knows Mama Tyrell <laughs> yep. ain't no joke because he the one that yep. worked with her. Work with her so to he kill knows. off Joffrey. Right. He knows. So he trying to tell her, look, you know, you need to cool that shit. And she says, oh. And in essence, she's saying, fuck the Tyrells. She basically did. <laughs> she did. She did. She said, fuck the Tyrells. I, I don't give don't a shit care. about them. Yeah. You know. I guess she don't give a shit now mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. money. Because, like her daddy said, she ain't as smart as she thinks she is. But I like the fact that they was just trading little insults back and forth. Yes. That was so good. Wasn't and it so, good? That was so surfy, snarky, though. Ooh, when she was saying, well, I don't know why... You're concerned with Loris. I mean, I'm the spurned one. He was supposed to, he was promised to me, and then he found comfort in the in bosom of another man. And what did Peter Bailey say? He said, it's you like know. It's always curious. It's always curious, a, a choice. A choice of one's mate that people make or something I mean, like that. And then he just looked at her. It's always curious, a choice of one's companion. Yeah, and then he just looked, looked at, at her. her. You see her lip quiver? Uh-huh. She did one of them terror quivers, like, like mm, oh, shit. shit. He trying to insinuate. Uh, shit, he did. And then she started talking about Lady Aaron. Oh, and speaking of acquaintances that are curious, what about Lady Aaron? Mm. I know you're still grieving, but you could tell she didn't believe. Yeah. I know. He says, she was one of the most kind and gentle. And she said, oh, cut the crap. We both know. That is not true. We both know what she was, you know. And she's just so snarky. She is. So she's basically saying, Belligerent. I, I... You know, I want to make sure that if it comes time, we'll rob him from the veil, you know, come with us to fight. He's like, well, he takes my counsel, 
So, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't really say yes or no, though. Did you catch it? Well, not then, but later on he did. But he says, you know, I can persuade uh, 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 Robin to have the Knights of the Vale uh, fight. And then he tells her, look, I'm, I'm really sorry about uh, uh, not finding Arya Stark, although I promised you I would. Right. He said, I'm really sorry about that. He said, but I got something better. I've located Sansa. When he said that, I, I was said, yelling at the TV like, what the fuck? But I knew he had something cooking because... Ooh, I, hey, I was blindsided by that shit. Because I he's freely got admit. some shit cooking. Well, I know that, but damn, I thought, what the fuck? First no, of all, he I, had to tell her because ain't too many fucking people done seen them all over the fucking place. Well, he had to tell her something. What, I, what I'm surprised at is that she didn't already know. Because it takes time to get from Winterfell yeah. to King's Landing. That's true. And someone didn't, you know, send her a raven back. I from guess Brazil, not. About, yeah, he got Sansa with dark hair. Yeah, I guess not. You know, <clears throat> but and, but he said she's at Winterfell living living at no she's living at Winterfell and Cersei just about went off. She said what? <laughs> and, and, oh yes, she's been promised to marry uh, Ramsay Bolton. Bruce Bolton has. Has his plans to marry her to his son. Son, and she's like, "Oh, that turncoat," which was really smart because yeah. what he did yes. is he made it look like Bruce Bowen was the yes. one, and put all that shit off on him. And what did she say? She said, "Ooh, I'll have them both flayed like that stupid sigil they got." Oh, I said, "Oh, she gonna talk shit on she their family too." Shit. She talking shit. Because that's what she said. She said, yep. I'll have them both play just like that and damn sigil. But this is what he wants. Ooh. He wants he wants the crown to be yep. after the Boltons. He knows Stannis is after the Boltons. Because uh-huh. he wants his revenge. Oh, she is, ooh, ooh, ooh. She's hot. She's she like, is hot. She done forgot all about him maybe being shady. No, yeah, she just ranting. She just ranting and she shit about him. And, shit. And, and he says, I knew he couldn't be trusted. Yeah. And he says, okay, look, 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 calm, calm the shit down. This is what, this we is what you need do. to do. Right. Because she wanted to go and get him now. He said, look, I would advise against that. This is what we're going to do. Then he tells her about Stannis. Stannis is already at the wall. Yeah. He's marching to Winterfell. Let them take care of each Let other. Let them fight each other. And then you fight the victor before they can catch the next win. That's right. what he said. Which is smart. Which is smart. Which is a plan. And then Damn. you name me Warden of the North. He says, and she says, mm, well, will the Lords of the Vale fight? And he says, oh, I'll make sure the Lords of the Vale fight for you in exchange for something you can do for me. And she said, what that? And he says, you name me Warden of the North. Oh, Baelish. I like that. He is out for himself and Well, himself of course, only. but I think he's out for revenge, too. Well, how's it? Was leaving Sansa in the wind revenge. Well, it's not. Shit. It's not. But what it does is it deflects all kinds of shit off of him. That's true. Which was what he needs and wants. Yeah. And all kind of shit off of Lady uh, uh, Grandma, Elena. Elena. Yeah. That's true. Now Cersei is all caught up. In oh, the she fact is hopping mad. The Boltons are the one that mm-hmm. possibly did something. Mm hmm. To Joffrey. Well, and she's thinking Sa- uh, Sansa, too. Right. Well, yeah, Sansa. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but now, because she knows Sansa couldn't do that shit on her own and couldn't exactly. move on her own. Exactly. And she had to have help. Mm-hmm. So. 
That was pretty smart Ooh, of him. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Actually, that was pretty good. And then that's the last we see of them on this episode, too. Well, okay. Yeah, it is. So, you want to... Oh, you know what? Let's go to Dorn and get that fake shit out the way. <sighs> I didn't like this. I thought it was the stupidest shit. Stupid. Stupidest shit. And, like, uh, somebody... Uh, I think it was... Um, I think it was Michelle on our Facebook family. She coined the perfect phrase. Perfect. Who was she it? She said, sand fakes. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, go ahead, Michelle. Because that is perfect. Yeah. It is so fakey. They give us this big fucking buildup yep. about how formidable these sand snakes are. First of all, well, I thought there was more, more of them. I thought they had an army or some shit. There's only three of them. She said apparently she had to get them quick because she was worried about Jamie getting to Marcella first. That's the only thing I can figure. I don't know, but anyway. But. Okay, let's start from the the beginning of the scene. We see Prince Tristan and Marcella walking in the garden. She is a cute girl, though. She's a very cute girl, and he's a really cute kid. And they're talking. He's trying to kiss her. They kiss in the garden. And, you know, they're just doing that little teenage talk, you know, yeah. like, like, ooh, you're jealous. No, I'm not. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. And uh, so while they're doing that, meanwhile, while they're doing that, Prince Doran, oh, and this is very significant in my opinion. Prince yeah. Doran is sitting up on the veranda in his wheelchair watching them in the garden with yep. his big buff bodyguard, yep. whatever his name is. And he's saying, you know, don't they make such a, a cute couple? He said, but wow. He says, uh, they are going to really, really be in trouble. One, one a um, March, Lannister yep. and one a, a Martell. A Martell. He That's says, they well. need some protection. You still remember how to use your little sword, don't you? You know. And so he was telling his bodyguard, uh, you, you make sure you protect them, too. Right. Okay. So, okay. So keep that in mind. He's up there watching them. All right. We know, Sister Jay. Then. So me, then. Meanwhile, while that's going on, Bron and, and uh, Jamie are riding through the countryside toward the um, castle or, or the gardens, high garden. Uh, not high garden, but the gardens. back. Yeah, on horseback. And they're in uniform of the guys they killed. Right, uh, of the ones they killed. And Bron is singing. Yeah. He is loud, though. He is I making too much Jamie, noise. I was like, and we cut that shit out. Yeah. Because we're Jamie trying finally to told him, look, stealthy and shit. Yeah, uh, you need to hush that Thank shit. You, shit. And so he finally did quit. Because uh, what they did is they saw a caravan. It looked like a like a shopping spree caravan going from wherever they were coming from yeah. over to just followed, they just followed the castle. In, and they just followed them in. actually pretty smart. Yeah, like they were like the, the, the rear bodyguards or something. And as soon as they got into the, the gardens, then they veered off, see. But anyway, so as Tristan and, and Marcella are in the garden and kissing Kissin'. each other, then Jamie and Braun show, show up. And Bron said, well, hey, she looks now, she, she look uh, okay to me. First of all, the first problem I have with this scene is here. The first problem is... Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> it's broad daylight. Yes. That's number one. Yes. Number two, you might have wanted to just grab her and run because 
she's going to say, hey, Uncle Jamie, what exactly. the fuck are you doing here? Exactly. I mean, she's not going to, I mean, she's going to be asking fucking questions. Because you ain't seen her in several years. Right. You know? Exactly. I mean, come on, people. Jamie, that was not well thought out. Well, but hey, it gets worse. It does get it worse. It gets worse as far as the thought out part goes. It gets so worse. So then we see, before we even get to this, the girl, the, uh, what's her name? Ilaria. Ilaria is giving like a pep talk to the three sisters. Obama? No, one of them's name. What's her name? Obara? What the fuck are you going Obama? Well, because I can't get her name mixed up. Obara is one of them, and then I don't know. Nymeria or Nim, they call her. Nim. And the other one is like trainee or trained or something like that. I don't know. Anywho, she's giving them a little speech. A little pep talk. A little pep talk. And she's telling them, which is the title, unbent, unbowed, unbent, unbent, unbroken. Yeah. And, and they go walk off in the sunset, which was no, 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 no. They walk off at high fucking noon. That's <laughs> the problem I got. Why are you gonna go do a smash and grab in the high fucking noon? That's what I'm talking about. Okay, now that's what I mean by. Uh-huh. Okay, that's what I mean by. Prince Doran is sitting up on the balcony, getting some air for the day. And he can just look off into the garden. And your ass is going to try to do a smash and grab in the broad fucking daylight. In broad daylight. With everybody looking at you. Of course he's going to say, oh, hell, there's some commotion in there. Guards, go get that shit. I mean, it's daylight, people. The second problem. Oh, that was too stupid. Right. And the second problem is the dumbass girls. Yes. (sighs) Oh, they're dumb. This is stupid. Now, okay, you see Jamie there. He's trying to get her to go. Of course, she's making noise. Tristan, he tries to introduce himself, and he notices blood on Bron. And so he's like, okay, some shit's done happened. Something's so wrong. So Bron looks at him and knows that he's looking. It's like, okay, let's not start nothing. Yeah, he says, uh, uh, don't start nothing. Let's not do anything yeah. foolish. So he does. He goes to reach for his knife, and, and Bron has to knock him out. He knocks him on the ground. So they start trying to get to Marcella, and so, then all of a sudden, here come the sand snakes. Well, first of all, when, when Bron knocks him to the ground, Jamie's trying to tell Marcella, come on, let's, let's go. go. And she said, no, what you hit him for? And she's down on the ground with him. Right. So you know, he, trying to rouse him up. He tries to grab her arm when he gets lassoed by one of the girls in her whip. She, uh, that's Obara. She's the whip girl. So I'm thinking, okay, if you're going to fight... No, that's Nim. She's a whip girl. If you were smart, you would just be like, hey, let's just act like we're protecting the girl and let's protect her from whoever the fuck these two dudes are. Mm-hmm. Now, they're still going through with the plan to snatch her You ass. know what? But that's a good idea. They should have just pretended. Pretended. To protect her. Yeah. And then when the one girl, I don't know which one is which, goes to grab Marcella and says, you're coming with me. And she's like, no, I don't want to. She should have just said, look, we're doing this to protect you. We got to get you somewhere safe. We'll get, we'll take care of him in a minute. That was Obara. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I thought it was stupid. The whole thing was stupid. The fight scene was nowhere near as good as with uh, their daddy. It was so choreographed. It was like a dance. I mean, it was like a... You Braun wasn't really having a fight much. No, and it was like a slow motion dance. Or exerting the energy. And, and you know, you could, you could almost tell, you could almost see 
how they will pull back the blows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's all choreographed well, anyway, but it was not good. It, it was not good. good. It wasn't good. It was not good. And then after like a minute. Oh, it was, it was it way was too over. long. No, it was short. Well. They got caught that fucking quick. Yeah, they, they got caught really all quick. All of them got caught. Well, finally, as they're fighting the Braun and Jamie, one of them yells, hey, go get Marcella. And that's when the one chick tried to grab her. And, but by then, the guards, the bodyguard and all his men were there. Right. And said, drop your weapons. He got a deep voice, he too. He does. I like And them. they was like. First of all, I love, love, love the costumes. Yeah. I like the way they dress. Those embroidered mm-hmm. yellow jackets yes. or whatever uniforms. I love those. They look really good. Yeah. So. You know, that scene was annoying. So they arrest them, of course. And then, of course, they arrest Jamie and Braun, too. Mm -hmm. And but Jamie, uh, uh, Braun does have a cut from the girl from Obara. Yeah, he got sliced. Yeah, because Obara is the one with the um, uh, spear matter. Yeah, but anyway, he, he did get cut on she the got, arm. He got sliced, and I immediately thought, oh, shit, you better hope that she don't coat her knife with anything. Yeah, well, you know they coat it with poison. Right. Yeah, but anyway, so they arrest them all, and then the next next thing we see is a whole bunch of guards are going to Ilaria's house to uh, Where she uh, at? arrest her ass. And she's just looking around like, huh? <sighs> they just fucked that all up. They fucked it up, because, see, this is the thing. She was so adamant about seeking revenge and we stuff. Don't get him. She should have at least been having a Fight knife or something, something, a sickle or something, and say, "Okay, come and get me, boys," or something. something. Damn. Or how come she didn't go with the damn girl? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she might have been able to think fast enough to say, "Hey, Maybe. we're just protecting her ass." Who knows? Who knows? It was, it was poorly done. I didn't like it. It was very poorly done. I okay. did not like it. Okay, before we go to Winterfell, let's talk about Lady yeah. Olena. Oh, yeah. And Cersei. But first of all, as soon as I saw this this horse-drawn cart driving and, and they showed the inside, it was Lady Olena, I was yelling, yay! She's returned to returned King's Landing. Returned to King's Landing. And she, well, op- she hates. She hates. She opened up the, the little window and went, oh, shit. You could smell shit five miles away <laughs> <laughs> from from King's Landing. Oh, that was funny. That yeah, was, it funny. was funny. So then we see her talking to Marjorie. Talking to Marjorie, they're walking, and, and she's telling yeah, her, "Look, her, yeah, of course they're gonna try to blame us. Yeah, and throw our name through the mud. Through the mud. So we got to do what we can." And she said, "Look, you go get some rest. I'll deal with uh, Cersei." And she don't yeah, say queen she mother says, or nothing. She said, I'll, I'll deal with Cersei. It was cracking me up. She said, you look horrible. You need to go yeah. get some rest. <laughs> You're going to get some rest and I'll deal with Cersei. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Next thing we see, Lady Elena is sitting in front of Cersei's desk. And Cersei is pretending to be writing something. Just like her daddy did. Just like her. her daddy did to and her. she thinks that's, that's the first thing I yeah. got. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she thinks that that's how she shows power. She exactly. Powerless with her daddy. Exactly. And Lady Elena ain't playing that. She's like, girl, you know you ain't uh, writing she shit said, down. Come on now. She says, we both know you're not writing anything down. And Cersei says, ooh, there we go, that tart tongue. And what did Lady Elena say? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it takes a tart to know one or something like that. She says, I thought, oh, ooh. and there you are, uh, just a tart. 
You need to apologize for that comment. But yeah. Lady Elena just kept talking. She says, I'll apologize as soon as you give me back my grandson. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I don't have him. The faith militant does. Mm-hmm. And Lady Elena's like, we all, we all know that shit's only for name only. Yeah. You know, you doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, they was exchanging some barbs. They it were. Was some good ones. It, it was, was good. some good ones. And Cersei was really, really rude. Really, really rude. And Cersei's telling her, well, look, I don't have anything. The High Sparrow did that. And and as a matter of fact, they're having a hearing this afternoon. Oh, it's not a trial or anything. It's just a hearing just to see if there's any to, to, any evidence to hold it over for, mm-hmm. for a full trial. And I'm sure. I love Lady Elena, though. Yeah. She's like, um, did the crown suddenly stop needing wheat and gold? Uh-huh. And uh, corn. Yeah, I love that because she was basically saying, uh, uh-huh. you want all this shit snatched up because I'll do it. Yeah. And she needs to do it. She needs to do she it. She needs to cut it off immediately. Cut it off. Cut it. Mm-hmm. Just on GP. G- Just for making me bring my ass from High Garden all the way back up there. I cut that shit. I have been cut it. Woo! Anyway. She's like, I didn't like your daddy. But, you know, I, he knew how to do that. Sometimes you had to work with the people that people you didn't that like. People that you didn't like. Mm-hmm. Yep. And see, that's what Cersei ain't learned. Well, Cersei's saying, well, I'm sure that, you know, once we go to the hearing and they, you hear what everybody has to say, I'm sure the High Sparrow will just release Loris. Uh-huh. And she's trying to look all innocent. Whatever. Yeah, Cersei. she knows she orchestrated that shit. Orchestrated. She likes fucking trials. So then we see, then, then we're transported to the hearing. First of all, well, <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of stupid fucking shit wrong with this whole scene, but I realized they trying to cram this shit up in there because yep. we only got 10 episodes. They wasted some yeah, cause time. Yeah, they, because they wasted a lot of good time with some other stupid shit. But, oh, so shit. here we got this high sparrow in this room with some chairs, people sitting there. There's Tom in there. Cersei's there. Marjorie's there, Lady Olena, and who is that standing next to her, Lady Olena? Uh, I don't know. But there's somebody standing next a to her. A henchman or something. Yeah, one of her bodyguards maybe or something. Yeah. And the High Sparrow is questioning Loris. <sighs> and of course, you know, Loris has, has uh, denied ever having sex with, with Renly or any man or, you know, anything. Right. Then he, uh, he, uh, the high sparrow says that he wants to hear testimony from Marjorie. And Marjorie's looking like, I'm the queen. Yep. And Lady Olena's looking like, well, she the queen. And Cersei's sitting over there smug the whole Smirking. fucking time. Smirking. And Thomas looking bewildered, like, what, what, He's too young. what, what? Yep. Anyway, he says, well, this is just preliminary. This is just, you know, some uh, questions. So they ask her, of course, had she ever known Loris to be with men? No. Right. Did she ever walk she's in like on lies. him? It's all she lies. says, all lies. Did, uh, did she ever walk in no. on him? Never. never. My brother would never do that. Blah, 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 blah. So then after she testifies, what did they do? They bring out. Well, first of all, Lady Olena stands up and says, okay, well, that's enough of that. She ready to go. Bring my grandson out. Yeah. She ready to they go. They bring out. 
Olivar. Uh, Olivar, that's right. Olivar. And what is with these hoes turning quick? Okay. Quick. First. I mean, he didn't hesitate. He just said, yep, I know him. Yep, we did the do. Yeah. Yep, he's got this tattoo high up on his thigh. Yeah, oh, as a matter of fact. Shaped like uh, a such and such, such, such. a matter of fact, his sister Marjorie, he didn't even say queen. He, his sister Marjorie walked in on us once. Yeah. Now, this is my other thing. Mm. Why didn't Marjorie go, no, I didn't, and exactly. just say no? <laughs> but she was automatically looking fucking guilty from the get. First of all, this is my question. The first thing I thought. Why didn't one of them motherfuckers say, well, of course you, of course you seen my tattoo. You're my squire. You seen me undressed. Yes. Why didn't they just say that? Yep. Because You're my squire. You've seen me undressed. You, you've seen me bathe. Yeah. Of course you know about it. Yeah, you know. That don't mean nothing. Thank He's you. a liar. And He's of course, Loris, because as you pointed out, Loris is guilty. We know. Then he's, he's getting irate and he lunges at him. Right. Woo! He's going to choke the shit out of Olivar. Oh, and of course, see Loris fight. Right. And so, of course, the, the, the faithful get him, you know, snatch him back. Snatch and so back. the high sparrow says, well, I think there's enough evidence to hold them over for a full trial. So take them. And then Marjorie says, but, I'm the queen. Yeah. He says, take her. It, it, he says, no one is exempt from the high septum. Right. The laws of the seven bullshit, bullshit, blah, 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 bullshit. And they take her into the dungeon, too. They take Ooh, her. And Tom is sitting there like, He's like what, 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 no. what? And Marjorie's sitting there smirking. No, Lady Cersei. O- Cersei. I mean, uh, Cersei. Lady Olena is hot, hot. She's she gives Cersei a look I ain't never seen her give nobody. I know. Like, oh, bitch, you just oh, don't bitch, know what you did. Oh, bitch, you just don't you know. You just don't know, bitch. What? Uh-huh. What's coming for your ass? Ooh. That's the look Queen Marjorie <laughs> gave her. Queen Marjorie was in her mind saying, now, look, this little young bitch don't know what the fuck she doing. Mm-hmm. I have been messing with people from way back in the way day. Way back. And I guess I'm going to have to brush off. You mean off Lady Olena, not, Elena. not Queen Marjorie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lady Olena. Oh, and yeah. I guess I'm going to have to brush off my shit. Brush off my so shit. So that I can show and, this and, motherfucker what's what. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What. She going to show the young, young Cersei, yeah. yeah, how to play this how shit. How to play that. Oh, I was so mad. I was so mad. Ooh, I was so mad. I was too, but you know Cersei is crazy. You know, know she don't listen. And she don't think ahead. She don't, she think, don't ahead. think. She's so damn trying to get everybody else. She's vengeful. Yes. She is just so but vengeful. Like, this is the thing. Like she said the first season, anybody who ain't us ain't nobody. Yep. She don't think of them as any people. She doesn't. Or anything. She doesn't. She just thinks about her son and wanting her son to herself and her daughter back. And she don't really care about what the fuck's going to happen to anybody. Exactly. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. Ooh, okay. That, that was good, though. That was good. That whole thing was good. But, but the only thing I wish they would have had them do is deny it. They could have looked yeah. guilty, but deny it and then just have them be like, no, we don't believe you. Yeah, because all they kept doing was saying, but he's a liar. He's a liar. And Marjorie didn't say nothing. She didn't say nothing. She didn't say nothing. Mm-mm. 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 She just looked all fucking guilty, too. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I know. All right, now we have Winterfell. Oh, fuck. Oh, Lord. <sighs> I know. I am so sick of... This is... 
Uh, the hardest uh, part of the damn episode. I am sick of all of them. I'm sick of the Boltons. I'm sick of Ramsey. And I'm sick of... of, of what they're doing. Yeah. I'm sick yes. of Sansa being being captive all the time. Captive? Yeah. Brow, you know, fuck yeah. up, yeah. fuck with, Mess with and everything. Yep. You I know. know. I know. Okay. But... but um, so we start out where Sansa's in her room. She's thinking... Yeah, she's probably fucking worried. She's probably worried about, oh, shit, I got to marry this motherfucker tonight. Shit. And so that then, motherfucker ain't back yet. Yeah. So then Miranda comes to the door I and says. I was like, oh, fuck what she did. Yeah. Uh, uh, Miranda comes to the door and she says, well, I was sent to give to draw your bath because you want to be nice and, and fresh for your husband. And she's smirking too, actually. Yeah. You want to be nice and fresh for your new husband. And she said, your new husband. So, you know, Santa tells her, come on in. So as she's given, uh, oh, the one thing I did like about this scene is that she washed that black motherfucking dye out of her hair. Yep. I loved it because I like Santa's red hair. Did you notice it matched the scene of Arya washing that Yes, it did. Head? Yes, it did. But I anyway, thought about that. So Miranda's w- uh, washing the dye out of Santa's hair and, and helping talking her bathe. Talking shit. Talking shit about, you know, uh... Lord Ramsey, he likes certain things, and, and he you know, want to get bored. He's had he's had lots of other girls, and um, but they all bored him. Oh, she was making me sick, and she said, "First one say I don't remember." She said, "Well, so and so bored him because what was it?" She, she says, "You need to keep him happy," and then she names off three other women. One of them, three of them. Yeah, one of them got pregnant. So that was boring. Mm-hmm. One of them was, thought she was pretty. Mm-hmm. And that was boring. That was more for her, actually. And then she said, ooh, have you ever seen anybody after the dogs get them? Ramsey let me go with him on that hunt. That's what she said. Yep, she and did. She, and, and that was the one where we saw them. Right. Tearing Candy. up that girl because she was she was blonde right. and cute. Mm-hmm. And, and Miranda thought she was cute. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it's just awful because you know Ramsey, those, you know, tortured all them. Girls. Oh, you know he did. You yeah. Know, that's but the she needed out that part. Yeah. So then Sansa looks at her and says, What was your name again? And she, <laughs> said, she said, Miranda. And she says, And how long have you been in love with Ramsey? And that Miranda looks shocked, like, oh, How did she know? Yeah. You know? Well, damn, bitch. It's yeah. obvious. Yeah, you're spending your whole time talking about him. <laughs> anyway, rather than saying, oh, aren't you excited about your wedding day? Well, because she wanted to fuck wear? with her. That's like, the exactly. Whole thing. But that's what Sansa, uh, Sansa, Sansa says. Sansa that out. Sansa says, I, I'm not as, uh, what'd you say? I'm not as, as, as stupid or silly or something as you think. Uh, why don't you go? I, I can do this myself. I can finish this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can finish myself. And so Miranda leaves the room. Then we see Sansa in her wedding outfit. Now, she I got a pause gorgeous. here. That was the bomb dot. She looked gorgeous. That was her awesome. hair was beautiful. I love the dress. The dress was beautiful. Because it was those... like it was like a coat. It was like brocade yes. or something. But it was ornate. And, and then, it was and then heavy she, looking. And then she had this this like fur cape. Like Just a half over her cape. shoulders, yeah, a little yeah. chaplet. Uh, I loved it. Oh, she I was gorgeous. Loved it. She looked beautiful. She did. She really looked pretty. 
And she didn't have the power of veto necklace either. Did you notice that? I noticed. Yep. Mm-hmm. So well, she was all black and big. Well, and but she didn't you have know, that. Hey, she been but yeah, it, it was big. Mm-hmm. I so mean, the, it was it was a nice nice dress. So Theon Reek comes <sighs> to the door. This is the only part to escort her down to the wedding ceremony, like, and she sh- he says, "Come on, I have to escort take, you down. Take my arm. Take my arm." And she says, "Don't I touch me." You. And he says, "Look, I." I have, I have to, to. I have to, or Ramsey will punish me. She said, you think I care what happens to you? <laughs> yeah, after what you did to my yeah. brothers? You think I care what happens to you? And she walks on ahead of his ass. Well, I kept thinking at that moment, that was his moment to say, hey, they ain't gone. Exactly. I kept thinking he was going to do No, that. he's a... Mm. No, anyway. He's reek. He's reek. So then, reek leads her out to the God's Wood. That was beautiful, though. That was very They have all these candles and lanterns lighting the way. It was really pretty because, you know, everything's covered with snow. It was really pretty. Yeah. It was really pretty. Except there's fucking Ramsey at the end of the fucking aisle. Well, hey, but that's who she going to marry, you know. So, you know. Okay, so Ruth's boating with his little sexy, deep voice. Then he's asking, okay, who comes here? And I, I like the ceremony. Because he says, well, who comes here? And Theon says, uh, this is Sansa Stark. She, she comes to be married. And then Roos asks, um, well, who takes this woman? And Ramsay steps up and answers, you know, I do. Ramsay, Ramsay Bolton, uh, heir to, what do you say? Heir to Dreadfort and Winterfell. And then, then Ramsay says, well, who gives this woman? And that's when Theon, or Reek says, Theon Greyjoy from who the fuck cares he says something and then he says ward of eddard stark the bottom line is i like the ceremony though oh i did well the bottom line is that when it came time for her to say she would take his ass well because she hesitated who takes this man and 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 and, well he, he asked her okay and did you take this man and she stands there for the longest. A long time. A long thinking, time. Okay, Sansa, you need to play this shit off. And and uh, Ramsey is not smiling. He's looking like, oh shit. I'm no, have to he do look. Something. Yeah, he's looking like. Okay, just wait till uh, this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have back. to do something. Yeah. And people were saying online stuff like, why didn't she just say no and everything? And, and, and you could. She but could I told it. him. I said, look. You know these are the people who killed your brother and your mother, a woman. Yep. What makes you think they won't kill your ass right there? Exactly. So, of course, she's not going to say that. No. You know. She's not a fighter, as no. we've seen. Exactly. It don't mean that she won't at some point, but she ain't Exactly, right now. Right now. So, so, she finally steps up and says, I take this man. Yeah. And, oh, and Ramsey <sighs> gives her that. Evil grin that like, he does. Uh-huh, I that gotcha. evil grin. Ooh. Now you're mine. Mm-hmm. And then after the ceremony, of course, they go back to the little wedding chamber room. <sighs> yep. This, this was a mess. This is a mess. It was a mess. It was a pretty room, though. No, it wasn't. Uh-huh. For Winterfell, I mean, it's cold up there. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, poor Sansa. Well, I knew some shit wasn't going to go right. Yeah, well, and I walked up in there, and Ramsey had all that that uh, crazy fucking look on his face. He did look crazy. I was like, "Oh shit!" So he starts questioning her about 
was she a virgin? Yep. And don't lie to me. And we married now. And you got to be honest. Starting a mind fucking game. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, doing, he was doing the... Trying to scare her. The mental, like a little torture thing that he does. Right. And, and, and he says, well, because, uh, what, you, you didn't like a little dwarf? You know, and, and all that kind of stuff. And she says, well, no, it's because he's, you know, Tyrion was kind. And, he's a kind and, person. And, and he never, you know, bothered me and stuff. And he says, well, I hope, in essence, he was telling her, look, I hope you ain't lying because it's going to be doubly bad for you if you lying. So then oh. he tells Theon, he's like, oh, yeah, you staying because you knew her when she was just, you grew up with her. You knew her when she was a girl, and now watch her become a woman. Yep. Which was even doubly worse, yep. because then she had to endure him watching on right. top of everything else. Well, what was bad is, is when he said, take off your clothes. Mm-hmm. And then she looked, at that, and the first thing she did was look at Theon, because he was still standing by the door. Yeah. So Theon goes to leave, and that's when Reeks, uh, uh, Ramsey says, oh no, you staying. Yeah. You gonna watch. Now, this and is- then, but wait a minute. Then after he says that to Theon, so Theon, um, you know, steps back in the room. Then he says this shit to Sansa. He says, I don't have to tell you a second time, do I? Oh, to take our clothes he said, off. Yeah. He said, I don't like. Repeating myself. He says, I don't like saying things a second time. But it was the ominous way he said it. Yeah. She- Poor little thing. And I'm thinking, Okay. <laughs> she done endured Joffrey. Oh, this is way worse. She done endured all these fools. Yep. Mm, mm, mm. Poor Sansa. But anyway, so she turns her back to him and starts undoing the ties on her beautiful little dress. That dress was gorgeous. It was very pretty. And he get um, impatient. And he rips her clothes. Yeah. He, he rips the back of her gown off. Yep. Or, you know, split down the middle. And he tells Reek, and he pushes her down on the bed, and he tells Reek, oh, no, I, I, when I said watch, I want you to watch. What a a-hole. Dick. <laughs> I didn't like this scene, of course. Yeah, well. I didn't like the fact that Reek's fucking standing there looking, crying and shit. Yeah, he's that crying. That was prime time for him to run up and stab that motherfucker in the back. He could have. He could have. Yep. You know. But but he didn't. But he's Reek. He's not Theon. Yep, that's he is Reek. He is totally, totally uh, uh, Reek now. That's the problem. And that's that's the issue. So that's it. I didn't like it. Okay. (sighs) Okay. So um, let's get to our feedback. All right. I I haven't looked at iTunes, so we'll skip that until the end. We'll see if we got something there. Okay. Okay, our first uh, piece of feedback is a voicemail, and it looks like it is from Kim. Oh, cool. From Baltimore, so let's play that now. All right. Hi, sisters. This is Kim from Baltimore. I just finished listening to uh, the last podcast, Sons of the Harpies, and I just had one comment about the podcast. Um, Everybody's saying that they really like the way Melisande is taking up for Shireen. And that they like that she says that Shireen has a purpose and she's necessary. And it worries me because she's been saying that ever since Gendry escaped. 
And Shireen has King's blood in her, too. I think Melisande wants Shireen to have the fate she meant for Gendry. Okay, that's my first uh, speak pipe thing. Thanks. See you guys. Thank you, Kim, for that voicemail. Thank you, Kim. And, yeah, I think maybe she got some plans for little old Shireen. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing. But yeah. for now, I do like the fact that she was telling. Because more than that, she has an ulterior motive. Yeah. She's trying to tell Celise, look, this is your child. Mm-hmm. This is your husband's child. Quit all the bullshit talk. Yeah. You know? That's what she was trying to tell her. So I like that. All right. Thank you, Kim. And thank you for your first speak pipe. <laughs> okay, our, our next feedback is from Joanne from NYC. Hey, Joanne. Oh, my Sansa got raped. Okay, so for all you Sansa haters, what would you have done in her place? Fought your way with a psycho who has an army and soldiers? Mm-mm. She's alone. Look at what happened to the three sand snakes with weapons and skills. Yep. Seriously, I don't get why there is so much hate for her. She survived Joffrey <laughs> and King's Landing. Liana and the Moon Door, and now she will overcome this marriage. Some players are sneaky, backstabbing, <laughs> bold, witty, crazy, violent. She has a different approach. She hasn't had any training. She's been learning as she goes along. Look at all, excuse me, look at the almighty Queen Marjorie. Started showing her teeth and nails, and now the bitch is in prison. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sansa might not be a warrior with dragons or whips, but she is still alive. Okay, let's hope she has no Bolton baby shower anytime soon. Ain't that the truth? I know that's right. Damn. Props to Linda from Portland. Have a great week, Joanne NYC. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. And you know what? I mean, I don't hate Sansa either, but I just, you know, I'm just really, really tired of the damsel in distress scenario they always have her in. And all these... Men, like, torturing her and shit. It's old. I'm tired of it. Yeah, I mean, it's been going on the whole series, though. I mean the whole series. We in season five. Come on, And it's not Sansa. I'm just sick of all of the the dry humping, raping, (laughs) skinning and shit people, flaying people. And feeding them to the dogs. We understand that's what's done. We don't need to see it. Exactly. We get it. Exactly. So let's move on and let's get on with the fucking story. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm But But I don't hate Sansa, though. Well, you talk shit on her a lot. Yeah, well, I do. But like I pointed out in our, our, our Facebook family, why people would expect for her to... You know, all of a sudden fight him and stuff. She's never done that. And she's not going to do that. That's just not her. Nope. Same can be said about Sam, though. Yeah. He is exactly different. That's why he's useless. He's not useless. Yeah, he is. And Sansa's not useless either. Just I didn't she say fight. she was useless. Well. I'd say I don't particularly care for the character. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing as Sam, though. Because... Same kind of similarities. They don't have them fighting, being leaders, but they're still. Oh, Sam is nowhere near Sansa. Sansa is actually being tortured 
each and every time by the men that that are that are in her uh, sphere. Sam ain't never been tortured or nothing. He just got left. His lazy ass just got left out there in the north because his ass is too damn slow. He has been tortured by his Shit. daddy, but oh, that's please. a whole story. You know what? That's him saying that. We don't know if that's true. Oh, Sister J. That's just what he was telling John. We know Sansa have been tortured. We know. So it ain't even the same thing. Move but on. But it's the same type of character. Oh, it is. Oh, I'm Move saying. on. Thank you, Joanne from NYC. <laughs> Thank you, Joanne. Okay, our next email is from Tony. Hey, Tony. Or Anthony. Hello, ladies. Long time. I just want to say one thing. F you double D's and G-R-R Martin. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me with all of the shit Sansa been through. <laughs> you had to get your perverted shit off by doing that to Sansa from all people. Ramsey, fuck you. <laughs> You're gonna tell me Sansa's senses didn't go off to ask more questions to back... To back up the stories, for the last three or so episodes, you've been showing Theon being conflicted, and to allow him to just watch and not do something, really, I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> On this, and the double D's need to be ashamed. <laughs> Anthony B. Thank you, Anthony B. Thank you, Anthony B. I, I tend to agree. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it wasn't necessary. We already know what yeah. the fuck was going to happen. Yeah. They need to need to have that whole scene. Nope. And noises and shit. So yeah, I'm with you. Our next feedback is from Joseph. Hey Joseph. Hey Joseph. Hello, sisters. Now that we're in the second half of the season, I have the ball roll I feel the ball is rolling really fast. It was my first time watching the new episode via HBO Go, and it was already available at exactly six PM Pacific time, <laughs> nine PM Eastern. Well, what was great about watching it via HBO Go is that right after the episode airs, not only the preview for the next episode is shown, but also a special inside the episode from the producers. Yeah, I watched yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen that too. Mm-hmm. Now, on to my thoughts on the actual episode. One, let's start with Sister K being correct. Oh, thank you, Justin. <laughs> Kiss up. At what, <laughs> correct. At what they were doing with the bodies at the House of Black and White. Those were a lot of faces, and they were all perfectly preserved. Mm-hmm. Yep. Two, Littlefinger. Let's just have the show be called The Littlefinger Show, because he's just playing with everyone, <laughs> especially us viewers. I have no clue what his little noggin is thinking. <laughs> three. I know. Three, Dorn. Those were some great scenes. So glad the Sand Snakes and Oberyn's wife got in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I thought the scenes were terrible because the fighting was off. I like the uh, outfits. I, I think he's talking about the scenery, though. Oh yeah, the it scenery, is beautiful. The scenery is beautiful. It's very beautiful. I like their costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just seemed like it was over fast, and they didn't fight very hard. Nope, they didn't. Four King's Landing. This part of the episode got me all stressed out. I really hope Lady Elena has something up her sleeve. Oh, I'm I'm sure she do. Mm-hmm. Sir Lawrence is looking pretty attractive in his scruff. <laughs> <laughs> He's cute. Yeah, I mean the guy playing Lawrence is cute. Five Winterfell. Omg, I feel Sansa started to feel bad for Reek when Ramsay made him watch them have sex in the room. Mm. Poor, poor Sansa. I hope Sissick J and Bunny both feel bad for her now. <laughs> Joseph. Well, that's it for me. Joseph from Las Vegas. P.S. 
I watched the Pacquiao Mayweather fight at my dad's friend's house. They ordered it and invited other friends to watch. I really didn't have interest on watching, but last minute, my dad begged me to come with him. <laughs> they had a lot of food, too. The best ones were the Filipino egg rolls called lumpia or lumpia and roasted pig belly. Ooh. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. See, I don't think I've had Filipino food before. Maybe I haven't. I don't See, know. I eat some chitlins, so that roasted yeah. pig belly sounds good to me. <laughs> it does sound good. See, it the, does sound good. Going for the food would have been worth it, Joseph. Yeah, I think Free so. Free food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph, for that kiss-up email. <laughs> and it was pretty evenly linked. I mean, it was not too long oh, yeah. at all. Appropriate length. Appropriate length. Yes. And you know what, Joseph? Well, hell, and he was right. I was correct in what they were doing with the faces. I was correct with what the whole black and white was. What? I was correct with the whole issue of what the black and white building was. What was the black and white building? It's where they go to die. Oh, well, yeah. Well, uh, uh, but I said that yeah. last time. You said that last uh, time. I, I anyway, Joseph, in answer to your question, hell no, I don't feel sorry for Sansa. I think it's unfortunate that she's going to be tortured some more. Yep. But, No. Because we already know how Ramsey is. She, she, like Littlefinger said, it's a choice. She chose to go on, probably feeling and knowing, oh, this going to be some bad shit because they done killed up her family. So, you yeah. know, I don't feel sorry for her. But, I mean, I you know. do because she don't have no fucking choice. Well, that's once true. Once they were there, they were there. That's true know? because once she's because there, she can't have, do nothing. I have no doubt that if she would have said, hell no, Little figure would have marched her eyes up in there anyway. Probably. We just didn't see it. But I have no doubt. It could happened, be. So. It could be. Yeah, no. But she couldn't fight back or anything because they would kill her. Hell, the, those are the people that killed her brother and her mother. So, and of course, they would kill other her. Girl, she already yeah. knows that they'd be torturing people. Yeah, so, no, she couldn't fight back. Mm. Not at that moment, no. Okay, our next email is from Taj. Hey, Taj. Hey, sisters. Hey, sister speak family. Sansa Stark Bolton, huh? Just when I thought my hate for Ramsay couldn't get any deeper, <laughs> he goes and pulls this shit. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I knew the wedding night was coming, but I didn't know what that included humiliation so soon. I know it, see. That's I thought, the thing. I thought at least he'd work his way into it. I felt so bad for Sansa. Mm-hmm. I just heard Bunny's eye roll all the way down here in Florida. <laughs> oh, you know she rolling them too. <laughs> Anyway, I have a story to tell you all and the Sister Speak family. I'll be brief. This past weekend, I attended a wedding and through the course of the evening, everyone at my table lamented about how we would all rather be anywhere but at the wedding. Eventually, the table agreed that we'd all rather be watching Game of Thrones. After instructing the waiter to bring everyone at the table their own wine bottle instead of sharing, we all got drunk as hell and starting and started conversing only with Game of Thrones quotes. <laughs> that sounds fun! Oh, Lord have mercy! And when I found out that three other people at the table listened to the Sister Speak podcast, <laughs> we threw in your quotes, too. <laughs> when it was time to cut the cake, someone yelled, Oh, look, the pie! <laughs> to which I added, You're so ignorant. <laughs> And then someone else yelled, punctuate your shit. 
There was a lot. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh there was Lord! A, there was a lot more going on, but I'm not gonna be red for being long ass. Oh, See you all next week, sisters. <laughs> P.S. I've included a tagline. Oh my goodness, Taj! That's oh, hilarious. Oh, that is so funny. I cannot believe oh. that all y'all were sitting at the wedding. At a wedding. Talk about! I don't want to be at this fucking wedding. I know it. That's awful. That's awful. <laughs> now, I will say, I have said some shit like that about a family member's function. <laughs> I did not want to go. I know. I was like, oh, hell oh. no. But once I got there, I was fine. Everybody. But y'all was there hey, talking about how y'all didn't want to be there. Everybody's got one of them kind of functions in their background <laughs> where they really didn't want to go, but you felt obligated to go and, you know. Yeah, but we usually once you're there, you get into it. But they said no. Oh, so they got they asked for their own Own wine bottle. bottle. (laughs) Got drunk. Okay, let's play her tagline. Okay, cool. Hey, sisters, this is Taj from Orlando, Florida, and I'm Sansa Stark of Winterfell. This is my home, and you can't frighten me. Oh, thank you, Taj, for that tagline. Thank you, Taj. Oh, Taj, that story was so hilarious. That was funny as hell. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> and we appreciate it. Oh, Lord have mercy. That's awful. That was that was good. That's funny. Say, uh, hey, we asked for our own bottle of wine instead of sharing. I mean... That's bold. That's some bold shit. I really considering that the bride's paying for all the stuff at the wedding. Thank see. you. Ooh, Lord. But oh, that was a good email. Thank you, Taj. Thank you, Taj. Okay, our next feedback is from Shalita, and it is a voicemail. Oh, hey, so Shalita. Let's play it now. Okay, cool. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. This is my feedback for the when I say May seventeenth episode of Game of Thrones. That ending, oh my god, that ending. Why does this show continue to torture women like this? I don't understand. Did the producers get some kind of perverse glee out of it? I'm like, oh my goodness. <sighs> Poor Sansa. Uh, I, mm, I mean, you, you kind of had a feeling of dread, but you just like, you didn't think it was going to go that far. And it's just like, I don't even, I, oh, I'm so upset about that. And it's like, why is Ramsey so crazy? I like there was no reason to do that, none whatsoever, other than to be a prick and an asshole and just his usual crazy self. Damn, just damn. <sighs> the other stuff. Let's see. Well, Tyrion can talk his way out of everything. I love me some Tyrion, because he, he talked more shit than anybody I know. <laughs> awesome. And then there was, um, let's see, um, Arya and Jockin, who, that was interesting. At least now we know what the bodies are for. Kind of creepy, but okay. Okay, but she's learning. She's learning. And, hmm. Oh, Littlefinger, his lying ass self. He is playing everybody. He is only looking out for himself. He's playing everybody. Damn. You can't know, never know where he's going to go with that stuff. And then there's all oh, the poor Tyrells. I, I know that this is going to bite Cersei in the ass. I can feel that coming. I can feel it. But it's just I hate seeing other people get hurt in the meantime. 
And she better not lay a finger on Lady O'Line. Damn. And Tana, dude, dude, you could have stuck up for your wife some kind of way. He is such a little, I mean, he's a little boy. Basically, he's a little boy. He's a punk. He can't do none of that stuff. <sighs> anyway, but we'll see what happens next week. But I'm still, I'm still tripped out over signs. I'm, oh my goodness, I'm still, uh, okay. Thank you, sisters. Bye. Well, thank you, Shalita, for that voice. Thank yeah. you, Shalita. Uh, I feel your frustration. <laughs> yeah. But you are right, though. Uh, the writers must be getting some perverse pleasure out of showing all this torture with Santa and stuff. Because, I mean, everybody knew after the wedding was going to be the wedding night. Everybody knew what was going to happen. You know, yeah. but... We didn't need to see it. Yeah, well, they took it a little far with the, with the Theon mess, too. Yeah. See, um, but... And, and as far as your comments on Tommen, see, I agree. I understand he is a young boy and stuff, but damn. He ain't going to do shit. He's a fucking king. He you can do whatever the hell you want. But he's not He's not mean and evil and shit well, like no, that. No, so he, he be mean and evil, but no, he, don't. he should have. But because of that, he doesn't have that authority in him or that confidence in himself yeah. yet. It's the confidence, that. yeah. That's what it is. It's the confidence mm-hmm. part because, yeah. But anyway, and yeah, and you're right. Littlefinger is playing everybody. 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 Yep. Which, you know, I don't like him no way. <laughs> I like his character, though. Yeah. But he Slimey. needs to, I mean, somebody needs to be there to protect Sansa. He need a beat down. He doesn't need a beat down. He need a beat down. And then go on to doing what you're doing. Because I know he's. He's got a plan. Yeah, but 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 it's just too fucking slow. But well, but his plan is a selfish plan for him, though. True, and he don't care. Obviously, who he, gets hurt? He, who gets hurt in the process, nope. including Sansa. They all treat the women like that. They know what the fuck their children's going through when they pass them girls off to people. Yeah, yeah that's true. They don't know if them people are crazy or not when they uh, have them get married. That's true. You know, so. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Okay, our next email is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Good morning, Sister J, Sister K, and the Sister Speak Nation. I'm trying not to cuss as much as I normally do. <laughs> I over here trying to be a proper lady. <laughs> First, this episode is like the darkness before the storm. Arya, are they supposed to put that face skin on their faces? Is this Hannibal? <laughs> I guess Arya finally learned to play the game. Mm-hmm. Lie. Yep. It seems it will take forever for Jorah and Tyrion to get to Marine. <laughs> now my favorite part. Okay, family, do not fall down in a faint. I admired Sansa for telling Ramsay's girlfriend she was not afraid of her and standing up for herself. That was wonderful to hear. <laughs> Sansa also looked absolutely beautiful in her wedding garb. She did. Stunning. She did. Wow, buddy, that's a... Well, but I mean, big thing to say. Hey, but we can admit that she looked beautiful, though. Uh, that rap bastard, some of a bitch, motherfucker Ramsey. <laughs> that was hard to believe, let alone watch. Yeah. Should have known something was going to happen. It was a wedding after all. Yeah. Sansa was a virgin, and to have fuckface Theon <coughs> look on, fuck the tears in his eyes. Yeah. Look on, fuck the tears in his eyes. And that motherfucker tears her dress and rapes her. Mm-hmm. I saw Red and wanted to jump into the TV and protect her and kill that fuckface Ramsey. <laughs> so very upset over this. I will be gleeful, hopefully, when Sansa gets her revenge, which she had better do. 
Guess my trying not to cuss and being a lady failed again. Oh well. <laughs> As always, Bunny. <laughs> Thank you, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. And you can cuss and still be a oh, lady. Oh yeah, and still be a lady. Hell, yes. We ladies and we be cussing all the time. Cussing up a stone. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, it was unfortunate the way that they they portrayed the, the final scenes and stuff, but I mean it is what it is. Yeah, it was awful. Yep. And, and and they knew that they would get the shock value, so they probably feel like they accomplished their goal because, I mean, the Internet blew up. It blew up. Yeah. Like two seconds after the, the credits started rolling. Well, the thing I don't like, though, about it is the fact that, you know, we all get it. They all know that we know that this motherfucker's crazy. Exactly. We all know that all them chicks, which is what the the what the fuck the girlfriend's name is, Miranda, whatever. Miranda. We all know based on her conversation that he snapped, he raped them girls too. Yeah. They weren't willing to go to him and shit and get yeah. chased and fucking eaten up by dogs. And yeah. Stuff. We already know all that. So why do we have to see it? Mm-hmm. And keep seeing shit like that happen. Exactly. Over and over. I mean, over and over. The thing and over. that I don't like is the fact that I love this show. And I know a lot of women love this show. Mm-hmm. And they obviously don't fucking care. Or don't think that this would be offensive to keep seeing over and over and over again. We get it. We love the show. We understand the story and what, what happens and stuff. But anyhow. Alright. Thank you, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. And I am very Happy and surprised that you gave Sansa some props. <laughs> okay, our next feedback is from Sir with Love. Hey, sir. Hey, sisters. Now, first of all, I got to circle back on my family reunion proposal from a few weeks back. <laughs> Y'all know I'm with you on having catered food. <laughs> I was just wondering about what your favorite summer food items are. I don't do potlucks, and I know you know why. <laughs> Smiley face. That's right. Well, I mean, I have a ton of favorite summer foods. Hamburgers on the grill, pork chops on the grill, grilled corn on the grill. <laughs> you just say grilling food. Grilling food. Baked beans with like a barbecue twist in them. Potato salad with eggs and onions and shit. Ooh, I love that kind of potato salad. Mm, with eggs in it. And a lot of people don't do that. No more. Mm. What's yours, Sister Jay? Watermelon. Watermelon. <laughs> I love honeydew melon. Well, I don't need honeydew because I, I just don't like it. Honeydew's but good. Watermelon, watermelon, and mow watermelon. Cold pasta For salad, me. homemade, not that old mayonnaise kind, you know. I eat fruit. Salads, like regular salads. Are you through lifting shit? No, there's so much. Pulled pork sandwiches. He did not want ribs. She. I don't. She. Well, oh, she. She. That's right. Anyway, so uh, if we ever do have a Sister Speak family reunion, we will have some throw down cater food, let me tell you. Because <laughs> we're going to be overseeing it. As long as there's some watermelon and some red grapes, that's what I eat. And some grilled hamburgers and stuff. Almost every single day. I don't eat meat and stuff every single day in the summer, but. I eat a lot of fruit. Mm, that would be so fun. And I eat salad. We're going to have to plan something, family. Uh, We're going to plan it at Jackie's house. 
Yeah. Jack Let's go over in San Francisco. <laughs> what is it? The Silicon Valley area. Yeah. So we could all then go over and play some pin. Actually, we could have Jackie bring the pinball machines out to where the party, the Rambler Union's at. No. I bet we could. She don't want all them people up in her house. Well, now that's true, too. No. Yeah. Yeah, get a U-Haul or something. Yeah, we could just cart it over wherever we have our little reunion. That'd be fun. But, uh, no, don't they take electricity? Well, yeah, you have generators and shit, Sister J. Mm. You don't know how to plan stuff. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all never know. We might be able to do something one day. Anyway, back to the email. Yeah, back to the email. Uh, now to this week's episode. Cool to see the actor who played Etta BC from Oz show up in Dim Thrones as Malco. I know. Oh, is that oh, his name? Well, thank you for telling Malco. us Malco. Okay. One of the slave traders. I suspect that he's going to be good for jokes. Yep. <sighs> Probably. Lil T. Milky threw that point about his junk with a quickness. <laughs> Who said it's dwarf size? <laughs> huh. The name is Tyrion Lannister. Oh my you better God. ask about me. <laughs> and Malco took good note. He and Lil T are clearly a hoot-worthy pair. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. So I wonder if Malco gets that grayscale before it's over. Probably. Yeah, because somebody, I mean, they've been touching all over. Uh, well, and, and he's the black character, so yeah. But, you know, I think the point is that they have to touch where the grayscale is, so he keeps it covered up. So I think that's true. People touching him right now are okay until it gets somewhere where he, he ain't covered. Yeah, because he obviously touched. I mean, they was all over him to beat him yeah, and true. to grab him up and to push him and shit. So. That's true. One additional subject, I think we are back. Um, one additional subject. I think we are batting about 500 on Dim Thrones weddings ending in murder. I was prepared for that Stark Bolton wedding to produce some killing, but that bedroom <laughs> scene with Ramsay, Sansa, and Reek, eek, was just about as disturbing. Yep. Can't wait till that blessed day comes for his Valar to get more gullist. <laughs> Maybe Danny's upcoming wedding ends up with her flipping the script on the slave-holding family's godfather style. Could be. But she's got no allies available to help her. Maybe Barack, a name I can't ignore now that I've heard it, <laughs> can't do too much. Of course, I wouldn't leave any room without Super Foxy Mel- Masande sitting in it either. Damn. <laughs> but if you see a bunch of slave-holding folks getting sliced and diced at that Marine wedding, you heard it from Sir first that Danny finally got the advanced degree in slickness from the Jon Snow Leadership Academy. <laughs> and yeah. for a final potential wedding ending in murder, Cersei is intent on turning her frown upside down, isn't she? She's short-sighted, but I like the cool play in getting her would-be husband, the pillow biter, out of the picture. <laughs> and maybe even dead. Going for Marjorie too is clearly that extra, but I'll but that'll get Cersei in trouble herself with the high sparrow. You pissed Elena off, and you got three incest babies, boo. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But we all know she is not self-aware. Nope. Keep it. Keep doing it, sisters, and stay classy and sassy, <laughs> sir. With love. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and now, sir, I can't remember if you're a he or a she, so let us know. Okay. But uh, you are certainly correct about Cersei, though, because she, she 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 is not self-aware at all. At all. At all. Nor does she have any foresight. Nope. You know, she can't even see. 
two days down the road. She's not smart. Oh, no. She's she, just she revenge-filled. She yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And she gets mad. She wants to jackal people. That's all that she does. That's right. But she don't realize that shit's going to fuck her up. And now, you know what? This brings up well, another thing. She does th- realize, but... This brings up another thing, too. Now, I think she sent uh, Daddy Tyrell off to Bravos on purpose. So he would be out of the way when she's doing this. Of course. And same with Jamie, too. Of course. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And that's going to be her problem when, because now she ain't got nobody to help protect her ass. Yeah. Which is fine, because she needs to be got. She needs to be got. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Get got. Get got. Got get. (laughs) Okay, our next email is from Tony. Hey, Tony. What's more harmful with yesterday's episode, Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken, is not that something horrible happened to Sansa Stark, but why is, but why this? Yes, we know there's no happy endings. The viewers have been watching since season one. But all the things you could have had Ramsay do, you choose rape. Yeah. It's pure rape. We know it's old fantasy where women's rights were like black slavery. You didn't have any. But even some slaves fought and died then to let you degrade them like this. The show keeps showing us things like the wilding woman who would have cut him before something like this happened. Are they telling us queens and ladies of honor are just abused and weak? They must have hired the people from The Walking Dead where people of color don't last longer than two zombie attacks. (laughs) Then of all things, why let Theon just sit there and shaking and watching? Why not have him do something that would have maybe caused Ramsay to cut off another toe or finger, but at least that would have saved Sansa for another day or even have her talk to Roots, who knows how important Sansa is to tell Ramsay no no rough stuff. You will not disrespect the only key to the North. Arg, double D's, you could have did better because the last five minutes wasn't impressive or creative. You want to show me something different? Have Sansa jump out of the window or warg into Nymeria and bite Ramsey's prick off. <laughs> Sorry for my last post. It was right after the show and I was so pissed. Good day, Anthony B. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Anthony B. Well, I, you know... It's the theme that we're all talking about. Yeah. They obviously thought that that was going to be shock value and something interesting to exactly. show. And it just ended up being more torture on top of torture that we're all sick of anyway. Yeah. And I think it must be that they're so fucking closed off they don't even realize how people feel. Well. Or something. I don't know. I mean, we all know that the Hollywood type, that they are like in their own little bubble. Yep. They don't really talk to regular folk they don't mingle with regular folk they just talk amongst each other so and i'm sure somebody thought okay this is what we'll do because yeah. then then everybody yeah. will be talking about it and everybody will want to go and watch it you know apparently i'm so. sure that's what they thought because i mean after all look at that stupid Fifty Shades of Grey shit. Oh, Lord. Made a ton of money in a book and made a ton of money in a movie. So people obviously want to see that torture shit. Or at least uh, I'm thinking that's what they think. I don't know. Because you know how they clone shit. But I, anyway. read, I didn't read those, so I don't know. Anyway. But anyway. Yeah, I didn't read that shit either. But I don't but think the, it was torture. I think it's just bondage and shit. But anyway, obviously, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, we all know. But this is, again, when you have... Well, 
Anyway, I'm not going to get into yeah, all that. Yeah, let's not rehash it all over again. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Our next email is from Mr. J. Hey, Mr. J. Hey, sisters and nation. Very quick. I said this on the boards, but I fully expect Sansa to pull a Miss Seeley with Ramsey, <laughs> especially after this nasty wedding night. She fixing to shave Mr. <laughs> Get yeah. their tribal mark. Yes. Yeah. That's my favorite. And that, that music and ever. That, oh yeah, I love it. And, and she says, oh, tilt your head yeah. back. And he tilts his head back. That's an excellent scene. Oh yeah. Okay, please. Alright, alright. Oh, don't you cut me neither. I'ma beat you. Mm. Remember when he's telling her all yeah. that shit? She's like, mm-hmm. I love at the end though, she said. Everything done to you already been done to me. Or everything done to me already been done to you. Mm-hmm. Until you do right by me, everything you think about going to Now, I like the end of that scene when he is just laying there with his eyes closed and Suge done come up behind Seely oh, yeah. and grabbed her. She was fixing to slice, slice his, neck. his neck. And she said, uh, Miss Seely, that knife don't look that sharp. Mm-hmm. And she just standing there. And then he, 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 he realized that, oh, yeah, she about to cut me. Uh-huh. Yeah, See, I like that. He got scared at that point. And at that he point, got scared he at that point. He fuck alone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. She, she done hit her. Well, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay. Thank you, to Mr. J, for that reminiscing. <laughs> and for those of y'all that don't know, go watch the color hey, purple. Hey, you know what they know? They, they know. know. <laughs> uh, he says, "Oh, please let that veto necklace be a razor." Oh well, yeah. See, she ain't been wearing a veto necklace lately. Well, she didn't wear it on her wedding night. Well, she should have had pulled that knife out or whatever. <laughs> but trust me, she still got it somewhere. She had me dying when she put Ramsey's hoe in her place. Sansa yep. has got some serious rage bubbling up inside. I, yeah. Why didn't, By now, she got to have. Why didn't Theon put a stop to that shit? That was wrong. Yeah. And Lady Elena is about to kick shit off. You know it. She is too through with all this mess. You know it. Cersei, beware. You have messed with the wrong diva. I think so, too. Much love, Mr. J. Thank you, Mr. Thank J. Thank you, Mr. J. And I can't wait for Lady Olena to let us know what she going to do. Thank you. You know she going to do some shit. You know she going to do Because, oh, she is hot. And you could see it in her face when she was just staring at Cersei. Yeah, she is hot. Like, let me see how far this bitch going to go. No, to me, she was staring at her like, bitch, you don't know I killed you your son. You don't know me. You watch what I'm going to do now, yeah. bitch. You don't know me and what yeah. I can do. You don't know me. Don't yeah. fuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's the look she gave her, too. Oh, that's mm, awesome. Mm, mm. Thank you, Mr. J. Thank you, Mr. J. Oh, goodness. Oh, and um, we have another email from Sir With Love. Damn now, sister, Sir With Love. Now, sisters, I had to write y'all a second time this week. I was listening to your catch-up podcast and encountered another of your hoot-worthy moments that I couldn't let go. To Dave, who wrote in extolling the bona fides of one gangsta, Jay, you are preaching the gospel. <laughs> to Sister K and Nation, don't you just love how Sister J immediately denied that she had actually threatened to bust a cap in Mayweather? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
only to issue that exact threat again within the very next minute. <laughs> she showed it. Shut up. <laughs> and do I need to remind anybody about Gangsta J's now emphasis, em, infamous, infamous, infamous Nigerian warlord rant? Love you, Sister J, but you should count me in with Dave as part of y'all. Please don't test that gangster camp. <laughs> and Sister K, you're going R&B singer playback with throwing hot grits, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It might have just been me, but that exchange, entire exchange with Sister J about your preferred way to maim a brother seemed like it ought to be playing over the classic by the pretenders. It's a thin line between love, love and, and hate. hate. That's right. It's a thin line. He put the lyrics, uh, the sweetest woman in the world could be the meanest woman oh, in the world. Lord. If you make her that way, you keep hurting her. She'll keep being quiet. She might be holding something inside that'll really, really hurt you one day. Oh, hell yeah. I ain't mad at the sister. But I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> sir with love. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Hey. No, and what I said was I was explaining that if Mayweather or anybody else wanted to hit me, well, you know, I'm only five feet tall. And First of all, <laughs> wait a minute, no comment. And I, I can't do Yeah, I can't duke some dude. However, your ass has got to sleep. <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> As a, First woo. of all, if I ever got punched <laughs> after I got out of my coma, yeah, because that would probably put me into a coma, mm-hmm. then I would have to get my hot grits or hot rice or whatever the fuck. Ask Al Green how that feel. Thank you. <laughs> Look, anybody who's trying to pop anybody who's getting got to sleep around them, eat their food exactly. or whatever, you it's fucking stupid. 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 Why would you be beating up on somebody that's cooking your meal? Thank you. And that goes back to slave days. Oh, hell yeah. You Oh, you know what? We will never, ever know the number of slave owners that died in their sleep. Mysteriously. Because they was, yeah, mysteriously. Yeah. Because they got poisoned They ain't record shit. that shit. Ain't, they ain't record nah. the numbers. You know. believe you me. That, ha- that shit happened. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And see, I would have been up in the house anyway. I know I would have poisoned a bunch of them fools. Oh, Lord, Jay. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what I would have done, but my point is, <laughs> I you don't be popping nobody who's who you got to sleep with well, next to it's cooking your food. Or for a like man that. to be the hitting on a woman is, anyway. Though, well, the problem is, though, they end up being like a reek because they end up being brainwashed and shit where they're scared to do anything. But let me tell you, that's why the motherfuckers know which kind of woman to get. Hell, I never run into people like that. Well, there's out there. I know they're out there, but I have never in my life run into anybody like that. It's sad, but but as we said, (laughs) the hot grits would become... Hey, they got to sleep sometime. All you women, keep that in mind. (laughs) If you in that situation, you wait till that food go to sleep. Ty is as damn. <laughs> Beat that ass. That ain't funny. Now, you have your bags packed and ready. Yeah, because you're going you know, to you gonna have to jet. Yeah, you're going to have to jet. But I would get him first, though. Some of these people are so crazy, though. They'll, call, they'll, they'll go and try to hurt them worse. So, I mean, there's some crazy motherfuckers That's out there. That's what a concealed carry for. And now you got motherfuckers pouring acid and shit on people. Oh, yeah. See, let's mm-hmm. not even go there because that's just a whole nother topic. Ain't that the truth? But anyway, y'all. Okay. So thank you, uh, sir. With love. <laughs> thank you, sir. <laughs>
Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. That's all I got to say. Mm, mm, mm. All right, our next email is from Sasha. Hey, Sasha. Hey, Sasha. Hey, sisters. First of all, shout out to my overseas girl, Victoria, listening all the way in England. God save the queen. (laughs) I'm still disturbed from last night, sisters. Yeah. I needed to put on some SpongeBob. Right before bed, just so I could get the sight of Ramsey Sanze, Sansa and that dumb, disturbed look on Theon's face out of my mind. Yeah. It was just gross. There's just no justice for the Starks. I was screaming at the TV for Theon just to stab him. <laughs> it was one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen on Game of Thrones, and that says a lot. Mm-hmm. Poor Sansa survived Joffrey intact, only to be raped by nasty-ass, bug-eyed, sadistic Ramsay. Yeah. We get no happiness or redemption on Game of Thrones. He needs to die screaming. Yep. Littlefinger is playing all sides. I wonder if he counted on what's happening to Sansa. I'm sure he fucking knows. Uh, he knows. He knows. I don't think he'd be too happy with her losing her virginity so violently. He knows. But he has it set up with that whoever wins, he comes out clean. Yep, he does. But Littlefinger knows. I mean, he ain't stupid. He's he a pimp. Thank he, you. He knows what the fuck happened. He knows what's going to happen. And, like, and trust me, when he was standing there saying to Ramsey, you know, I, I don't really know a lot about you. That was bullshit. He know. He know. Thank you. Hello. That's his business to know. Boop, he know. Anyway, but he has set it up to where whoever wins, he's got an end with them. He's got an end with them, yep. Cersei got her wish. I just hope Lady Elena one-ups her somehow. She will. Cersei needs to get her comeuppance. She is a special brand of bitch. Ain't that the truth? I think Lancel, Charles Manson Lannister, will come into play somehow with that weird pentagram (laughs) on his forehead. (laughs) Lancel Charles Manson. Maybe he confesses his special prior relationship with Cersei to the wrong person. Mm -hmm. And Tommen needs to grow some cojones. Mm -hmm. They are taking your wife away. She gave you the first and only poon in your life. (laughs) You're the damn king. Say something. That's what I'm saying. You're the fucking king. The problem is, y'all, he's too young. He he can't say nothing. He ain't even as old as Joffrey was when he got to be king. He's probably 14 or something. Yeah, that's true. He's too young. He don't know how to speak up. That slaver was convinced quickly to keep to keeping the cock attached to the dwarf alive. Mm -hmm. Tyrion can talk his way out of anything. He can sell water to a drowning man. I guess we'll see Jorah in the pits next week. I purposely didn't watch next week's preview to keep myself unsullied. (laughs) We've strayed so far from the books now. Each week is a surprise. Good. I didn't like that Jack and hit Arya. Sister Kay needs to control her man. (laughs) Laugh out loud. I didn't like it either, but hey, what you gonna do? That storyline is a little slow for me. Yes, it is. It is moving slow. I like Arya being the warrior instead of being subservient. Through it all, Excuse me. Though it was sweet how she treated that poor little girl and her father. Yeah, that was sweet. If you count, don't count the drinking of the death water. Well, but I mean, that was the whole reason he bought the girl there. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, and I don't like, I don't know why Jacken had to hit her ass for her to understand the shit. Because she wasn't getting it. Because <laughs> her dumb ass was lying. So he, what he did, oh, you need to go back and watch that scene. I don't blame Jacken. What he did was he tapped her. And every lie, he tapped her harder and harder until finally that lie, he just punched her in the, in the mouth. He didn't punch her, but well, he popped he, her in the mouth. Yeah, he popped her in the mouth. That I mean, switch. you know, because she kept lying. Oh, Lord. And that was even after the other girl had already played that shit with her. Yes. And then she tells her, 
Okay, so was that true or am I lying? Right, right. See, so oh hell yeah. Oh, Anyhow, I thought that scene. Was I don't fine. like that. I don't like the what they're doing to the Jack and shit anyway because it's too fucking slow. He needs to be out fighting with less clothes on, <laughs> and you know they just have him with his lips pursed all the fucking time. You know, let let's have some jacking in the fucking daylight. With a little bit less clothing <laughs> and doing something. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Oh, Lord. Um, okay. That whole scene in Dorn ha- was a little confusing. Marcel was like, Daddy, Uncle Jamie, <laughs> let me be. I'm getting my Dornish freak on. <sighs> they changed the girl who played Marcella. Yep. That means they can bring our Bucky Dario back. Let's start a petition. No, they can't because he's in transporter. Yeah, they're not going to be. He's able the to. new transporter. That's it for now. See you next week, sisters. As always, love the podcast. Sasha from South Beach. Hey, Sasha. Thank, thank you, Sasha. You very much. And yeah, we're we're not getting our uh, original uh, Bucky back nope. because he is in the movies now. He is the new transporter. New transporter film comes out. I think in July. I mean, look, as, but he's doing two or three movies. I mean, he had to leave because he's going to be like the lead in the movie, in yeah. the show. So he, he is you know, the transporter. Yeah, I guess he's you know, considering one. he was going to be a bit player on this show, I'd then, go to the movies too. Well, it's a series, a TV series. Oh, I thought it was the movie. I think it's a TV series. I think it's a movie. Oh, my bad. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like up on the big screen. Okay, whatever. Anyway, Thank you, Sasha. Thank you, Sasha. Okay, our next email is from Mary. (laughs) Hey, Mary. Hey, Mary. Hey, sisters. (laughs) First, when Arya kept getting smacked for saying she hated the Hound, my heart just broke. She just can't admit she really cares for him and got called on it. She did. Mm -hmm. I miss him. I do miss the Hound. Yeah, I like the Hound. He was fun. I mean, he was He was for real, though. He was for real. He was for real, though. Second, Ramsey Snow. And we thought Joffrey was bad. Yep. I hope he dies this season, but I doubt it will happen. I doubt. I'm doubting it too. Yeah, I'm doubting it too. Can't wait to hear the podcast and everyone's feedback. Mary. Thank, Thank you, Mary. Mary. And that was short and sweet. That was we very love appropriate. Love yes. It. Yeah, and and I agree. I think we're gonna see Ramsey for a while. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. He'll be in season six, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, our next email is from Yam. Hey, Yam. Hey, sisters. This is my first time sending my comments about Game of Thrones, and I felt it was better to record it. Okay, I hope it's not too long of a file. FYI, language warning. I was so pussed after that episode that simple words cannot convey my three feelings. Uh Uh-oh. Laugh out loud. Till next episode, Yam. Okay, so let's play her clip now. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. Last night episode, episode six, unbowed, unbent, unbroken. Unbelievable. What the hell happened last night? I just watched it this morning because last night I was having a freaking migraine that I couldn't see straight. And and I'm grateful I didn't watch because it would make me even worse but this morning I was screaming huffing and puffing at my TV these people they need to start killing people like cutting heads off Cersei's head little fingers head Ramsey Bolton's head and little dick because he is 
he's a he's a freaking asshole. Plain and simple. The dude is he is beyond repair. Nobody wants to repair him. They need to cut him off. Cut him, cut him, cut him everywhere. Do the same thing that he did to Theon Greyjoy. And then at the end, stuff that shit in his mouth. And I hope it's Brienne, the one who delivers that, that blow. Because that little piece of shit has to go. Poor Sansa. Man, I felt for Sansa. And, and, and Theon's face. <laughs> I, I cry. I admit it. I cry. What's going on with Game of Thrones, man? Everything that it's bad, everything that could have been gone wrong, it's already, like, shit really hit the fan. This, this thing is wrong. Somebody needs to fix this. And fix it quick and fast. Poor Arya over there trying to, to, to become a faceless assassin. And then that little heifer that works with her, that she thinks that she's the queen of what? Uh, that the, she's uh, Arya's uh, master and she's a nobody somebody need to put her on her place and what the hell is going on with all those heads they clean the body they, they, they make it presentable and then they chop the head off and they put it on the, on the display like what, like a trophy that thing is creepy I, I'm telling you I don't know what to make out of this place anymore and I don't know what the heck I'm watching anymore my migraine came back today after watching this episode and I am just pissed off please but I'll be happy if somebody just killed Ramsey Bolton and 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 do him really dirty and nasty so until next episode I know I am not going to hold on to 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 false hope because I know that now that the, the shit is still rolling down is a snowball going down and it's only going to get worse before it gets better if ever gets better which I doubt it so until next episode peace Oh, thank you, Yam, for that voice. Thank you, Yam. Oh, my goodness. You are hilarious. You are Just cut him. him. Just cut him, cut him, cut him. And then stuff that in his mouth. Oh, my (laughs) God. You are violent. (laughs) Hey, she got heated. You got heated. We all got heated, though, because that sucker Ramsey. He is so brutal. He has been doing shit for years and getting away with it. Yeah. It's time for him to get his shit. Time for some consequences. Consequences. Mm -hmm. And then she talked about that little heifer with (laughs) all the work. Term in a while, little heifer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she do kind of butt in, don't she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where she not supposed to. So anyway, mm-hmm. thank you, Yam. Thank you, Yam. And she also had a tagline, so let's play that now. Okay. Hello, sister speaking family. This is Yam from New Jersey, about to leave my sound bite. This is Jag. A girl is not ready to become no one. But she is ready to become someone else. Thank you, Yam, for that tagline. Thank you, Yam. And yeah, uh, you made Sister K's day. I love Quoting that. Jacket. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing he said that I did like. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Love it. Okay, our next email is from Angie. Hey, Angie. Hey, Angie. Hello, sisters and nation. Wow, what an episode. 
Of course, the most talked about scene was yet another horrible wedding. Yep. Sansa, Marion, Ramsey, pervert, Bolton. Yeah. I won't even talk about the ending. Could barely watch it. I hope someone can save her or she can save herself soon. She has never been a character that I liked, but she has really been through the ringer. Yeah. The only positive that I can see coming out of that scene is that maybe Theon was shocked back into regaining some part of his former identity and will help her escape. He's reek. This episode also revealed the depths of Lord Baelish's skill as a master manipulator. (laughs) He has gotten control of the Vale and set the Lannisters against the Boltons. He also knows Stannis is marching on Winterfell and the Boltons. Let others fight it out and be the be one of the last men standing. Lord Baelish seems to stand to win no matter the outcome. If all ends as he intends, he may be Lord of the Vale and of the North. Yep. Ew. Yep. And I know you were excited about all the Jack and Screen time in this episode. Eh. <laughs> but I was very confused by much of what happened at the House of Black and White this week. What are they doing with all those heads? Are they used as masks? That room was like the governor's wall of zombie heads in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Much bigger. Yeah. Yes. And that's exactly what they're doing. I think they're using those faces as the faces they change into. Yeah. Makes um, sense. Yeah. I think, because that's why all you see is the, the face. The face. I think they're taking the faces off and putting them on like, what, like a wig head or something. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know. You know, so I they, guess we're gonna find out. Yeah, that. and they probably yeah. take one when they need. It. I don't know how that works, but they're magical. Yeah, Jackin to me is magical. He appears in shit, and I think that they could maybe just take without actually physically taking a face with them wherever they're at. Because I don't think he had that face with him physically when he was um, when mm. Arya met him the first time when he changed faces. See, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so much more happened in this episode. I can't even touch on it all. One, the battle in Dorne to rescue Marcella. That was lackluster. Yeah. Two, Tyrion and Jorah taken by slavers. Three, the return of Lady Elena. Yep. Four, the trial of Loras Tyrell. What is next? I can't wait, Angie. Thank you, Angie. Thank you, Angie. And uh, Loras had a hearing that they haven't had the trial yet. That was supposed to be like an evidentiary hearing to see if there was enough to arrest. Them. Right, it's like a grand jury. You know, they present uh, facts to a grand jury, and then if if they uh, no bill, then you walk free. But if they indict you, then you're in jail. Well, they snatched his ass up. So. Well, that, but they put him in jail because they found you know. Yep. Evidence. We know. We so, know. Mm. But anyway, but yeah, I'm. They need to get on with it. You know. They do. They need to get on with it. Hurry up and get on with it. Yeah. We only got a few episodes left. Yeah. So. Thank you, Angie. Thank you, Angie. Okay. Our next piece of feedback is a voicemail, and it is from Derek. Hey, Derek. So let's play that now. Okay, cool. Hey, Sister K. Hey, Sister J. It's Derek calling to give my feedback for this week. It looks like uh, Tyrion talked, uh, talked those slavers into... Not killing him. <laughs> They're about to cut it, cut off his tallywhacker for good luck. Well, he, he was like, "No, no, wait, wait." My dude was just like, "Hey, hold up!" He started talking his, he started doing a soft shoe, <laughs> and begging for his life, and it worked. He also got a uh, Jorah out of going to the salt mines or slave ship, whatever they decided they was gonna do with him. So he talked him into a bunch of BS about him being a great fighter. So I hope he can back some of that up because uh, otherwise he's gonna be one dead person grayscale or not 
uh, Jamie and Braun got caught up just as they was about to get uh, Marcella. Marcella is about to rescue her, and of course, here come the Sand Snakes. They they ruined all that. I don't think they were going to get away anyway. I'm pretty sure the guards saw them sneaking in, you know, because they were already, they were just watching them. So anywhere in that garden, they can see what's going on. So they weren't going to get away with it regardless. But we did get to see the Sand Snakes fight. And then the scene of the whole episode was watching Miranda thinking she was going to intimidate Sansa. And Sansa was basically like, look, look, bitch, this is my house. Get the fuck out. I ain't scared of you. And all I could hear was you, both of you ladies going, boop. (laughs) So anyways, I got a kick out of that. Keep up the good work, ladies. And I'll be looking forward to hearing from y'all this week. Hey, sisters, this is Derek. Hey, I jumped the gun a little bit on my feedback. I thought the show was over because nothing really was going on. And all of a sudden, Sansa's getting married. And I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't realize they was going to squeeze this in at the end. But, uh, yeah, she went ahead and got married to crazy-ass fucking Ramsey. And then, uh, you know, to keep up with the uh, the torture, not only did he make Theon, he made Theon give her away, use his real name, and then made him watch her as he just turned her as into he, what he said was uh, helped her become a woman or whatever he said, some bullshit. I was like, damn, this dude is fucking out there. So, but anyways, yeah, I just had to add that in there because I was like, that was kind of disturbing watching him uh, do that, so, or listen to him do that, so... Anyways, I'll talk to y'all next week. Thank you, Derek, for that voice. Thank you, Derek. Oh, we like hearing your voice. Yes. Yeah. And you know you are right, because when they said, (laughs) when she said that to Miranda, I said, boop, it's my house, Jack. (laughs) And you know what, though? You bring up a very good point, Derek. Even if those sand fakes wasn't there doing that little fakey fighting, I mean, uh, Prince Doran and his little bodyguard guard and some of the guards, they were sitting up on the veranda watching. Of course, they would have seen him anyway. I would think. That's why I'm thinking, why are they doing all this shit in the daytime? I know. I knew. I, I mean, fucking knew. It's stupid. And Derek, you had me cracking up to talk about they was going to squeeze in the wedding real quick. <laughs> yeah, squeeze in the wedding real quick. And yeah, it was disturbing. It was very you know. disturbing. But we've already talked about it. I, I know everybody yeah. was yelling at their TV. No, yeah. say no, because she hesitated for a long time. Ugh, bless her. And then she finally said, "I take this." I man. just hope that you know they've already filmed the whole fucking season, so they can't really change anything. Mm-hmm. But I just hope that they they hear what people are saying for next fucking season. Oh, they don't care. Well, shit, they need to. Like I said, they live in a bubble, y'all. But anyway, thank you, Derek. Thank you, Derek. Okay, our next feedback is from Jason. Hey, Jason. Hello, Sister J and Sister K and the Sister Speak family. What an intense Game of Thrones, or should I say Game of Shade. Yep. There was so much shade thrown in this episode. (laughs) I particularly like Littlefinger's we both peddle fantasies, Brother Lancel. Mm-hmm. Mine just happened to be entertaining. That was good. Littlefinger is starting to grow on me, mostly because his enemies are people I want dead. People like Cersei. I want her head on a spike. <laughs> she is fucking with the Tyrells and wants Sansa's head on a spike. Mm-hmm. This bitch has got to go. Speaking of Sansa, I can't even go into what happened to that poor girl. 
I just hope Jon Snow, Brienne, or Theon make that motherfucker Ramsay suffer to his last breath. Mm-hmm. Although I love the shade Sansa threw at that trick hoe Miranda. <laughs> How long have you loved him, Miranda? Mm-hmm. My name is Sansa Stark. Winterfell is my home, and you don't frighten me, you trick ass hoe. <laughs> Latest sisters and fam. P.S. That fight scene in Dorne was terrible. The only boring part of the episode. Yep. Other than that, best show of the season, Jason in Canada. Oh, thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. For that email. And you know what? I agree, though. That was the most boring part of of this episode. Yeah, unfortunately. Because it was just so fake looking. Yeah. It was slow. They could have at least kind of sped that shit up. But it was fake looking. Make the fight go a little bit longer so it felt like it had been going for a minute. I I think the thing that ruined the whole Dorn episode or parts of the episode, is the fact that they were doing this shit at 12 noon. <laughs> High noon. Yeah, they could have had it at dusk or something. Or, or something, halfway in the dark. Mm-hmm. Or something. Something. You know. Oh, yeah. it was too stupid. Yeah, a little bit I nice. mean, they could have had Tristan and Marcella, like, sneaking out their rooms and meeting yeah. in the garden. Yeah. You know, and stuff. High noon. That was just so disappointing <laughs> to me. Anyway. And the fact that the Sand Snakes didn't have a fucking alibi together or exactly. a reason of why they were trying to take her. Mm-hmm. And they had a built-in reason. Hey, somebody was trying to snatch her up. Yeah. We were going to take her somewhere safe. Yeah. That's all they had That's to That's all they had to do. Lie their asses off. Lie their asses off. Anyway. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Okay, our next email is from Liz um, from Seattle. Hey, Liz. Hi, sisters K and J. I'm still in shock after watching the end of that episode. What the actual fuck? Then I downloaded your latest podcast to hear my own voicemail saying I was looking forward to seeing the Winterfell story develop. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was not expecting the wedding to actually happen. Yeah. I thought Brienne would show up. Sansa would murder Ramsay with the power of veto necklace. Something. <laughs> I must have forgotten I was watching Game of Thrones. I am disgusted. <laughs> I need to see Sansa next week and make sure she still has all her fingers and toes. And I want her personally to get revenge. This had better not be a device to redeem Theon by having him rescue her. I, he still wouldn't be redeemed even if he did no, rescue her. He, but he, he needs would to not. help rescue her. Uh, the scenes between Tyrion and Jorah were great, and yep. we got a tiny bit of Dorne, but everything else about the episode was overshadowed by the ending. Depressed in Seattle, Liz. Uh, thank you, Liz. Thank you, for Liz. That email. And yeah, I mean, the ending especially was depressing, but, you know, from, from, a, from the writer's standpoint, that they probably got exactly what they wanted. Everybody talking. Yep. Everybody talking about it. And so. we'll to see what happens next. Yep. So, mm-hmm. Thank you, Liz. Okay, our next feedback is from Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Hey, sisters. I just saw the sixth episode, but I'm still listening to the 35th podcast. So long, but great and hilarious. (laughs) I have to start with Sansa. Still on her side, Sister K? Linda from Portland was probably crying while she was getting it from (laughs) Ramsey. This scene just destroys all the beliefs people can still have in Sansa. What do you need to react? You basically set yourself up to be his toy. She did not only let him abuse her. She took the perfect position for it. What a joke. She really deserves it. Can't wait to see what Lady Olenna... What? Okay. All right, Gabriel. I don't think so. Uh, Gabriel, first of all... I 
don't even like Sandra, but I don't think she deserved that. No. First of all, if you... She was not... She couldn't do shit. The women can't do jack shit. She couldn't do anything. In this period of time. She knows he's fucking crazy. He would have beat her ass down if she would have tried to run. Exactly. There's nothing she could fucking do. And if she would have stood at the wedding and said, nah, no... they would have... They would have killed her, probably, you. in right that beautiful white gown. On the spot. Yeah. So there is nothing that she could have done. And do then that. when she got to the room, what was she going to do? She could have fought his ass, but it still would have happened. It's the same it thing. It still would have happened. happened. Right. And and she probably would have been bruised and Well, and she would have got beaten shit yeah. at that point. Yeah. So. Beaten no, first. And I then. don't agree with none of the fuck you said. <laughs> anyway. Uh, moving on, he says, can't wait to see what Lady Elena is going to do. Cersei better think that BS twice. Yep. Maybe you covered this already, but why Jorah was going to Valeria? Especially if you know there are some stone men there. Well, he said he did it because he wanted to avoid the pirates. And he said it was a quicker way. I think he said quicker, but I think it was the pirate. He group. said a quicker way, yeah. too. And because Tyrion asked him, well, have you ever sailed this way before? He said no. no. Otherwise, Tyrion is so smart, he was very close to reaching the Theon no more joy status. Big friend from Belgium, Gabriel. P.S. I thought the scenes in Dorne and especially the fighting scene were poorly executed. Yep. That's true. Nevertheless, did you notice Braun got sliced up? Yep. Poison is an issue here. He may be gone. I know. <laughs> I yeah. was thinking that he too. He did get he sliced, sliced on the arm. Yeah, yep. he did. I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Watch out. All they right. like to poison people. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel, for that email. <sighs> For the second part of the email. Oh, you done pissed off Sister Cat. I don't like that bullshit. She asked for it. I know it's a TV show, but shit. (laughs) That kind of thinking is, in my opinion, it's only my opinion here, talking is jacked. Anyway. Hey, sisters. It's from Joanne. It's Joanne. Okay. Um, Hi, Joanne. And I don't know which Joanne this is. Joe. Um, hey, sisters, just wanted to give a thought about Daenerys. I'm not qu- quitting her just yet. She is young. I don't remember her age in the show, but she is new to leading. I would like to see her rule Westeros one day. Before she can do that, she has to learn. Thank you for all you do, Joe. Thank, Thank you, Joe. Joe. Thank you, Joe. Very short and sweet. Very short. Yeah, very short and sweet. Yeah, and I mean, she is young. That's true, but... I think this is a new joke. She's young, but they need to. That's another storyline that they're just letting lag. And yeah, been, we're too fucking long. It's in the really rain. boring. It's boring. We uh, there's no the, the dragon shit needs to be resolved. Yeah, and now she's marrying this fool. Yeah, ain't nobody want to see all that shit. No. Anyway, we'll see what happens, but they need to pick that storyline up. They really do. Yep. Okay, our next feedback is a voicemail, and it is from Monique. Hey, Monique. Hey, Monique. So let's play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters and fam. Monique from Pennsylvania. And what an episode this was. I just finished it, and if ever I needed a glass of wine or a big old glass of liquor, it would have been now. This fucking Ramsey needs his head on a fucking spike. So pissed off at this whole situation. I kept hoping, like, for an interruption. Or when he told Sansa to take off her clothes, I'm like, oh, gosh, she's reaching under her sleeve. Maybe she has a knife under there. But, nope, there was no weapon. The inevitable happened. And I guess it's different. We knew 
and we know who Ramsey is, but I guess it's different when he's wreaking havoc on a character that we actually like. Then Lady Olena, what the hell? I'm waiting for her to bring it. I'm like, she's going to bring it. She's going to bring it. She brought nothing. What the hell? You know you can't trust Cersei. How did this happen? You're the woman who orchestrated Joffrey's murder. And you let this whole situation get out of control like this? And then Marjorie's going, Tommen, 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 my ass. He's sitting there like, Mommy. Oh, my gosh. I was getting so frustrated. I can't wait to see how this is all going to be fixed. I hope it's going to be fixed. Anyway, can't wait to hear everyone's feedback. Got to bring myself down again and take some deep breaths. <sighs> Woo-sa. And talk to you later, sisters. Bye, y'all. Oh, thank you, Monique, for that voicemail. Thank you, Monique. Ooh, you upset, girl. Mm, hey, mm, mm. this show can get you fucking yeah. heated. Yeah, and you should always watch Game of Thrones with some liquor. Apparently so. Yeah, because always. I mean, we getting traumatized about it. Yeah. Here. So, you know, I know uh, hey, every episode from now on, of course, I'm always drinking anyway from the episode, but I will definitely have some liquor some <laughs> and not just liquor. Hey, yeah, and not just some little wine. Yeah. Liquor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that movie where Orlando uh, Jones, is it Orlando Jones? He's yeah. Slash like, liquor. <laughs> Eddie Griffin and the little dog. That's a good movie. I can't remember the name of it though. It's something like Switch or No Double Take, Double Something. Double Yeah, Double Take. Yeah. Anyway, that is a hilarious movie. I love that movie. Where they kind of switch identities. I like that guy. Okay. Oh goodness. Thank you, Monique. (laughs) Our next email is from Joy. Hey, Joy. OMG, poor Sansa. First, I'm cheering because she stood up to that skinny bee Miranda. Yep. Then poor girl is taken by sicko Ramsay. Yeah. He is just going too far, and Theon is going to snap and go wild dog on his crazy ass. Um. Looking so forward to that. Have no idea what's happening with Arya, but it seems exciting. Jacqueline was kind of mean, but at least she can move forward. And now, like so many have said already, maybe Jacqueline will now take off those ratty robes. (laughs) Thank you. I can only hope. (laughs) At least nothing happened to Marcella or Jamie and Bronn. Wonder what's going to happen now, though. Prince Doran seems like such a reasonable guy, so I hope there is no bloodshed in Doran. That's all for now. Looking forward to the podcast. Thanks, Joy. Thank Thank you, Joy. And I don't think that they're going to do anything to Braun or um I don't know or Jamie. I think they'll probably banish them, you know, deport them. I don't them. think the Prince Doran will, but you never know about anybody else. That's true, but I think they'll be deported. You know. That's what I think. And and told never to come back to Dorne. That's what I think will Something. Mm-hmm. Something. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. Uh, our next email is from Lars. Hey, Lars. Hi, sisters. Here is Lars from Germany. Ooh. Hey, Lars. How you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> what a disturbing episode with Sansa ending the unbowed, unbent, unbroken episode. Bowed, bent, and broken. Yep. Yep. I was really shocked, too, because up to that point, the episode had created a nice symmetry between the two sisters. 
sisters. Arya was always the active one, while Sansa seemed to stay passive. Symbolized in the episode by Arya washing the hair while Sansa gets her hair washed by Miranda. Yep, Mm -hmm. I noticed that too. Yep. Most people always like Arya more than Sansa because of her character. But at this point, Arya is actively trying to run away from her character and identity while Sansa is reclaiming the Stark name, symbolized beautifully by her hair getting red again. Yep. I was really hopeful for Sansa after she broke Miranda down and said her best line in the show so far. <laughs> I am Sansa Stark of Winterfell. This is my home, and you can't frighten me. Yep. But then, the, the, but then came the last scene. I hope she wasn't broken by this after all, and she will find inner strength to recover from this. I hope this will lead to Sansa being the badass we want her to be, and the showrunner doesn't rehash her just being victimized and helpless. Let's hope so. If if we don't see dead Boltons by the end of the show, by the end, the showrunner should know the North remembers. <laughs> Thank you, Lars. Thank you, Lars, very much. And I agree, though. I agree yeah. with you. They've got to at least have some kind of redemption for Sansa at some point before this whole season ends. Yeah. And even if that is the cliffhanger, then so be it. You know what I mean? Right. Be- but, yeah, she's got to be able to do something. Something. She yeah. Is, uh, people can salty. I mean, you know. You know. But we are, we are so thankful that you listened to us all the way in, in Germany. Germany. I don't Woo. know any German. I was going to say something, but I don't know any German, so. I know nine. <laughs> What's that? No? No. Sprechen she doit. Sprechen I don't know. Anyway. I, I think that's German. Fuck if I know. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Thank you, Lars. Thank you, Lars. Glad to hear from you. Welcome to the family. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, next time, send us a voicemail. Yeah. So we can hear your accent. That'd be cool. Because, you know, we got to thank the accent. Yeah, we do. Anyway, thank you, Lars. Thank you. Our next email is from Marla. Hey, Marla. Hey, sisters. Just wanted to pop in to do a wellness check on the fam after that last episode. I know. Y'all right? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, I know not many of us have love for old Sansa, but I'm sure no one wanted to see her go out like that. That's true. Now, I'm going to share what will no doubt be a very unpopular opinion. If you're going to talk the talk, then you got to walk the walk. As much as she despises Ramsay and was certainly embarrassed, as well as very scared, Sansa should have went out like a G. <laughs> Um, well, she wants to preserve her life. I mean, if she had let Littlefinger talk her into this mess, thinking she could somehow avenge her family and stuck her chest out to buff back that, that old girl giving her a bath, then she, then she should have held her head up high and played Ramsay's little game, too. Heck, her so-called honor is meaningless at this point, and if she had just acted like she was with it, Ramsay would have become bored and quickly finished up his business. Then, while he was sleeping that shit off, she could have kindly slit his throat or damn, just burning bed the whole motherfucking place. <laughs> I'm sure all her whimpering and crying just ignited more spark in Ramsey's sadistic ass. Probably. And let him know that she's fearful of him. Nope, not me. Don't get me wrong. I was shook. But I believe it's best to never show your soft underbelly. Smile now, kill at the earliest opportunity, and cry later. That's why uh, Marla. Even Ramsey got to sleep. Thank you, Marla. Thank you, Marla. But see, this is the point. Even Ramsey got to sleep sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have a feeling, though, he don't sleep in there, though. That's the thing. Yeah, probably. He, he probably just comes. He, I feel like he's just going to hit it and quit it and go. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
It ain't funny, but you know. That's what I feel like he's going to do. Because he's been telling the other chick, I'm still going to come to you. Yeah, that's true. You know, even though I'm getting married to her. So, but she's going to have to find her opportunity. Yeah, she's going to have to do something. Yep. Thank you, Marla. Our next email is from Joanne from NYC. Hey, Joanne. Um, P.S. As I've been listening to other reactions, because this is our second email. Right. Y'all with y'all second emails. (laughs) (laughs) P.S. As I've been listening to other reactions based on this last episode, I believe everybody is like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Why do there... Why do this disservice to the Sansa character? Yes, she was learning from Baelish, but what? But that does not make her an overnight expert on playing the game. Exactly. What is she supposed to do to fight a lunatic who castrates and flays people alive? Mm-hmm. How did Peter not know this crap would happen? He knew. Yeah. Also, how would Marjorie have handled this? All-powerful Cersei got repeatedly raped by King Robert and even Jaime. Danny got raped by Khal Drogo. Osha the Wildling basically had to allow rape in order for her to run away with Bran and Rickon. Mm-hmm. Even amazing Brienne almost gets raped in the book, which is basically the reason Jamie loses his hand. So yeah, how was Sansa supposed to get out of this situation without rape is beyond me. This is the reason it is best. it was best for her to have stayed as an alive yet quiet, docile prisoner at King's Landing. Yep. There's no way she would have survived by herself out here. One reason Arya was able to get away without the danger, without that danger, was because she was prepubescent and cut her hair to look like a boy. It's almost like the rest of the episode was overshadowed by this last scene, and now I can't get past that. Your thoughts, sisters? I bet you ladies are fuming as well. <laughs> Joanne. Thank you, Joanne, Thank you, Joanne. for that second email. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, I was a little disturbed because we didn't need to see it. And the way it was done. You know, everybody mm-hmm. knew it was her wedding night. Everybody knows this foolish Ramsey is sadistic. Yep. You know, and it was just the the, the fact of, of how how it was done. And especially when... He's the one that said to Littlefinger, I, I will never hurt her. Oh, please. Please. You know? Yeah. And he seemed sincere at the time. Anyway. Yeah, we were all fooled. Yeah. We was all fooled. So, you know. Anywho. All right. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. Okay, our next piece of feedback um, is from Serge. Hey, Serge. Serge. I'm probably not saying that right. Dear sisters and the Sister Speak fam. Several times throughout this episode, I caught myself squinting at the TV, shaking my head with a bitter beer face on, (laughs) thinking, the fuck? I mean, really, though, what the fuck is going on here? These writers got me fucked up. (laughs) These clowns, the writers, are like party clowns, where all the kids, us, are in the backyard watching these clowns blow up a balloon, the storyline. You follow me? Yeah. We're all excited and shit, expecting the clown to twist it up, make a nice fucking balloon animal or a hat or some shit for us. But no, fuck that. These fucking clowns just gonna blow up the balloon until it pops and all the kids go crying. <laughs> I feel you on that, oh, that's a That's a cute analogy. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yes, I liked Arya's scenes and yes, I love the Queen of Thorns. But come on now. Now really, what the hell is this shit with Sansa about? As far as I'm concerned, these writers owe me big time. I am put up with a whole lot of shit season. Um, and I'm counting one, two, three, four episodes left. I want my fucking retribution and I want it now. I'm not waiting until next season. 
Melisandre, we need three shadow babies on these fools right now. I'm standing here right now, arms crossed, tapping my foot, and counting down to the next episode. They got four weeks to get back to me what they took, and if they ain't got it, I will personally walk to Belgium or Iceland or wherever the fuck they film this shit and get it myself. <laughs> Serge in Cali. P.S. Everybody who's anybody on this podcast, P.S., right? I got a P.S. <laughs> on this podcast, P.S.'s, right? Mm-hmm. I got a P.S. I sent a speak pipe over to your website, but I'm not 100% percent sure it went through. And secondly, I will write more when I'm less pissed about how awesome you sisters are and what a beautiful thing this little podcast is. <laughs> well, Serge, we didn't get it on our website, but we did get it uh, a speak pipe. It looks like you sent it through through the regular means. So we okay, are going cool. to play that now. Okay, great. All right, sisters. Uh, this is Serge from Northern Cali. Um, I sent an email, but I'm also going to give you a little bit of this Uh is some words from uh, Tupac's uh, We Hit Him Up. Fuck Ramsey Snow, fuck Theon, fuck the Boltons as a house, a warden of the North, and a motherfucking family. And if you want to be down with the Boltons, then fuck you too. Cersei Lannister, fuck you too. All y'all motherfuckers, fuck you. Die slow, motherfucker. My Valyrian steel makes sure all y'all kids don't grow. You think you mob, ninja? We the motherfucking mob. Sister Speak family is a bunch of killers, and the real motherfuckers feel us. You little ninjas laugh because our fam got swords under their motherfuckers' belts. You know how it is. We made podcasts, and they felt. We the realists. Fuck them. We house Bolton killers. Oh, thank you, Serge, for that voicemail. We love thank it. Thank you, Serge. Put the Tupac hey, on. Hey, I'd like to be some Tupac anyway, but that was awesome. That shows That's the, right. We are Bolton killers. That shows Woo-hoo. the pissed offness that <laughs> happened at this episode. That's right. Oh, that is great, That's Serge. Awesome, we sir. love it. Thank we you love it. so much for joining the family, writing in and sending yes. in a t- voicemail. We, we love, love it. it. We, we love, love it. it. We're going to definitely put that in there. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> That's good. Thank you, Serge. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Akara. Hey, Akara. Hey, Akara. Hi, ladies. I hope this email finds you happy and blessed. I'm a brand new listener and only started listening at the start of the this current Game of Thrones season. Welcome, Akara. Oh, yeah. Welcome. I am so glad I found you two. My close friends don't watch the show. They can't handle all the violence. <laughs> so I'm left to my... I know that's right, shit. Yeah. Especially lately. It's a lot of it. So I'm left to my internet friends to vent, laugh, cringe, scream, and sit in shock with, uh, with over this show. Between you two and the discussions with the fellow listeners on Facebook, I get my fix of intelligent thoughtful, and very knowledgeable discussions about Game of Thrones. I hate that I'm only just now finding you. I've been missing out. Keep it up, ladies. You're appreciated. Akara. P.S. I'll be sure to leave an iTunes review as well. Cool. Thank Thank you, Akara. Thank you, Akara. And welcome to the family. Welcome to the Sister Speak family. (laughs) We love it. Yep. Okay. Our next email is from Joanna. Hey, Joanna. Uh, hello, sisters. No time for pleasantries. Let's get started. <laughs> Sister J, Sam is not useless. <laughs> Exhibit A, Tommen. Uh, Dorn, worst scene. 
What? Was there not enough rehearsal time? The same, <coughs> the same snakes are just not believable as bad warriors. Exactly. They weren't. Nope. Sansa. Damn it, Sansa. I kept expecting her to draw a knife from her sleeve when she was unbuttoning it. <laughs> not to mention the showrunners let us on with that earlier Miranda scene. Bitch, please, I own this castle. I what, know. What? I know. Because she spoke up then, didn't she? She did. Best acting, um, best acting so many this episode. Jorah's woeful eyes. Yeah. Reek and Sansa made that scene so believable and horrifying. Yes. Cersei was so perfect with her face expressing that fake controlled despair, <laughs> but obviously overflowing with glee inside. Oh, yeah. Yep. She was happy. Most excited to see Lady Elena's revenge. Cersei is just so nearsighted. Yes. Surely someone must have some proof of twin sex. <laughs> don't think the faith militant will look too kindly upon that. I know, see, but she don't think it's She don't think about that shit. Till next time, Joanna, aka Hot for Oberyn, rest in peace, John <laughs> and Dario. <laughs> Thank you, Joanna. Thank you, Joanna. You, uh, you done listed all the men that fit in there. You have the, the Dario number two, though. Yeah, you could have Dario number two. And John, you know, I think he's cute, but I'm not like, I don't fawn over John like I do over. Jacking, you know. We know. Or Oberyn. I we like know. Oberyn a lot. So. I think Jon Snow's really cute. He is cute. But I like the, some other ones on there, too, though. So, Thank anyway. you, Joanna. Thank you, Joanna. Okay, our next email is from Niambi. Hey, Niambi. Hi, Sister K and Sister J. We had to watch the episode separately this week because Eli is TDY. What's TDY? Two... Today, I don't know what TDY is. I don't, we don't know what that means. We probably will know it once we hear it. Um, so I had two text reactions during the show with him and my mom, Nursey Food. My thoughts are attached. Oh, and Eli says, hey, sisters. <laughs> hey, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's play her voicemail now. Okay. Hi, sisters, and the Sister Speak family. This is Niambi. Um, I found overall this episode to be okay. Um, the season so far has been a little disappointing just from an overall perspective of how the season has gone. It's been a little bit slow, which um, everyone keeps referencing that the writing is going away from what was in the books, which I feel like okay well maybe that's an indication that George R. R. Martin writing is better than these writers that's currently doing the storylines and the plots because everything is just very kind of lackluster in comparison to overall how other seasons have have gone up to this point um I found the rape scene with Sansa pretty disturbing. Um, me and my mom talked about it and we just, and then we watched Outlander as well. And there was a rape scene um, in there between men. So I don't know what's going on, on television right now. There's a lot of raping going on. Um, the Sand Snakes, I found that fight scene with them. I mean, I feel like they kind of hyped them up and it was just kind of lackluster. I was just like, what the heck? I found the fight with Jamie's one hand with the guards on the beach more exciting than the fight that just happened with the sand snakes. I mean, I didn't really see, I don't know. It just it wasn't that 
good of a fight scene. I was disappointed. Very anticlimactic. Um, and then the last point I have is there's, you know, a cock merchant. Like, seriously? So somebody's running around collecting people's penises? Like, what is that? That's your legacy. That's your job. You're an entrepreneur. You're going around collecting cocks for a living. I don't, I don't get that. I was like, really? Like, I mean, I thought it was ingenious that, you know, he said, well, I need to be alive if you're going to prove this dwarf's penis. But, I mean, I just find it kind of ridiculous that there's actually a cock merchant. Like, this. They thought of that. Okay. So, thanks, sisters. Well, thank you, Naomi, for that voicemail. Thank you, Naomi. That was borderline long-ass, too, Naomi. You wasn't that bad. Now, I'm just saying. But, oh, sure. Well, your clue was when uh, Tyrion went to Volantis and they went to the brothel and the guy said, ooh, let me rub his head because dwarfs were lucky. So, of course, a parts of a dwarf is going to be lucky just like in, in our modern times, people kill those white rhinos for the t- little rhino tusk and elephants for the elephant tusk and all that kind of shit. It's just a wise tale, though. And, and, but he was smart to kind of try to parlay right. that shit. But, but in, in where he lives, though, that's what they believe. Oh, you get a dwarf penis and it's good luck. So yeah. I thought it was really, really a good little piece of information to, to like, put in the story and, and then how he got out of it, like, he talked him out of it, like, yeah, but don't you have to prove that he's alive? Yeah. See, and, then, the then, and then when the guy says, well, you know, we can prove it because it's going to be a little bitty cock. He says, think again? <laughs> that cracked me that up. That was funny. That was funny, though. But I agree. He is a good, smooth Oh, he talker. can talk himself out of in the fire. Anything. what I like about I him. I do, too. And he's a thinker, see? And I do like that about Tyrion. I do, too. He be thinking. I, like, I do, too. And he be thinking ahead. Yes. See? Yes. So, and unlike Cersei... He can think ahead and see the broad picture immediately. Right. You know, where she can't. She can't. She can just see her anger, and that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Niambi. Thank you, Niambi. Okay, our next email is from Willie. Hey, Willie. Hey, How Willie. you been? He says, um, sup, booze? I have my play <laughs> canceled for tonight's run. Uh-oh. <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm going to get in some feedback before I knock out with some Shiner Bach. Ooh, yeah, hey, I like me some Shinerbach Willie, too. He says, I can right. probably get it in Cali. Mm-mm. This episode was intense. Cersei is a damn fool. <laughs> Dumb enough to endanger her own son and the Lannisters claim to the throne, just to prove a point. Exactly. Did she forget that Lancel is now a Scientologist or Sparrow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what if Lady Elena, a.k.a. Scientologist. <laughs> That's yeah, a good one. Don't fuck with them. <laughs> What if Lady Elena, a.k.a. Big Mama, decides to back Stannis? I was really thinking Theon would tell Sansa about her brothers being alive. Mm-hmm. But what would that gain right now? It would just give Ramsay more ammo for them, head games he'd be playing. Bronn got nicked by the Sand Snake's blade. Oberon the Red Viper, Master of Poisons. Mm-hmm. I know he taught baby girls something. That fight scene in the Water Gardens was terrible. It was, too. It looked like an episode of Xena, Warrior Princess. <laughs> well, and even Xena, Warrior Princess. She was pretty good. Yeah. The fact that Jamie and Braun showed up at the exact same time as the Sand Snakes without knowing where the hell Mar- Maricela was in the Water Gardens really took me out. What the hell is a cock merchant? <laughs> Finally, how good would it be if Bran had watched Busted Redhead getting married to Ramsay? 
<laughs> it was in front of a weirwood tree. Ooh, that's a good point. Exactly. He might be able to see that. And, and he, he, I mean, he might have saw that. Because we know he is the eyes of the tree now that the old man's dead. Poor Sansa. She had been dodging that rape bullet since she got married to Joffrey. <laughs> well, yep. she didn't get married to Joffrey, but... Well, she was. She was intended. Maybe this will be enough to push Theon enough to kick the shit out of Ramsay next time he shaves him. Mm. I will see y'all in the Facebook group as that is quickly becoming my new favorite hobby. Oh, yay. Valar Morgulis Willie. P.S. I used y'all's Amazon click-through, so I want it... I want a long as email voucher. <laughs> thank um, you, Willie. Thank you, Willie. Unfortunately, that doesn't accumulate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. It's good to hear from you. Yes, it is. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. A long while. And yeah, and I'm glad you are participating in the Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. We have time. Yeah, he does. Okay, our next email is from Stacy. Hey, Stacy. Before this episode, Sister K, I was sharing Jacqueline with you. But now <laughs> you can have him if you still want him. What? Uh, I still want him, but I just need him to, you know, do something else. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sister J, did you allow yourself to boop when Sansa called Miranda out? <laughs> yeah. I want to congratulate everyone in Westeros who's in a marriage. That means that they made it through the wedding ceremony alive, <laughs> as well as the bedding ceremony wedding night. Ain't that the truth? Apparently, Westeros, Westerosis enjoy the wedding night with the blinds open. Some third party has to watch. Yep. Yeah, that's... Yep. See, that is true. They've done that now on two different yep. uh, weddings. <laughs> that's true. I thought Sansa had to shank up her sleeve, had to shank up her sleeve when she started undressing and was going to make a run for the broken tower. See, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. That's what. That's why they had her like undo the laces of her yeah. sleeve, so everybody would think that probably. She says, "Oh well, maybe she'll take Cersei's advice and learn how to use her ginger yoni power to manipulate Ramsay until Arya comes to Winterfell, donning one of those Hannibal Lecter death masks." <laughs> I bask in your hilarity, sisters. Stacy of Laguna Beach. P.S. Yoni equals pussy. Yeah, we did, <laughs> Stacy. Thank you very much. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you for the email. Glad that I, I think this might be your first time writing in. Yeah, so for Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach. That sounds mm. so nice right now. Mm. Nice sandy beach. Okay, our next email is from Brother Ray. Hey, Brother Ray. Hey, Brother Ray. Hello, sisters. You do a wonderful job of recapping. So let me do a little. Let me just do a Brother Way rant on the last scene and the arc of Sansa. Oh, but first, Lady Elena. Love, love, love. Her facial expressions towards Cersei was priceless. I know. She was like, damn, I'd rather be home. But I see that I'm going to have to stick around and take your dumb ass down. (laughs) Back to Sansa. Let me preface this by saying that that rape is one of the most horrific things and that the, excuse me, let me preface this by saying that rape is one of the most horrific things and those that commit the crime should be tortured. But we are in Westeros and this is the way of their world and Sansa is the one that always wanted to marry and be a queen. While most men aren't her father nor Tyrion, this is reality. Yep. As they say, life ruins the dream. Stop dreaming. I remembered when she and Littlefinger stopped at the inn and he told her that the, and the ale gave me courage. Hell, I would have asked for ale, wine, 
had said that. He says, life ain't fair. He said, my father used to tell me all the time, life ain't fair. Fair is, uh, is where you go for cotton candy and hot dogs or something. <coughs> which, I haven't heard that, but that's cute. Which is good. Mm-hmm. It's true, too. That's cute. Well, thank you, Brother Ray. Thank you, Brother Ray. Okay, our next email is from Myron. Hey, Myron. And Myron, this looks motherfucking long. Oh, Lord. <sighs> but at least there's paragraphs, so... Mm. I've been writing long ass emails lately, though. All the time. Myron, you gonna have to. Hey, you ain't new. You ain't new. You ain't new. Hello, sisters. I hope you are well. Let's get started. Okay. Sisters, have you ever wanted to give a guy the pussy, but he fucked up when he opened his mouth and said some shit that turned you off? As a book reader, I feel similarly to that. I want to praise the show, but they've been fucking up this season. In no particular order, I'm going to break this shit down. One, Dorn was some bullshit. The fight scene looked like teenage girls fighting grown-ass combat-hardened men. What a letdown. <laughs> Does Obara San need to introduce herself in every scene? In the books, she is pushing 30 years old. She looks to be 16 in the show. The writers appear to want to throw them in just to say that they covered that plot line, but they are making a mockery of it. Braun may have been poisoned, though. Number two. <clears throat> Loras defeated the mountain in season one. He is a skilled knight. Why are the writers reducing his character to a horny gay guy? Yeah. Yeah, they have done that. Yeah, they have done that. Three. What, well, they have said that he is a good fighter, but they, we haven't seen enough of that. Uh, number three. What the fuck, Common? You see what happens when a single mother spoils her boys, sisters. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, really. <clears throat> number four. I see you at, at a BC. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Do cock merchants have some sort of a certification process? He, he will always be at a beastie to me. Yeah, to everybody else. To see you <laughs> uh, four. Reads, uh, reads of the episode. Little finger to Lancel. We both peddle fantasies, brother. Lancel. Uh, uh, excuse me. We both peddle fantasies, brother Lancel. Mine just happened to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Boop. Boop. Uh, little finger. <clears throat> Sir Loris was promised to me, but instead, he chose the company of boys. Little finger to Cersei. One's choice of companion is a curious thing. Boop. Boop. Uh-huh. <laughs> Number six. Sansa was not raped. I will give you two reasons why. A. The real rape scene that was foreshadowed back in season two, episode six, the old gods and the new, minute 28, 28 minutes and 16 seconds, 
Sansa ran into that alley being chased by four guys who asked her if she'd ever been fucked. Now, that was a rape scene. Luckily, she was rescued by the Hound, if you remember. B. Yeah. Season 2, Episode 9, Blackwater, Minute um, th- 3009. Cersei to Sansa, have I shocked you, little dove? Tears aren't a woman's only weapon. The best one is between your legs. Learn how to use it. Now drink. Sansa learned from the baddest bitch in the business, second only to Lady Elena, of course. Yep. <clears throat> Sansa has always been a keen observer of people's affairs over the seasons and has learned much from them. If you recall when Sansa was getting bathed by Miranda, who was trying to scare her, she said, My name is Sansa Stark of Winterfell. This is my home. You can't scare me, bitch. Now kick rocks. <laughs> Sansa, <clears throat> Lady Sansa is about to become a boss. She is playing a game of Dim Thrones, and she shall win my prediction. Thanks for your many, many hours of podcast installment, sisters. Myron. <laughs> no P.S.? And no, he has no P.S. this time. Okay, cool. Well, thank you, Myron, thank for you, that love-ass email. <laughs> it was love. And you know what? Okay. On, on uh, uh, Sansa, hmm. I, <clears throat> there is nothing... There, to me, there is nothing in her character that should give any of us any reason to think that she was going to do anything but acquiesce to their wishes. Say, yes, I'm a, I'll take this man. Yes, I'll get married and go on to, to, to the wedding uh, 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 bedroom chamber. But I do agree with the fact that uh, she, being from Westeros, knew what was going to happen. Now, that didn't, didn't alter the fact that it was still kind of horrific, but, you know. But there's no way she would fight back or anything. I mean, no. That's not her. That's not her character. I think I've said enough on the topic, so I'm going to skip that. Hi. Thank, Thank you, Byron. Byron. Okay, our next email is from Osenu. Oh. Or Usenu. Okay. It's Usenu. Hey, Usainu. Hey, Usainu. We fucking up your name. I know we are. Probably but. are. Sorry. Sorry. But thank you for the phonetic <laughs> Dear sisters, I'm sure you've heard this numerous times before, but I'm a huge fan of your podcast, and I hope you ladies are able to do this for a very long time. We will. I'm a long-time listener, but I'm not really good at speaking the English language. So I never send a voicemail feedback or tagline before. Aww. Oh, well, you should. Well, you should anyway. However, this, or say it in your language. Yeah, say it in your language. However, this latest episode of Game of Thrones was so emotional and impactful for me, I just had to express my feelings to someone who could understand what I am going through. Okay. So please forgive me if this email is long ass or doesn't make perfect grammatical <laughs> sense. Oh, is it I'll long ass? I to have someone proofread this before I send it. It is long. Oh, it's long ass. Before I talk about the elephant in the room, let me first say that I enjoyed this episode as a whole, despite a few awkward scenes. I did too. I love the Tyrion and <coughs> excuse me and Jorah scenes, especially the cock merchant part. <laughs> I enjoyed having Lady Elena back in King's Landing. I especially liked when she gave Cersei um, that tilted glare at the end of the trial. Yes. It was like she was saying with her face, "This dumb bitch." I tried to be nice and let bygones be bygones, but I guess I'll have to break you after all. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. You know she was saying that. You know it. <coughs> I also like that we are getting some answers to the mysteries in the House of Black and White. I'm guessing it is a place for the hapless to go for assisted suicides yep. or something. 
Yep. However, if that is the case, why are the faceless men assassins as well? It was hard to watch Jack and whip Arya, even though he was probably just trying to teach her how to lie convincingly. I don't know what to think about that room with faces, but I guess Sister Kay was right about what they used the dead bodies for. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I couldn't stand the Dorn scenes at all. I couldn't believe that I was still watching Game of Thrones. The acting was dull, the writing was bad, and fight was just pathetic. Mm-hmm. It felt like I was back to watching Power Rangers or something. <laughs> Are we supposed to believe that the random Dornish soldier who almost killed a one-handed Jamie was a better fighter than Oberyn's daughters? Mm-hmm. Plus, why did Elaria and the Sand Snakes decide to abduct Marcella in the middle of the day instead of that night? Exactly. What are the chances that both sides could so easily sneak in, find Marcella, and confront each other at exactly the same time? Well, I feel like they didn't have to sneak because they live there. Right. But. Because they're his daughters. But, but so. the, the main thing is it's fucking high noon. Yep. I mean, damn, that's stupid. The only good thing about the entire part of the episode was how short it was. Though mm-hmm. I am a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> that's cold. Though I'm a little worried that we got a focus shot on bronze cut. We already know that the Dornish people like their poison. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I keep trying to avoid talking about the ending of this episode, but I'll have to politely disagree with both of you about Jamie's feelings about Tyrion. You have to understand that understand that Jamie, Jamie has been defending Tyrion against his father and even his sister lover for most of his life. While everyone else thought that Tyrion was a monster, Jamie unquestionably loved him. Plus, while Tywin was a hard man to all of his children, it was obvious that Jamie was his favorite and he wanted the best for him. However, Jamie still risked all of that to free Tyrion, even though he knew how angry and disappointed his family will be in it. And what does Tyrion do in repayment? He basically spat on Jamie's gesture and killed their father in cold blood and put his entire family and house in very great danger without a thought. All for a two-timing, backstabbing, good-for-nothing whore who was responsible with probably Cersei for sending him to death in the first place and not his father after all. That's a good point. Well, I, I disagree because what else, what else could he do? I mean, Tyrion... What else? Well, she's talking about, or he is talking about the fact that Jamie being angry with Tyrion. Yeah, but think about it. What else could he do? What else could he do but be angry? I mean, he didn't have no... Yes, he knows his father mistreated Tyrion, this, that, and the other, but he loved his father. Right. But he had, had a good relationship with his father. We had said last week that we were uh, annoyed with him for saying he was going to split Tyrion. That's true. Um, Tywin only wanted to get rid of Tyrion by sending him to Night's Watch during the trial. It wasn't until Tyrion announced to the whole court that, that he wanted a trial by combat that Tywin's hands were forced to agree to settle the whole matter with the results of the fight. Sigh. Finally, Sansa. Well, that was depressing. Everyone could pretty much tell where this was going the minute she entered Winterfell, but it was still hard to watch. I hope this doesn't break Sansa and instead makes her stronger. She and Theon better be making plans to flay all the Boltons, even Walda at this point. She's already, she already is afraid after all. <clears throat> Sincerely, and then she sends us a um, Game of Thrones Season 5, Episode 6 reaction link to a video. Mm-hmm. Um, sincerely, Usainu. 
I apologize for this very long ass email. I will, I was, I will completely understand that this feedback is too long to read in your next review pot episode. Well, we read all everything. Yeah, we read everything, but we just don't want it long ass. I mean, since it's your first time, and you are obviously new. <laughs> well, they're not new. They listen, but they just never. Well, but, but I mean, she's new to the feedback, right? In the feedback. Usainu, if you're a female or a male. Anyway, thank you for the email. And then they say, uh, she says, he's whoever says, by the way, how can I donate directly to the Sister Speak podcast? Do you have a Patreon by any chance? No, we don't, but I'm looking into that because I've heard of Patreon, but I've not seen What is how Patreon? It it's like where people can donate to you. Okay, well, but I, it's a different type of thing. It's not so much like a donate button or something. Oh, that's well, Sister K, Sister K probably has not read my response. Yes, I have. On our Facebook I've page. ignored yeah. it. Yeah. Well, we're going to be ignoring the donate page too. No, we ain't. Yeah, because it's it. It. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, a lot of different people do it. Yeah. And uh-huh. it doesn't mean that we can't do it just because it's extra work or whatever. Yeah. Well. Okay. So anyway. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll figure it out when we have it. Of course, we will let y'all know. Thank you, Sainu. <sighs> Thank you, Sainu. It ain't gonna happen. Whatever. <laughs> Sister, Sister J don't handle the page. Hey, but you know what, Sister J? No, you know Sister J know what you're talking about. It no, ain't happening. She don't. Yeah. She really don't. Because <clears throat> she don't research nothing for the podcast. Oh yeah. Well, stuff, you know what? So it's not happening. Okay. Anyway, next move on. Is from Zombie Mom. Hey, Zombie Mom. Hey, Zombie Mom. Hey there, ladies and nation. I hope everyone in your box was unbowed, unbent, and unbroken. <laughs> this episode just killed me. The Hall of Faces is pretty awesome and creepy, but I forgot everything I had just watched when I saw Sansa getting raped. Sigh. I hate that shit. I kept saying out loud, Reek, damn it, stab the fuck out of it and stab that motherfucker. <laughs> Stabbed him in the back. We should have all known Bolton's going to do that, but it did not make it any better. Well, of course. I really can't wait till the Boltons pay their debts, if you know what I mean. <laughs> the poor Stark family needs some justice for all the shit that has happened. Damn. Love you, <coughs> love you ladies. <coughs> Thank you, Sonny Mom. Thank you, Sonny Mom. Now, that was an appropriately linked. Email appropriately. Thank note. you. Zombie mom is on. <laughs> Thank you, zombie mom. And yeah, you know, let's face it. They put that rape scene in there for the shock value that it got, and that's the whole reason why. Because as we pointed out, everybody knew what was going to happen, but we didn't need to see it. But that's the point. That's the point. Yeah. That's so. a terrible. Thank you, zombie mom. Thank you, zombie mom. Okay, our next email, excuse me, is from Miss FDM. Hey, Miss FDM. Hey, sisters and family. I hate to be a downer, but this last episode was a mess from top to bottom. Poor writing and poor editing. One, what's with the sand duds? (laughs) Oh, I like that. Sand duds. That whole plan, or lack thereof, was so stupid. Like Sister J said on a previous podcast, they have... They have home court advantage. Yes. So that made this scene extra stupid. Extra. I kind of give Jamie and Bron a pass because they came in disguise. But these young ladies have lived in Dorne their whole lives, and this is their uncle's house. The uncle who is the ruler of Dorne. Yep. Who you know has plenty of guards who are trained as good as you, if not better. And you know he sat up on that balcony all day. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Y'all gonna die from sheer stupidity. <laughs> yeah, and the other point, like you said, he sits and watches the fucking yeah, garden. Yeah, he watches the gardens all fucking day. Well, I they, mean, damn. I don't know why they didn't just play, try to play it off. We were trying to save her. Now, that was that's a good lie, see? That would have been a good lie. That was a good lie, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, speaking of stupidity, that Laura's trial was a mess. <laughs> that, <laughs> was, <laughs> that was, it was a mess. I understand y'all wanting to get in a conflict between the Tyrells and Lannisters, and we are all happy to see Lady Elena, but that defense of Oliver was weak. Of course, she would have seen Loras naked if you were his squire, which is what you said. Yeah. One of your duties would be to dress the knight you squire for. Exactly. Every person that has a squire has been shown dressing them on the show. And especially when your squire, when you're a male and your squire's a male. And especially considering, and that goes in the same thing as the Sand Snakes. Why didn't you just say, nah? Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah. We didn't do nothing. We were just trying to save her from you two fools. Well, no. I'm talking about with Laura. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He just said, nah, we didn't sleep together. He saw it because I took off my clothes one day. Exactly. And Marjorie could have just easily said, I didn't walk in on them. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. guilty from the fucking get-go. Exactly. That was very poorly written. I agree with you, Miss FDM. That was very poorly written. Yes, it was. Um, Three. What the hell are they doing to Sansa? What is the point of this? Yeah. This is pure speculation. But even if Theon mans up, Brienne and Pod get into Winterfell, and the Northern Lords raise up and eliminate the Boltons, making her wardeness of the North. How long is that going to last whenever Rickon and Bran roll back around? Mm-hmm. Or since Littlefinger is coming back to basically make himself Warden of the North. Yeah. So this is too much for her not to really have a posit- positive ending, in my opinion. Since it seems in Game of Thrones universe that no woman can hold absolute power on her own. Exactly. For the time being. Hopefully the law of secession will change by the end. Because if you've been noticing most of it, because if you have been noticing... Most of the men of the great houses are dying off. Yes, they are. They well, that's true, but, but, you know. There's a bunch of houses left. They're not, yeah, like, That's great. a whole bunch of them. Uh, four. Finally, the only person who didn't completely work my nerves was Tyrion. Tyrion definitely needs to get to Danny and school her. Yep. He is the only person to ask any reasonable questions concerning her ruling. Mm-hmm. Like, so you, <clears throat> so you win your dragons who you don't have complete control over, burn up everything, then what? I don't know why all y'all so gung-ho about her getting to Westeros. She's going to have similar problems to the ones she's having now in Marine, and we see how she's been dealing with them. Yep. That's, that's true. true. That's I mean, true. that's a good point, Miss FDM. I think the problem is, same problem I have with Walking Dead. We're in fucking Georgia too fucking long. Yeah. We're in Marine She's in too Marine too, long. too fucking long. Thank yeah. You. We've been there for a whole season. Yeah. And a half already okay um she ain't got good sense <laughs> she's just a fool with dragons and it's very telling who is really concerned with the good of the realm yeah and Tyrion is the only one to truly question her leadership and he hasn't even met her boop boop I know it's long sorry I'll try to keep it short next time for <laughs> real uh-huh uh-huh Miss FDM but you know what though that wasn't I mean that was a little long ass but it wasn't too bad it wasn't too bad, but as long as but I, I agree with you about the Sansa thing. What's the point? I mean, we are so fucking sick and tired. We are sick and tired of seeing her tortured, 
mentally. We are sick and tired of seeing Reek tortured, physically and mentally. Yep. We tired of it. Tired. I don't care if they was in Bravos. We tired of it. Tired. It don't make no difference what scene it the is. is. We is tired of it. They keep doing it. They too keep doing long. it. We've been with T- uh, what's his name and Reek. Reek. Uh, for what? A season, two seasons? Two, three seasons. Two yeah. fucking seasons and, now. And, and, and still torturing and that still shit. torturing him. That's the problem. It's still not, got him sleeping in a fucking so kennel with a dog. The, the story yeah. is that they're still fucking there. I mean, come on now. Kill the fool or, or something. Or let Do him it. escape or something. You know? Or else drop that storyline altogether. Like y'all drop other shit. Yep. Anyway... Thank you, Miss FDM. Thank you, Miss FDM. For riling us up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, our next email is from Linda. Hey, Linda. Hey, ladies. I hope everyone is doing well. I will be quick and clear. Yes, rape is awful, and the show does have a history of exploiting it as a plot point. But the uproar over Sansa's rape bothers me. It seems extreme, hypocritical, and sexist in a backwards way. Yep. Some people are saying Sansa has lost her agency or saying that she is she was getting so strong and now her storyline is ruined. They say she can only be a victim now. So does that mean if a person is raped, his or her story is over and they can never come back from being a victim? Exactly. That is a scary thought. See, I agree I with you, Linda. Heard any of that. Oh yeah, I have online I especially. Yes. I agree wholeheartedly with you, Linda. Uh, uh, 100%. Marion Ramsey was a calculated risk. Sansa knew something like this could happen, so isn't to say that she was asking for it. No. Or it wasn't rape or any of that bullshit. She knew that she had no desire to have sex with Ramsay, but she needed to marry him for her plans to move forward. Exactly. So she went ahead with her plans. Any person who goes into battle knows they might be killed or maimed. It's up to each warrior to decide how much of themselves they are willing to risk. Sansa is fighting a battle even though she doesn't have a sword. Yep. She decided her goals were worth the risk. I don't think we can judge it until we see the whole season play out. Now, I like that. I like that uh, uh, a comment, Linda. I do. To me, the scene with Miranda was far more important than the rape was. Sansa wasn't broken by watching her father die, living under the constant threat of rape and death in King's Landing, or having her last known living blood relative try to throw her out the moon door. Yeah. I doubt Ramsay's penis will break her. I had to get that off my chest. Take care, sisters and family. Linda from Portland. Thank you, Linda, Thank for you, that Linda. email. And Linda, I agree with you 150%. Yeah, I agree with you. That does not mean that Sansa is, uh, you know, is going to stay a victim or can't come back from it or didn't, doesn't have some kind of plan. She knew what was going to happen. She from Westeros. She know what what happens to women on their uh, uh, wedding nights. Now, yeah, like I said uh, in our recap, I'm sure she didn't uh, expect it to be quite so brutal. But hey, you know what? Now she knows that he's a brutal guy because... Oh, she we're, been there. Right. She knew. So, you know, all, the, all the people complaining need to get over it and move on. Well, I'm going to still complain about it because they don't need to keep showing this shit. And I'm, I never did think that her story was over... Or that she, her story was ruined or anything like that. Oh, no, that. no, no. I, I, I don't need I haven't seen I haven't seen comments like that. Before. Oh, yeah. I guess I've been busy, but... Yeah, you have. But I haven't seen... Oh, it was all shit. over Twitter. It was all over uh, 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 some Facebook posts and stuff. Well, I don't think it's the end of anything. I no. Think if anything, I think it's the start of her saying, okay, fuck this shit. 
I'm about to have to get rowdy batty, and I hope it happens before the end of the season. Yeah, I hope she get rowdy on his ass. Shit. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Linda. But I'm tired of them fucking seeing, showing shit like that. Oh, they're going to show it for the shock value over and over again because they got exactly what they wanted. Everybody was talking about it on on social media, all the social medias. Everybody was talking about it on on all the talk uh, TV shows like, you know, The View and The Talk and all that stuff. Everybody was talking about it. They got exactly the desired effect that they got. So, you know, uh, trust me, it'll happen again. Maybe not to her, but it, it will happen again next season. Yeah. Okay, our next email is from Benji. Hey, Benji. Sister Kay and Sister Jay, Benji here. It's been a couple episodes since I've written in, but after this episode, I had to comment. <laughs> I was very depressed after this episode, and I think we all know why. That last scene lingered with me for a long time. It was traumatic. I've been following the uproar resulting from this and wanted to share my thoughts. First of all, there is no question in my mind that it was rape and it was terrible. It was meant to be terrible. However, I don't agree with the level of anger being directed at the writers because despite its brutal nature, it is completely within the character of Ramsey and the show in general to do this. Yep. We have seen lots of horrible things happen to good people in this show. Yes, we have. We have. That red wedding just takes a cake for me. It seems to me that Sansa had made up her mind to go through with the wedding night, and her actions seemed to bear this out until Ramsey insisted that Theon watch. Yep. At that point, Sansa loses her composure as the horror of her situation hit home. Mm-hmm. I really felt for her. I agree with that, though. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Some say it was lazy writing and several and served no purpose because we already know how sick Ramsey is. But Sansa just met him. Apart from stories from Miranda and Ramsey messing with her head at dinner, she had not been personally violated by him. This gives her a rock-solid motive for killing him apart from his association <laughs> with Ruth Bolton, who betrayed and killed her family. Yep. This show is dark and brutal, and for some, it's too much. I tend to watch the show like I would study history. I don't like stepping out of the show world to criticize the writers. I take the events as they are, and my emotions follow appropriately. As a man, however, my perspective is admittedly limited. I'm eager to hear your opinion on this, as it is a very polarizing topic. Thanks for reading my email and continue to do the fantastic job you've been doing with this podcast. <laughs> Jamaica remembers Benji. <laughs> Thank you, Benji. Thank you, Benji. Jamaica remembers. I like that. Jamaica remembers. <laughs> Welcome to Jamaica. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Uh-huh. Like no, you don't. No. Anyway, um, well, I mean, you know, I. Tend to agree somewhat, Benji. Um, you know. Well, I mean, we've already said everything yeah, you could say. I think the so. The bottom line is that I am tired of seeing the torture. We've been there for too yeah. long. That's my complaint about Danny. That's my complaint about Bolton's. But I do agree with your. Long. I do agree, Benji, with your views about Sansa. And from the moment that she agreed uh, 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 with Littlefinger to go down there knowing she had to marry Ruth Bo- uh, uh, Ramsey Bolton. And especially, I agree with you, that bathtub scene where she told the girl, uh-huh, I, my name is Sansa Stark and this is my home. I'm not afraid of you or anything. She knew how brutal uh, Ramsey was. Like I, like I said, though, she probably didn't think it was going to be quite that brutal, but she knew what was going to happen. 
Because she told them finger before he left. Oh, you going to leave me here and go back to King's Landing? He said, hey, but I got to. Well, I'll probably be a married woman by the time you get back. So she knew. She knew. So, yeah. You know, everybody need to get over it and move on. All right. Okay, our next feedback is from Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Hi, sisters. It's Michelle from Brooklyn. Attach our two audio files. Oh, cool. Brooklyn, that would be a good accent. This is Orlando's mama. Yeah. Okay. Let me play that now. Okay, cool. Hey, sisters. This is Michelle Pessoa from New York City commenting on the latest episode of Game of Thrones. I don't know what's going on with Arya in the uh, House of Faceless Men. You know, they're trying to teach her to, to give up her identity, but I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't see that being a good thing, so I want to know where it's going to go. When Arya went in the face with uh, the place with all the faces, I was sure that the one that she touched was going to bite her. <laughs> hey, black slavers. Didn't see that coming. Oh, wait, yeah, I did. You know, black people don't own anything in Westeros. They just are on the fringes as slaves, slavers, former slaves, former slave masters. Yeah. So, Adebisi from Oz, or Mr. Echo from Lost, is uh, going to enslave Tyrion and Jorah. So, uh, I think we know how this is going to turn out, you know, with him instead getting enslaved and killed for bothering to touch white people because you can't enslave white people and get away with it. I'm really concerned about Loras. Um, you know, since they have these uh, religious fanatics that have him in custody and his crime is being a homosexual, I mean, that leaves the door wide open for them to do heinous stuff, you know, starting with castration, you know, and... Oh, boy. He's not coming out as unscarred. I like Loris, you know? He was just a chill dude, you know? Ugh. I don't get Littlefinger's plan. I don't know what the hell is going on with him. I mean, he had to know that it wasn't safe to leave Sansa by herself, you know? With the Boltons. So he just hung her out to dry. You know, people are saying, oh, Sansa, you know, she made her own choices and stuff. Well, what what choice could she could she have? You know, he gave her the so-called choice on that hilltop in uh, episode two. Uh, and he told her, okay, well, if we go, if we ride towards Moth Kaelin, I'm setting up this marriage for you. And, you know, if you don't want it, I can turn right back around. He want to turn around. He had this emotion. He would have gone. He would have done something about it, you know, or, or find somebody even worse to hook her up with. She didn't have any choice. This is what we call a lack of agency. I think it's so adorable how Tristane and um, Marcella have this this cute little um, Disney romance thing going on. You know, you would think the world wasn't crashing down all around them. They were just walking around in the in the water garden with their cute clothes and their cute prom queen and prom king look. And I'm going to marry you. Oh, do you really love me? Smooch, smooch, smooch. <laughs> oh my God, they're they're living in a completely different fairy tale than everybody else in this show. God bless them. The sand snakes attack um, on Marcella was completely incompetent. Um, 
it looked like something out of um, the Xena TV series. And frankly, I think Xena and Gabrielle would have put up a much better fight than these these chicks here. Um, they were embarrassingly bad, and Braun was laughing at them, you know? So, oh my God, you know, don't, don't put females on the show and have them supposedly badass if they're not badass, you know? I, I would rather see no women fighting, but but holding their own competently, using their mind, instead of having them looking like you know jesters and minstrels, you know, flailing around and getting their swords slapped out of their hands. All right, so just just stop. It was so nice to see Lady Olena again. I mean, for the youngsters out there who don't know her as Mrs. Peel. She was like an inspiration to young girls growing up like in the late 60s, early 70s because she was bad. You know, she was a secret agent and she really knew how to fight. I mean, she would, would do martial arts and kick people and look real like she would flip you out a window, you know. It wasn't no pity pat stuff, you know. And she was sophisticated, too. It was just a really cool show. That was the original Avengers, not to be confused with the Marvel Avengers. So, Lady Olena, to see her, you know, now as this much older person, but still sly and still, you know, kicking ass in her own way, it's just really nice, you know? So, just to finish up, um, yeah, the last scene there, the whole thing with, uh, with Sansa and uh, the, you know, the rape scene, you know, my number one concern is that there seems to be a lot of people out there who didn't consider that rape. And uh, um, if you're the type of person that didn't consider that rape, you scare me. Because I hope you're never on a jury. I hope you never have anyone in your family that is either accused of, of rape or ha or has something attempted on them. Because you're going to get a, a big, wide, guess what. Um, and especially, it's disturbing to hear women talking about other women and saying they don't consider that they were raped. That's very strange. To me, that's like internalized oppression when I hear that. I feel sorry for people like that. Anyway, you know, enough of that. Um, that rape scene did not do anything to further the story. I think it's a cheap, lousy writing tactic to use um, rape to inspire men. I'm, I'm like, fuck that. I mean, who cares if Theon is inspired. This shouldn't be about Theon. The hell with Theon. What I would like to see is for the direwolf Nymeria to, to sense that Sansa is in trouble and come running all the way up from the Riverlands and bust into the into Winterfell, kill up all those guys, and then um, Sansa jumps on the back of the direwolf and they just take off and they go hide in the woods and they, they live like a kind of wild lifestyle and they're killing people. That would be good. Is that going to happen? Probably not. Anyway, this has been Michelle from NYC. Looking forward to hearing more on the Sister Speak podcast. Bye. Thank you, Michelle, for that voicemail. Thank you, Michelle. And Michelle, that was, that was way too long. Long that ass was way, voicemail, No, Michelle. no. You can't occupy the voicemail that long. Don't do that again, please. No, that was way too long. Long as. Now, we, uh, you basically covered... Everything that we every single scene, <laughs> we don't need no recap. Well, I'm I'm just saying she covered everything that yeah. That well, we've already that covered. was too damn long. 
Well, the only thing is, by the time, this time in the podcast, with all the be- feedback, we've already covered everything. Exactly. But, but, I will say, as far as the Nymeria thing, I don't think that'll happen just because Nymeria wasn't Sansa's direwolf, it was exactly. Arya's. And so I don't know if they're going to be linked with their siblings, but well, that's going to be and, an interesting And thing. even if, if they're linked with their siblings, which I kind of think they are, she wouldn't go to Sansa, she would go when Arya comes back. Well, that's the thing that I'm saying, though. If they're linked, if the direwolves are linked to any Stark, then... No, uh, I think they're linked to their Stark. See, that's what I'm thinking, too. They're linked to their Stark. Ghost is linked to John. Right. Yeah. Shaggy Dog is linked to Rickon. Right. And that's why he's with right. him. And we don't know where the hell Nymeria is. Right. Because, because Arya made her go. Right. So she's a wandering around there somewhere. I think that she's yeah. probably waiting for Artie to get anyway. back to Westeros. So <sighs> but next week, don't make that shit long. Thank you, Michelle. Hey, Orlando. Hey, Orlando. Okay, our next feedback is from Carmen. Hey, Carmen. Hey, Carmen. Hey, sisters. Love the podcast. I listen while cleaning my house, so it doesn't seem very long at. <laughs> I was just going to answer your question about who sent the birds about Daenerys that Samwell was reading. Sam was just reading his copy of U.S. Weekly that he ordered from Shireen <laughs> so he could see her, so he could get her campfire girl badge. Oh, Lord. So they were sent by Publishers Clearinghouse. Mm. That was all I wanted to say. You guys cracked me up. It <laughs> does make the time go by faster. Carmen from the state of Missouri. Oh, thank you, Carmen. Thank you, Carmen. For that very short, sweet <laughs> email. <laughs> we appreciate it. It is funny. I wish they would address who's sending all these raises. Yeah, how did he get that? Yeah, yeah. how did he get that information? How did he know that? How did... I don't think Jorah is still sending shit. I, I don't think so. And, you know? and, I mean, it can't be Varys. He's on the run. He's on the road. Like, I mean, I guess it could be, but why well, would he yeah. be sending it to... Sam. So somebody's sending it to Castle Black. They well, sent it to, to Meister Eamon. Right. So maybe mm-hmm. that's why they sent it to Meister Eamon. Mm-hmm. And see, John she, reads all the stuff. She was the last... You mean... Sam. Uh, excuse me, Sam. Yeah. Because she's the last Targaryen. Yeah. That's why. Anyway. Interesting. Thank you, Carmen. Thank you, Carmen. Okay, our next email is from Steve. Hey, Steve. Dear sisters, hello to the Sisters Speak family. I wasn't expecting the controversy that followed the scene between Ramsey and Sansa. Were you? Nope. I heard that some sponsors of Game of Thrones podcast threatened to withdraw because of the episode. Oh, please. What? I've never heard that. That's so ignorant. I have also seen a lot of posts from angry and upset fans. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit, it was upsetting. It was an upsetting scene. Oh, please. And I um, I don't know that it, it would should have taken it that far, but people are invested in these uh, characters and shit. And if people I, were so fucking invested in the characters, they would, they would see it the way Linda saw it and some of our other... Uh, 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 viewers, and that is that is the nature of Westeros and the People role of women. Shit. But that's not the point. It's not that we know this. That's my point. Is we know this. We don't need to see it every fucking every other. Now episode. that is true though. They didn't we have to show it. We already know what already is going to happen. We already know what yeah. happens and shit. I think that's what's got people spun up. That's probably it. But anyhow, so you know. I understand when people get pissed because I get pissed when they write shit janky on shit, you know, on just GP purposes and stuff. So, 
But I hadn't heard about sponsors and shit threatening. Yeah, now that's to really. To, wait, this is the kicker. They're threatening to stop being a sponsor on a podcast. On a podcast. Because that's of ignorant. An episode that they didn't write, they're just talking about. Yeah. So They're just talking about it. Sense. That's ignorant. If we had any sponsors. I'd tell them, shut the I'd fuck up. like, well, then fucking take your, go to Yeah, take your shit. fucking money and go. But Get to stepping. That's probably because we didn't got you. <laughs> No, we don't have no, wait a wait a we don't have no sponsor because we cuss. We no, yeah, no, I'm I think sure. because, there's other people that cuss, but it's but I don't want to be censored into what I talk about because of a sponsor. Oh hell no! We're what if not we were sponsored by I don't know a pantyhose company, pantyhose company, and we like we fucking hate pantyhose. <laughs> you would feel like because you were you were, hey, you, like, know what? Listen, you would feel like because you're sponsored by pantyhose company yeah. that you couldn't say you fucking hate pantyhose. We need to be sponsored by a liquor store. Well, that's the truth. <laughs> that is because so hey, but we, still, my point is, yeah, if we I know, I know. Sponsored by the liquor store, and we said we hate their fucking uh, store. You know, yeah. you would feel like you couldn't be honest about shit. That's so, true. I don't know. It's a slippery. It's a, it's a hard. Well, thing. I will tell y'all this one liquor store that I go to every now and then. But I'm telling you, they get on my fucking nerves because they got a big old sign on the fucking door. We are pet friendly, so you know what the fuck that means. You walk up in the store, all you want to do is get your little beer and wine and liquor and stuff and leave. And people got their goddamn dogs and shit up in there. I've never seen. Oh yeah. I never heard of such. I I will give you the address. <sighs> wow, I wouldn't go anyhow. But anyway, but it's real annoying stuff. when you want to run in and get your adult beverage. Why would they let dogs? And in there? there was this man. He had this dog, y'all. It was like a Great Pyrenees. If y'all ever seen a Great Pyrenees, they're big. They're big. He was that size, but he wasn't a Great Pyrenees. He was a poodle. And uh, wait a minute, the man said he was a poodle in a lab mix. That thing was like big as a pony, as a little Shetland pony. And it was not that well trained. Standard poodles are big. And I said, why did you bring that big ass thing up in the First of all, why would you bring a big ass dog to a liquor store? Oh, there was a woman in there had a cat. Their tails, some big dog's tails. Knocking up all the things. Yeah. A woman had a cat up in there. I've never seen a bird or nothing, but just don't. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Miss Bunny. Was but, she holding the cat or was the cat on a fucking leash? She was holding the cat. That's stupid. Shopping in the vodka aisle holding the cat. Doesn't make any sense. Because all because it says pet friendly. I mean, use Why some damn common sense be, and leave your pet at home. Why would you be pet friendly for a liquor store? I hey, unless don't ask are, me. Unless you are providing some. Dog you know what? And I looked all over that store. There wasn't nothing ab- about a pet in that whole fucking store except there was a little jar of some kind of treats sitting on the counter. That's so stupid. Like by the cash register. I'd have been like, look, I, I just need to know who come up with this promotional Isn't idea? that the ignorance thing? Ignorant. Too? That's the same thing about these restaurants that allow pets. Oh, yeah, I don't go to them. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. I'm not eating no, no. A, a, a restaurant and, and there's your dog. I don't even like eating outdoors. In the I don't outdoor eat outdoors because birds walk all and shit all and over. walk all over the fucking tables unless I don't it's eat. a covered outdoor area. I don't now, eat on I'll no patio. Eat, I'll eat on a covered patio, but not one that's open. I don't eat on no covered patio because I'm here to tell you. As we was talking about them fucking pigeons, 
uh, 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 especially the ones in downtown. Oh, they got some covered eating areas down on the West End. But them birds walk all over the tables and shit. Well, I mean covered, like totally like a screened-in porch. Oh, no. There's some that are screened-in so the birds can't even get to it. Oh, so no, I haven't some. seen any. Yeah, I haven't seen any several, like that. But hmm. I might eat at those, but I don't, but when these, you know, some friends that I have. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and tell the truth. <clears throat> tell the truth. They always want to go eat. And, and who the are side. they? They are never, ever peaceful people of color. Well, a couple of them are, yeah. but mostly... It's it's my white friends. Yeah. And they always want to go sit outside. Now, sit outdoors. It's fucking hot. Or cold. Mm-hmm. One time, these motherfuckers wanted to go sit outside, and it was 40 fucking degrees. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my black ass got to go in, <laughs> inside. Uh, y'all can sit out here and eat, but I'm getting <clears throat> some food and going inside. <laughs> so, they always want to eat outside. I'm like, first yeah, of all, wa- birds been walking all over this fucking they table. They like to eat outside. Ain't no tablecloth on this table. That's right. That's freshly laundered and shit. Mm-hmm. No, I ain't going to bear They got this. Uh, I used to go out and eat with these these group of uh, people in my office. And they always like to go to this one restaurant on the West End. Because, you know, everybody knows I work downtown Dallas. And uh, they have, not only do they have an outdoor, like, like uh, patio part. But the fucking train is maybe three feet from it. So, therefore, all that fumes and shit oh, from no. the train is blowing up over on your table. Oh, hell no. I don't no, need outdoors. No, I don't need ridiculous. outdoors. Isn't that nasty? It is. And including the birds. And them birds do not move. Well, I will eat outdoors if it's, if it's covered. I eat outdoors in my house. That's it. Even then... <laughs> There's yeah. bugs out. Even then. There's yeah. bugs outside. Uh, anyway. I keep ducking and dodging fucking uh, flies and shit. Okay. Trying to eat my food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to eat. They're trying to eat. Yeah, they're that's trying to eat many, too. That's too many things trying, trying to, eat. to eat. My food, okay? <laughs> okay. We done got way off. Ooh, Steve G. Thank you, Steve. Wait, no. We ain't even halfway done. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Go on, okay, Steve. Okay, I got caught up with the... Uh, Okay. Sponsors. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Steve. He says, I've also seen a lot of posts from angry and upset fans. I was listening to another Game of Thrones show, and one of the hosts was almost in tears talking about what had happened. To me, the episode fit into Game of Thrones' bleak world of massacres, torture, beheadings, genital mutilation, and Im- immolation. Yep. We already knew that Ramsey was a sadist and a sociopath. Yep. And you might... Excuse me. And you know something very bad is going to happen after a wedding. As Tyrion might say, if you want a romantic honeymoon, you've come to the wrong place. Yeah. <clears throat> the title of episode six, Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken, sounds even more poetic and powerful now. The good thing about bad things happening in Game of Thrones is that you know there will be re- a revenge and a reborn Sansa is going to make some people pay. I hope so. Well, hopefully so. Um, I was, and you know, uh, the, the thing about the tears, I mean, some people react to things differently. So, you know, because one person's not emotional about that kind of thing, doesn't mean that someone who is feelings are invalid or, or not, or overboard or something. No, but. People, things hit people in different ways. Right. You never know what someone's gone through and that, maybe that's why they're responding in a certain way. But so. by the same token, for those women who don't go Teary-eyed and stuff. That doesn't mean that no. we we condone it either. I didn't say that. No, I, I didn't say you said that. I'm just yeah. saying that's the other side that's of the true. fucking coin. That's true. Everyone's feeling about it is valid. 
Now, I don't agree that we need to boycott and take sponsors no. and shit away. No. Just, you know, tell them we don't like Just keep seeing the same fucking shit. And maybe they'll change it. Maybe they won't. That's our choice then to keep watching or not. Exactly. That's all you can do. Exactly. Keep watching or not. Ain't no I'm right? watching. Well, I'm watching, but, mm-hmm. I, but hey, that's the point of how I podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the shit. I love it, but I'm going to tell it when I don't like something. Oh, yeah. We and always do. Exactly. We always do. And that's the whole reason we started the podcast. One of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Continue. I was kind of hoping for some repayment from Theon, thinking he just might flip out and go all Rick Grimes on Ramsey. I know. But he stayed in Tyrese mode. Mm-hmm. Too bad his sister wasn't there. Mm. In recent past episodes, excuse me, in recent past podcasts, People have quoted Tyrion and Tywin saying Cersei isn't as smart as she thinks she is. And I nodded along with them thinking she's shooting herself in the foot, getting involved with all this Sparrow stuff. But then I started to think that maybe the show's writers are just setting us up for an ending where Cersei turns the tables and vanquishes her foes at the last minute. I keep wondering what role the mountain is going to play later on. Now that is a good point though because the mountain is still looming there somewhere. Somewhere. He's in, well, he's in, Kyburn. uh, yeah, Kyburn's a uh, lab and yep. he's doing shit on him. I'm from Atlanta, but I live overseas. I used to wait and watch my three favorite TV shows, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, and Boardwalk Empire, after each season finished. I'd order the Blu-ray box set and then watch the entire season in a week or so. But since I've been following the Sin Speak podcast, I've had to find a different way to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I just started the HBO Now service. So I look at the show on my iPad. Oh, cool. The first month, that is cool. The first month was free, and it's $15 thereafter. That's not bad. That's not bad. You get the entire HBO library, movies, TV shows, documentaries. Oh, that's pretty good. Sporting events, past and present. <clears throat> I just started True Blood episode one this week. Oh, yeah. Never seen it before, and I am loving it. I know you love Lafayette. Yeah, well, I know you'll love the first season. Right, but I know you'll love Lafayette. And even season two. No, no, there's some other seasons that are good. I love the season where they went to Dallas with Godric and that whole thing. That's season two. Uh, so you're going to love it. I mean, there, there are some things that you're not going to like, but, oh, it yeah, turns, that season one is the bomb because you get introduced to all the characters. It turns into a shit show. Yeah, well, you know, by, by season seven, yeah, it is a shit show, but hey. But then you can fast forward with the box set. Exactly. Or with, the, with the HBO now. Yeah. Um, well, I can see that Sister J is reaching for her jar of wildfire, so I will close. <laughs> hey, I got my jar of hippie juice I'm sipping on oh, right here. <laughs> All the best. Until the next time, Steve G. Thank, Thank you, Steve. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, you know, hopefully well, Sansa, Sansa will be getting some revenge, but... Yeah. But uh, your comment about Cersei, I don't quite agree. Interesting. Well, it's interesting. Because, well, because we know, we have seen it before, that Tywin and Tyrion both are, uh, have been correct. She is not as smart as she thinks she is. Nope. And, okay, you got Lancel running around confessing shit to be a, uh, one of the sparrows. You got the high sparrow yep. getting Loras. For uh, uh, sleeping with a man. What you think he going to do when he find out about Cersei? Right. 
I mean, really. And you know Lance will probably because does. she is in denial, Sister J. Yeah, That's well, I know. Problem. I know. She's in denial about all the shit she does. And that's why she feels confident. Right. So I don't think Cersei's going to be vanquishing nothing. Well, we don't know, but, you know. Anyway. Thank you, Steve. Interesting, interesting theory. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Okay, our next email is from Sandy. Hey, Sandy. Hello, sisters. Overing. We don't hurt little girls in Dorne. Cersei. Everywhere in the world, they hurt little girls. Mm-hmm. Well, that was upsetting and unnecessary, to put it mildly. Mm-hmm. And I mean everything except for the sequence with Tyrion and Jorah. The location was gorgeous, and it was filmed beautifully. The dwarf lives until we find the cock merchant. Is a classic. <laughs> yeah. As is, there is no cure for being a C-word. Yep. I have listened to your podcast for years, but I couldn't watch the last season of True Blood with you because the creator and writers abandoned their best characters and the writing was bad. Yep. So fucking true. It's, it, yep, that's La true. Lafayette, Tara, Tara, Sam, uh, Ace Molette, Christopher Maloney, Kenya, and more. Girl, they all deserve better. Girl. Girl. <laughs> that breaks up. Oh, that brings up memories, huh? And the bad thing is, is I find myself saying that shit. Girl. Girl. <laughs> I'm like, no, I will not, not say, say that. I don't say that. I try not to say I that. I try not to, but it's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I only watched the, the two ginger scenes when you ladies mentioned she was in the episode, and I love them. Yeah. I cared about Letty May's redemption as much as I care about Theon's. Not at all. <laughs> the truth. Tara and Sansa are who we care about. Both raped and and marginalized in, in the show. Yep. The same with Lafayette and Loras. Limited to being the gay guy. Yep. Poorly written deliberately. I know it. And that storyline with uh, Jesus and, and Lafayette, it was so promising. It was. It was so promising. They just dropped it. And the, Well, he killed them. Yeah. The well, that's what I'm saying. Spoiler alert, Steve. Uh, yes, spoiler alert. <laughs> and the Dornish may all well be the true blood fairies. All the overing mystery and the uh, vivaciousness has been wasted. You know what? Now, that's a good analogy. Yep. That's very good. Very clever. I would have rather seen what Sourpuss Balon Greyjoy was pissed off about or how that lech Walter Frey was taking the news of a Bolton grandchild. Mm-hmm. Sansa's wedding would have been the opportune time to switch to the aftermath of the last Stark Horror Fest at the Red Wedding. If we even needed reminders of how deeply betrayed the Starks were and how much Winterfell the North has lost in the war before Stannis gets there. The Arya sequence was filmed exceptionally dark, and I am wondering if that was because she was being hit in the same episode as Sansa being abused. It was good to, well, yeah. Well, it was yeah. good to know that Arya cared about the Hound but made the difficult decision to walk away. We kind of knew she cared about him. Well, sure, but I mean, uh, she she made the decision to walk away because the hound was on her list. Yep. He was still on her list, even though he was helping her and she was developing a a relationship with him, but she still said his name every night. Yep. You know? This episode made my soul sick. Until next week, sisters, free the dragons, Sandy. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Sandy. And yes, where are my fucking dragons? Where Please are babies? my dragons? Where are my motherfucking fucking dragons? Dusty fucking dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 
the dusty fox. I know. Yeah, it's about beetles. You haven't had an opportunity to say that no, this season yet. No, well, I have, but, mm. I, you know, uh, I say it on occasion. Okay. Okay, our ne- thank you, uh, Sandy. Our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Sister K, Sister J, and family. Sisters, I'm still upset about this episode. I was ready to quit, but I'll try it again next week to see if they can fix it. Oh, Lord. One, poor Jorah. That's a bad way to find out your dad died. I know that I, I yeah. did feel sorry for him a, a little bit there. Well, well, he could have been writing his dad's instead of fucking Barrett's. That's true, but but I did feel bad for him. Luckily, that cock merchant stuff lightened the mood. <laughs> Love to see how quick Tyrion is when faced with trouble once again. Ooh yeah. Two, the Hall of Faces was amazing. Arya better get to try one of those soon. I'm tired of watching her sweep floors. <laughs> Agreed. Three. I didn't love Jamie and Bronn's scenes. It was a terrible plan. I feel like the Sand Snakes were unorganized, too. Did Bronn get nicked? Yep. You know those Martells get sneaky with poison. Yep. yep. Four. Kings and queens are not above justice. Cersei, um, uh, no. Kings and queens are not above justice, Cersei. She played with the wrong woman. Lady Elena is going to raise seven hells. <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. Five. Now take all that shit I enjoyed and flush it down the fucking toilet. Let's discuss this mess of poor Sansa Stark. Why do they always go there on this show? <laughs> Hasn't Sansa been through enough? This does not make sense for her character. They built her up just to tear her down in the most awful way. <clears throat> and for what? Yeah. So Theon can save her, Brienne, Stannis, Littlefinger? What about Sansa's justice? She's been nothing but a pawn for whoever happens to snatch her up first. Yep. They give her a few good lines, make her sound clever and strong, and undo all that work in a heartbeat. I don't think they undid that. Yeah, I don't think they undid it. I'm just tired of singing it. Right. I yeah. already knew what was going to fucking happen. I mean, she was strong when Ramsey said, take off your clothes. She kind of, the first thing she did was look at Theon like, well, ain't he going to leave? Right. And when he said, no, 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 you're going to watch, then... Right, that's what... The realization hit her at that moment, I think. Yeah. Oh, shit. And, but she couldn't do anything, so she started... Even as she was turning around to, like, start undoing her, her dress her sleeves, she was starting to, to, to tear up. Because she realized, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. You know? Uh, let's hope they give Sansa back some power and hopefully some justice. If not, I don't know if I can continue watching if they're going to keep doing this to the women on Game of Thrones. We only got three more episodes, so... Until next time, take care, sisters. Lady Aaron, double middle finger of the pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> double, double middle, middle finger. <laughs> Thank you Thank for you, the email, Aaron. Oh. Well, you know... I'm not pissed off anymore. I mean, damn. You know... Well, it is what it is. We're late, so this is still raw emotion here. Right. But this, you know, we're a little bit late, so we've had time to live with it. But even after the like, episode, I mean, I was shocked that, that that they went there with the torture as far as the mental torture with Theon standing there and, and, and he being made to watch. But I was over it in a couple of days. I mean, you know. Yeah. But people you know, were just going way overboard. Well, this is still a couple of days, you know. Yeah. The same week, anyway. So. All right. Okay. Thank you, Aaron. I'm not going to stop watching, but I... I'm not going to stop watching. I'm going to definitely watch it. I do hope that they fucking 
you know. And even if they don't, you know what? We are smart viewers. We don't even exactly. see everything. But you know what? Even if they don't, I'm going to still be watching it. No. Yep. If I can make it through seven fucking seasons of True Blood Ooh, with that writing, oh, hell yeah, I'm sticking it out with that Game of Thrones. That is the fucking truth. Yeah. There. Yeah. Okay. Our next piece of feedback is a voicemail from Jackie. Oh, hey. So let me play that now. Cool. Hey lovely sisters and the Sister Speak family, this is Jackie calling from Silicon Valley. I'm so sorry for being so remiss in sending in my feedback lately. I recently started a new job at a startup and it's been really awesome but I've been super busy. Uh, just want to check in about the most recent episode with all that Bolton bastard bullshit with poor Sansa. Also wanted to check in about uh, that scene with Jack and Hagar holding that spanking rod because I know Sister Kay and I were both like... Ooh, and we saw him holding that and then the scene totally took a turn for something I wasn't expecting and we were both like Ugh. but yeah just wanted to thank you all for keeping me super busy with the Facebook page oh my gosh Bunny and Tim you guys are killing me and Sister J I am so not surprised that you have handcuffs and I just want to know are they pink and fuzzy and furry or are they more you know uh more utilitarian and for the sake of uh you know you know anyway hope you're all doing well and I hope you and the family all have a fabulous Memorial Day weekend thanks again for everything take care bye well thank you Jackie for that voicemail hey Nate (laughs) and Jackie just so you know Mine are utilitarian. Oh, Lord. Oh, they the real deal, baby. Oh, hell no. Silver and everything. Got a key. <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, because you got to lock them down for real. <laughs> oh, shit. Ain't no playtime. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, right. Jackie, on that scene, I was like, ooh, Jack and ooh, wait. <laughs> you got oh, yeah. a little too violent. I know. He was, but uh, he, he did look good, though. He did, but damn, they need to pull him out of some of them clothes. <laughs> they really do. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but I know you enjoyed the pictures that were posted on our Ooh, Facebook yes. page. Those were lovely. Mm-hmm. He looked really good. Tom or whatever his name is. Watch him black. Watch him little black. Watch him black. But he'd be fine, though. Tom W. That's yeah, Tom saying. W. Mm. Woo. Mm. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. And, Jackie, I'm planning my trip to uh, the Silicon Valley area. Oh, yeah. Those pinball machines. We need to have a Sister Speak Nation. Road trip. Road trip family reunion. Yes. At Jackie's house. <laughs> Road trip or to least, Jackie's house. At, yeah, at least a uh, yeah, caravan. That'd be caravan, cool. Caravan, and then we'll go play some pinball. Play pinball. Video games. Cookout. Old school style. Barbecue. Cookout, and then road trip it back. Road trip it back. And on the way... Mm. That'd be good. Get all the diners, drive-ins, and dives on the way. Oh, like that one dude does. Yeah. That'd be cool. That would be such a fun vacation. That would be a fun vacation. Yeah, it would. Okay, thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. Our next email is from Eleanor. Hey, Eleanor. Hey, sisters and Sister Speak Nation. This is Eleanor from the DMV. I remember you, Eleanor. Yep. District of something, Virginia. That's what it was. District of Virginia. Oh. Wow. Metro Virginia or something like uh, that. 
I love this episode. It had a lot of great scenes that left me longing for more. I heard that the reason Jacqueline was whipping Arya is because to become faceless, you have to tell believable lies. Exactly. And he did not believe her. When she told the sick girl that drinking from that fountain would take away her pain, and the girl believed her, Jacqueline had a change of heart. Yep. I hope Arya doesn't take on that face she kept looking at. It reminded me of Uncle Fester from the Adams family. I know. That was an ugly old woman face, too. That was an old face. Mm-hmm. Tyrion is too much. He had me rolling with laughter when he talked his way out of getting his cock cut off. <laughs> and how he may have saved Jorah from the salt mine. Yeah, he did. I can't believe they would have dick dealers, or as Eddie B.C., the guy from Oz said, cock merchants. Yep. Shaking my head. <laughs> it was great to see Lady Elena again. She will have to bear her fangs and bring out her claws because Cersei set that shit up too tight. Oh, yeah. The look on her face as they took Marjorie away was like, I don't believe this shit. That bitch done lost her damn mind. Mm-hmm. We finally got to see the sand snakes in action. and it, and uh, In action. That was good. The oldest one, Obera, probably named after her father, always looks mean. But that was a good fight scene. Mm. No. No, it, it wasn't. Sooner or later, that guy who broke up the fight is going to do some slicing and dicing. Since Prince Over, excuse me, since since, since Prince Doran keeps asking if he has forgotten how to swing the axe. Exactly, I think so too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally, poor Sansa having to wed that sadistic bastard Ramsay. That was a beautiful coat she wore. Yes, it was. It was I beautiful. Love that dress. Beautiful outfit. It was awesome. Um, and that as ripped it up. Ugh, he is worse than Joffrey in that he likes personally torture people. Yep. Joffrey had people do it for him. Yeah. She's been through a lot and will get her revenge and I can't wait. Theon witnessing this and probably more to come may help him snap out of it. It would be good if they could kill him together. Tag team style. That would be good. Yeah, and then if she turned around and kills him. That would mm-hmm. be, that'd be the only good thing about that scene. Well, no, that's a point. That's team a point. up, kill... Bolton, and then turn around and kill Theon. Um, I had to take a drink after that last scene. <laughs> Hope I wasn't too long ass, but it was a great episode. Bye. And that is from Eleanor. Thank you, Eleanor. Thank you, Eleanor. And that was an appropriate length email. Yes. Yes, that was very was nice. a little bit on the longest side. But well, but that was very nice, though. Very, very nice good. length, though. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you very much. And, you know, hopefully... Hopefully, that will be in the finale, at least, if Sansa gets some kind of revenge. Even if we don't find out if the Boltons got killed or not, just so she could stick him or something. That would be nice. Yeah. But... Stick him in his sleep or something. Something shit. You know? The hot grits. Mm-hmm. Something. Hey. Hot grits. Need some breakfast stuff. <laughs> hey. Whoops, I tripped. Well, but... Uh, um, yeah. Okay. And she get hurt worse. Yeah, she probably would. Because mm-hmm. you got to kill him, otherwise it's going to be worse Thank for you. You, you got to just kill his Yeah, ass. you have to kill him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure he's dead. All the way gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next email is from Marcus. Hey, Marcus. Hey, Marcus. What's up, sisters? I hope everyone is enjoying and having a safe Memorial Day weekend. Yep. And if you're sipping like Cersei, don't get behind the wheel. <laughs> Thank you for that public service. Hey, I never drink and drive, ever. Bunny, you stole the show with your hilarious song on the last podcast, <laughs> and you really have a nice, a very nice singing voice. Encore, encore. <laughs> okay, sisters, let's get this started with this medium-ass email. 
Arya is finally ready to be somebody, but not ready to be nobody. And I totally agree with your boo, Sister K, on this. Speaking <laughs> 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 of booze, I hereby divorcing. I hereby am divorcing Daenerys. She's falling for another buck tooth fella, and she's neglecting our children. Two are starving, and the black one is flying around the world all thugged out. I know. Yeah. Sisters, I'm with some of. I'm, I'm, excuse me. Sisters, I'm with some of the other fellas. Melisandre, aka Dirty Red. She can get it. I like that Dirty Red. I know I read that wrong. Sorry, y'all. It's late. Sisters, I'm with some of the other fellas. Melisandre, aka Dirty Red. She can get it every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Oh, Lord. I got a thing for heads. Woo! But I wouldn't do it without a casterly rock condom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause you be having a smoke baby, smoke baby something. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna write my first negative response about the show. This Sansa scene had me pissed. Not just because it perpetuates the established rape culture this country has, but for the fact that it was unnecessary and not conducive to the storyline or yep. with the storyline. Stop trying to shock us and write a good story, damn it. Yeah, that's true. Sisters, that had a read time of one minute and twenty one seconds. And if it were longer, I know Sister J would read me fat much faster than that. <laughs> Have a great weekend, Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. For that email. And yeah, I mean, we both agree, too, that it just wasn't, the Sansa scene wasn't necessary. We knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to be brutal. But we just didn't need to see it. We didn't need to see it. Yeah. That's, I think, what got most yeah. people up. I mean, they could have had a scene the next morning where she's talking to one of the one of the maids or one of the maids come in and, and say, that's also, you know, that's also something I think if, I don't know how many women writers they have on Game of Thrones, but that's something that maybe a woman would have come up with and said, you know, we've already seen this about 50 million times on the show. Mm-hmm. Do we need to see it again? Well, hey, it's the same thing as the writers on The Walking Dead and The uh, 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 True Blood. With that, put that fucking part down Tara's head. You know, ain't no black woman wrote that shit. Okay. Anyway, I'm still pissed about that shit. They did have a black woman writer on their show, though, too. But she didn't write that. Well, we hope she did. Hey, I know she didn't write that. Well, you don't know. Anyway. We don't even know if they even have a say. I don't think you write hairstyles and shit unless it's pertaining to the show. Mm. Because that shit just happens. So. Yeah. Anyway, thank you. Probably the fucking wardrobe person in. That's what you're trying to say? The The wardrobe person did that shit. Yes. Oh, so that had to be a white person in. I don't know. Putting that fucking part down the center of her head. We don't know who it is. Yeah, well. mm. But I'm a. But I don't know. (laughs) Don't get me in line. What I know (laughs) is they had at least one black person on set Mm. besides. Routina Wesley mm-hmm. on the day that shit kicked off, and they decided it was okay. <laughs> put a fucking part down the center of her afro, on, and it mm. was odd. It was very, especially the fact. Anyway, let's anyway. go back. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I, I digress. Yes, you did. I did digress. Yes, but anyway. Anywho, thank you, Marcus. But, but yeah, the same thing is with the Game of Thrones. So I mean, you know, it is what it is. Well, it's just that they cop- they just cop. I don't know. I'm not gonna say Game of Thrones copy stories, but all these shows copy stories and and 
pieces of stories I think are going to grab people. Well, it was obviously done for the shock value. Right. I mean, duh, you know. And they got what they wanted. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah, there's actually, there's a scene on Scandal, just to bring this home. Mm-hmm. There was a, a couple seasons ago, there was a scene on Scandal. People weren't liking one of the characters. They, one of, they, they didn't like how one of the characters was and the decisions they made. <coughs> Excuse me. And then there was a, a, a backstory where you find out she got raped by someone. And then the next day... Everybody loved the character. Yeah. Poor character. Everybody loved the character. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just because of that storyline doesn't mean you love the character. I always liked the character. So I was like, hey, I already liked the character. I felt bad for the character. But no, this was like an outpouring of it. And then they totally changed their minds about the character. I'm just saying that these shows always try to throw... They, they throw the same fucking stories into these shows. Yeah. And it's just a matter of if we all say, look, we're tired of seeing this shit. We get it. You can just tell us shit happened. We don't need to actually see the scene. Maybe they'll change how they do the scenes. I don't know. Anyway. Sorry to keep bringing up that point. Okay. Well, but, our, last, yeah. our last feedback is a voicemail. So let me play that now. Okay, cool. Hi, it's me. Hi, sisters. I am so happy you all are late with the podcast. You allow me to call and leave a retraction. I am retracting. Wait a minute. Before the phone goes dead, like the microphone for speak pipe and like the computer, everything's freaking falling apart. So before the phone goes dead, let me just say I am retracting what I said about Sansa. My email was very, uh, very um, what is it, Vi- uh, uh, visceral response to that action. I changed my mind after forethought and much research. I still hold true to how I feel about Sansa. She knew what she was getting into. She paid the price, and it was a price evidently she was willing to pay to be married to this bastard Bolton. And uh, I, I hate to say she deserves what she got, but I think uh, she kind of expected something bad. Uh, sounds terrible, but that's how it is. And I also think you think she's dark Sansa and she's coming into her own and going to do this and going to do that. This girl isn't going to do shit. The only thing she's going to do is manipulate whoever she can to, to do whatever she wants. She will use anyone who's willing to support her, who's, who feels sorry for her. She, and I think that's what she learned by, from Baelish, to manipulate people and have them do the dirty work. And she's just going to stand there like little Miss, oh, I'm so lovely. I, I, I don't go for it. Don't like Sans, I'm back to my thing. And I'm real sorry, Mr. J. I, I love you tremendously, but... Nope, can't get on that bandwagon, Mr. J. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> At any rate, um, thanks for hearing me out. Don't want to get too long ass over here. I hope Sister J enjoyed her weekend. I might make a post on uh, Facebook about this weekend. Very mysterious. <laughs> At any rate, uh, lo- love you ladies. Love the nation. Regards to everyone. And, um, yeah, that's about it phone didn't go dead. I'm real lucky. Thank you all, and um, 
Next week I'll talk to you, but after that, God only knows when. Have a good day. Have a good whatever. Goodbye. Oh, thank you, Bunny, for that voicemail. And you are hilarious. So you retracting. You retracting. You retracting, huh? Okay. I think what you mean, though, is that you're not trying to say that, uh, you know, Sansa deserved what she got, but that Sansa understood that that's what was going to happen. And I kind of felt the same way that you felt. I was really upset with the uh, uh, when I saw the episode because of the way they did it, the, the mental torture with Theon, um, you know, watching and all that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. That really upset me because I was like angry about that part because they didn't have to show that part. No. But I agree and I didn't agree with all the comments and stuff the next day and all that shit. But I agree that she knew that that's what was going to happen. She probably figured it would be just a little bit more tender, you know, than it was. But uh, yeah, she knew that was going to happen. Well, yeah, because everybody knows what's going to happen. That's yeah. why they didn't need to fucking show it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It was just the showing of it, though. The showing so. of it, yeah. All right. Thank you, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. And I was wrong. This was not our last feedback. We had one more that I almost missed from Mary. Oh, hey, Mary. She says, hey, sisters. First, when Arya kept getting smacked by, for saying she hated the hound, my heart just broke. She just can't admit she really cares for him and got caught on it. Yeah. I miss him. Yeah. Second, Ramsey Snow. And we thought Joffrey was bad. I hope he dies this season, but I doubt it will happen. I don't think he's going to die either. Damn. Can't wait to hear the podcast and everyone's feedback. Mary. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. And I I agree, Mary. I don't think, I think we're going to see Ramsey Snow all of season six. I think so. Uh, I, hope. I hope not, but I think, yeah, I, I, I don't think she's going to get rid of him that, that soon. Not. Yeah. Well, thank you all for your feedback. Thank you, la- uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen of the Sister Speak Nation. Yes. We um, appreciate y'all being uh, patient. Some of y'all, not so much so. But y'all... Y'all been very patient, and we apologize for being so late, but our schedules are just so that, you know, we got to sync them up, so. Got to sync them up, and yep. then it gets busy, and if you have anything happen, other yep. than nothing really, on record days, and you're jacked. The whole schedule's yeah. off, so. Yeah. Again, we apologize, but thank you guys so much for Hanging being in there. patient and always supporting us no matter what or how late we are. Yep. We really appreciate that, and it does not go unnoticed. No. So, well, uh, so, if you would like to get your feedback in for the next episode, which is also late, <laughs> um, you can do that still yeah. <clears throat> by sending an email to sisterspeak at gmail.com or leaving us a voicemail via SpeakPipe mm-hmm. or our voicemail number 972-755-1215. You can also leave a comment on our website at sisterspeakpodcast.com. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook at facebook.com slash sisterspeakpodcast or our group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash sisterspeaknation. Okay. Uh, we are also on Twitter at underscore Sister J and underscore Sister K and at Sister Speak Cast, C-A-S-T. And I believe that is all of our particulars. I think so. We're also on Google Plus, too. I don't ever get And we're on Stitcher Radio. We're in iTunes. Uh, look, look, Just look around. Whatever you have. If you're Android, I, iPhone. If you're listening, you already done found us, so you know. <laughs> you yep. already know. Yep. 
All right, well, that is it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time. Thalar Morghulis, all men must die. No one lives forever. And that's why, to keep the family growing strong, don't let your voicemail get too long. Old school, new school, no exception. A long-ass email gets a bad reception. So keep it moving, keep it short and sweet, like Sister J and the wine she drinks. Now, this is serious. It's no joke. The sisters really mean it when they read us, folks. Sister K produces like a professional, but she is not running a throat's confessional. So if you're brand new, she may say it nice, but she might get salty if you are long ass twice. It's a labor of love from week to week. So sit back, relax, and let the sisters speak. Speak.